What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 106. Uh, this is a, actually a pre-recorded episode. Um, this is a pretty much exactly a week later, but uh, we have just learned the unfortunate passing of George A. Romero. So we thought that we would just put this little bit of uh, um, into the episode here, since this is going to air a little bit later on, and uh, just give a big shout out to George A. Romero. Um, rest in peace to him and our condolences go out to his family and uh, family and friends and stuff like that so rest in peace George man I thought you were going to say it's unfortunate that Jerry's still alive but that's okay George (laughs) we'll miss you too rest in peace George what's up my 22 shots family we are coming at you live, and we have got a very, very special announcement to make for y'all tonight. We are very, very proud to announce something that we've been working on for quite a long time, and that is going to be the announcement of our Patreon. For those of you who don't know what a Patreon is, it's basically a service that helps listeners support content creators, whether you're on YouTube or a podcast like we are. It basically allows everybody to help us achieve the resources we need, essentially like the website and the domain name and possible shirts and other nifty things that we can eventually do as we get more support to do so. So when you log on to our Patreon page, you'll see on the right-hand side that you could donate from just a few dollars all the way up to $50. And each one of these contributions adds a different respective a reward to what we could do on our show ranging from uh you guys picking a film for one of us to review to picking an actual show topic for our main review since the birth of the show we've had hundreds to thousands of recommendations and review requests now at the launch of the patreon you can directly influence the content in which we create for the show for example if you want us to cover a film like birdemic or even a film like john carpenter's the thing Now you can do so with one of our many perks. Maybe you want us to cover a certain director and do a director's spotlight. Now you can by supporting our Patreon. And no matter how much I love money, we will always have these shows free for you guys. We will never limit our content or anything that occurs throughout the show because of money, even though how much I love it. Now we have mentioned some of the costs involved in keeping the website afloat. Every single cent raised will go directly back into the podcast and used to push the 22 shots of moods and whore to the next level. And please do consider, guys, that we still have the long-standing issue of needing to get Jeremy in operation to remove the sand from his vagina. So if you want to help and support the surgery to get the sand out of my vagina... (laughs) Vagina. Vagina. (laughs) He said vagina, weird. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to help support the surgery to get the sand out of my so if you want to help, so if you want to help and support the surgery to get the sand out of my vagina, you could do so at Patreon.com/slash Twenty Two Shots Podcast. Oh, fuck Twenty Two Shots Podcast. Twenty Two Shots. Podcast. It's fucking your show. It's so ah, fuck you, you fucking bitch. <laughs> so if you want to help support the show and get help me get my surgery to get the sand out of my vagina, you could I said vagina wrong again. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Who would have thought Jamie would have trouble with vagina? <laughs> so if you want to help and support the surgery to help me get the sand out of my vagina, you could do so by supporting the Patreon at patreon.com slash 22shotspodcast. It's time for the show.
Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 106 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror Podcast is coming at you live. Featuring the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast, Dave Z to the Z, Brandon, a.k.a. Jewish Jade, and the fellow Canadian Christian. I am the host, the one and only Moods, and of course we have my hetero life mate, the Mexican asshole, Double Shot J, a.k.a. JP in the house. And last up, we have Jeremy. Because he's not even on the show. What's up, homies? <laughs> what up, well, man? Hey, hey, hey. You said my That's awesome to see live. Canadian Christian, it- which sounds like that is your church buddy. <laughs> that does actually come across as that, doesn't it? Canadian Christian. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's my fellow Canadian, man. It's not very often I get to do a show with a Canadian. It, it's rare. It's well, it's it's really rare for this show. We've never done it. Before. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's rare to the point it's never happened before. I mean, it was supposed to happen one other time, uh, yeah. but what happened? With, why didn't I end up doing the show on Exploding Heads? I was sick or something came up? We didn't so want the ratings to drop. <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat. I think Natural. something came up. You Naturally. just could make it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I've actually, this is the first time I've ever done a show with, with Christian. Uh, I've Dave and Brandon been on the show many times, unfortunately, but this is cool. Good to have you on the show, my fellow. Oh, I'm community. looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. Yes, this, this is history is awesome. in the making. It is yeah, history in the we making. We just man. left him out the last what two times that we've done now. Two thousand ten. Our ten lists need to steal the damn show. Yeah, <laughs> your two top yeah. ten lists have the ability to burn this mother down, and that's a dangerous situation with what's going on in Canada right now. <laughs> <laughs> in Canada, the whole country, man. <laughs> Oh, it's I, don't, I don't want to get started telling what I've been through this weekend, but it's been one shit show of a weekend. I'm just thankful to be alive. That's it. Almost died on numerous times on a serious note, but uh, fuck it. I still came. I got home, kept preparing for the show, and here we are. And we almost we are. didn't make it. We had an internet <laughs> scare and everything. Right? Yeah, that was the crazy shit. After my wild-ass weekend of avoiding death from fire, um, I come <laughs> home to only find out the internet's been out for three days, and so I text these guys, and I'm like, man, just to let you know, this is my situation. I'm like, holy shit, you okay? But the fucking internet's out, man. <laughs> so, and the, the, the was, worst part of it was JP was like, I took a vacation day for this. Dude, I took tomorrow off work, too, so I could drink 22 beers. I really need it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to bring this up but uh you got a little soot in your beard <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie when i got home my feet were actually black wow it's crazy yeah Whoa. that's bad well th- we'll let no. the listeners know at least what's going on you know what i mean good idea the short long of the story is here uh if you guys have not heard uh, bc where i live up in canada here is um on full red alert it's a state of emergency we have like 250 wildfires going so what happened to me and my buddy is he bought a new truck and he asked me if we could drive him down to Merritt, which is about five and a half hours from where we live. Not a big problem. We knew there were some fires going on, but they hadn't escalated yet. They were kind of contained, whatever. So anyways, we get to the point where we're going to turn off down and it's about an hour away to the city and they have the highway blocked off. So we're like, oh shit. So we'll head back. And so we drive an hour back to the city called Hunter Mile House. By the time we got there, they'd closed off the other side of the highway. So now we're literally trapped in the highway. There's only one way out of there fucking fire blazing everywhere we fill up so we descend down little fort and all the way over to uh we finally made it to merit and shit like that but so that was about a five and a half hour backtrack meanwhile fires chasing us crazy ass shit we're coming down little fort and we're literally watching 
uh, fire come down the mountain. Now, if it reaches the ground, there's nowhere to go. We're literally trapped. Remember, the highway is fully engulfed, everything, so crazy. So we get the truck next day. Um, well, actually, no, <laughs> that night we get to our hotel, and it's about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, and <laughs> my buddy opens up the bathroom door, a mouse runs out, and he's like, fuck this, we're not staying here. So I'm like, oh my god, we just drove like 11 and a half hour, 11 hours, when it was supposed to be a five hour trip, so we're already exhausted, he's like, I'm not staying here. Luckily, his dad is actually working down there, and he's staying in this old folks home, his dad's not even old, but his boss owns this place and stuff, so he has free room and board there, so they were already taking in, like, refugees, like, people that were being evast- evacuated, so we got lucky, we got to move into this place for the night for free, that, so that was fucking awesome, we get up in the morning, get the truck, get insured, and now we're worried because there's only one way out, and, and so we're like, okay, hey, we gotta get going, we made it through, we had to take the long ride around, so that was an extra few hours, all in all, 18 hours of driving, about 1,800 kilometers. I don't know how to translate it, that into miles. Christian knows exactly what I'm talking about. And, uh, I think it's like three miles. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. But like, how to describe what we were driving through was if you're sitting by a campfire and the wind changes and you get all that smoke in your face, that's how we were driving for like pretty much the entire time, choking on smoke and just craziness, like driving by fires. And it was nuts, absolutely insane. I never felt so claustrophobic in the real world in my entire life descending down that little fort and having fire all around me i'm like if it catches up with us we're fucking dead and that was the reality of it it was nuts it was so nuts we had nowhere to go and we're just like oh crazy shit i've ever been through and i joked about it as we're coming down this i'm watching the fire and i said man we're like living in a horror film it's called nature massacre (laughs) you know this is happening to us and uh, all in all it was crazy to see people in panic mode literally hooking up their trailers and getting the fuck out of there and shit and seeing the look on people's faces and it was just craziness it felt like armageddon to us and and all to grab a truck <laughs> you know if, like we had to die that would have been the stupidest thing in the world but as far as we know no one's been hurt unfortunately my best the guy I went down with his brother's house actually burnt down already and he was actually down there working, so he doesn't he hasn't even been to his house yet because his oh. wife's in vancouver and and he's out working, and he's like, man, I don't have a house to go back. And I'm like, so I said to him, like, at least you're pulling the trailer, man. <laughs> he's like, I guess I'm going to be living in that for a while. So it's been it's been rough, man. And it's escalating to the point where state of emergency is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. So. Well, that was fucking depressing. Okay. Yeah, it's been Question. it's been quite a fucking weekend. And then, and then <laughs> the top it off, I get home, and I'm like, I don't think I can be able to do the show. How is the internet going to come back on Sunday? But luckily, I woke up. And it was still out, and it, but it came on about an hour later. I'm like, hey, guys, show's on. Keep the prep going. Oh, yes. This. Thank yeah. God, so, man. Because we did give up. work. <laughs> I didn't give up because I got home and I was like, I need a couple films I need to watch. So I watched those, got up in the morning, watched a couple more. And I was like, hey, keep the good vibe. Keep the positive vibes going, man. I made it home. Let's continue this <laughs> and let's get the show done. So Dave said, here I am. Question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why is it called... A hundred mile house and not a hundred and sixty kilometer house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you did the math too. You know he did the translate on his phone. My I just want to lighten the mood. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, it's probably because uh, I don't know. I have no explanation for that. Okay. But unfortunately, they right after like I was literally when a kid. Another part of the story is crazy too. Is that by the time we got back to hundred mile, I needed to fill up with fuel and as i'm filling up flames are like coming towards us and that's how fucking crazy it was man that and literally so- almost lit up the mood <laughs> <laughs> crazy, wow. shit. crazy fucking weekend Brandon's starting already <laughs> right to it eh? 
I call that an emperor. Does anybody want to tell the Trump joke? Oh, I already did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told him to save it for the Is show. Is it funny the second time? <laughs> it might be pretend. funny to the listeners. It wasn't funny the first time, so it's okay. <laughs> Here, I, let no. Brandon tell it. He's used to stealing jokes. Christian, you stick to editing. I'll do the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think someone has it. to say it now, right? Because like, then the listeners are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, the buildup is immense. Come on, Brandon. Steal oh, it. I have to deliver this terrible joke? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Trump says to British Columbia, you're fired. <laughs> you fucked up the joke. Yeah, How it's did what, even fuck it what up? did Trump what say you, to British Columbia? You can't even steal jokes properly. What the hell, dude? Fucking guy. What? Why did you say the joke? I go, what did Donald Trump say to BC? You're fine. Yeah, yeah, I said you're fine. No, Come on. He told us what he said. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> it was like it was a it was a basic knock knock joke, dude. And you fucked it up. <laughs> you couldn't have burned yourself better than if I. Ju- it's perfect. I love it. <laughs> I like the choice of words. Burned. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I think we're all on fire tonight. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. That's horrible. Oh, he's looking a little sir. ashy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to get some lotion. <laughs> I don't even know where he's going. <laughs> oh man! Oh, so man. tonight's show <laughs> is an amazing uh, show that we do what like twice a year. We kind of do these now, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it's been a while since we've done one because it got pushed back and pushed back because of our episode one hundred. I was and, trying to uh, think of actually when was the last one. Do you guys? Do you remember? Do you either? You two remember? Nineteen ninety six. Yeah, it, no, was, what? Uh, it was. I want to say it was. No, like, it was in nope. 1996. <laughs> I wasn't allowed on that one, so I don't even. Care. It actually was in the year 96. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have the answer by the end of the show. To, okay. to be fair, we felt bad asking Christian to to do these because it takes so much prep, and we had Brandon and Dave on our 2015 show, Ugh. and then we we brought him back for another random top 10 retro top 10 and then they kind of just stayed <laughs> and we <laughs> just felt we felt bad because we didn't know christian when we brought brandon and dave on to the 2015 show and then we eventually right. got to know him but then i still felt bad asking him but then you guys said he would probably want to do it so we eventually said well he's so my question is then. So yeah, so my question is: When we do the randomizer and figure out the next show that we're doing, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to bring back all these fellow uh, these fellow guys from Exploding Heads. Um, are we going to have Jeremy on the show too? I mean, are we going to have six honestly? Lists? We probably should because it would be like it would be an insane show, but it would be the first hmm. time that the official teams from both of the biggest shows on Horophilia came together. You know what I mean? So. I think yeah, but, that it would probably. I mean, I yeah, thinking, I mean, I agree. I, we, sh- we should have the other guy on. We I was have thinking, though, since Jeremy <laughs> and I are Jewish, we can save some time because we love saving being Jewish and just have five <laughs> picks each to make up a top ten. <laughs> well, that's what happened with the '68 show. Well, if we get 1930, Jeremy, Jeremy called in his top ten. He called in his top ten list with the top five list. Yeah. How Jewish is that? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's now it makes sense. So good, it's so good. I got it, I got it, Brandon. I know why you didn't breathe on your show. 
to save some Save it to saving my breath. You didn't want to spend time breathing and you wanted to save your breath. Yes, though. JP, theoretically, if this is the case, if these guys are going to call in their top ten list with top fives, it's going to be five top ten lists anyways. So we're we're not losing anything here. We might as well bring them along, right? Yeah. So it's all good. Sorry, oh, Jerry. <laughs> March. March 14th was when the last show aired, by So the way. it's been over a year, then. Yeah, because it was 2016. Could that be right? Yeah. That's what it says. No, that, that, couldn't have been, that couldn't have been March of 2016. I know it's been a while. It's it, It's been like six or eight months or something. That's what it says right there. When no, it has to be. YouTube. It has to be, because JP came on our show after. And that was before. That was in October. That was Holy Halloween time. crap. So we really, really dropped the ball on getting this thing done. Um, but, wow. I mean, hey. We finally did it, though, right? Uh, well, the interesting shit. thing, the interesting thing about you know when the next one is going to go, is that we're running into a very busy time for us coming up on at least on a twenty-two shot show. Yeah, right. We got we got Italian month. We've got all these scheduled shows and stuff. And I don't know, maybe <laughs> maybe it'll be one a year now, maybe uh, like well, January I, or something. I, I don't know. That- I think that basically how, because those of you who don't know, maybe this is the first show you've heard from uh, the the top, the retro top tens or whatever, because um, you know probably have a bunch of people from Exploding Heads that maybe didn't listen to us before listening now. Um, basically, what we'll do is we'll talk about the year, we'll go into our top ten list, and then we will randomize our next top ten list at the end of the show and do a little preview on that. And it's mostly seventies years left because we removed some years that uh the decade had already been done a a year in the decade uh we'll explain more about that later but 70s would probably be a lot but there is a wild card year in there which is 1933 so if it does get 1933 honestly we could do it in like two or three months um but if not well this is news to me i didn't know we had a wild card year 33 (laughs) it's always news to you (laughs) well you're on a need to know basis i at least mentioned it eight times no way dude i mentioned it on the last time we were recording that i was throwing in a random year pre-1968 and i randomized those i'll explain it later but the point is if we get a, a bigger year probably we won't be able to do it until after the new year because yeah oh at least because we got to do our well we know november is completely booked up we have christmas shows we have halloween we have so many things that are coming up booked up now with our child's play show and texas chainsaw (laughs) show and all these things yeah franchise shows the rest of the year is basically really legitimately big shows so yeah so it might it might be a while before we do another one but that's okay because once why such big shows for such small numbers We've got good oh. What are you talking about? <laughs> this show here is going to dominate. We, we already know that for a fact. Yeah. Boom. Whatever, whenever it drops, boom, bam, bang. 22 shots. <laughs> boom, bam, champs. Yeah. We're more Italian than that. Boom, bam, bang. <laughs> that was about as Italian as you could get, right? Can I, I'm Italian. I can't help it. <laughs> exactly. Did you try? <laughs> hey, look who's talking. The fucking dice man over here. <laughs> and he's Jewish. Isn't the dice man Jewish? He is. Yeah, but he acts Italian. Don't so. be bringing up Andrew Dice Clay up on our show, please, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan? <laughs> I don't even know who he is, dude. What? I hate when you guys talk about him, though, because I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? 
Wow, that is a <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay still has the best part. opening line of all time, man. Oh, come yeah. on. Let's move on. He, oh, he's, he's so fucking funny, though, man. He's so good. <laughs> oh, shit. That right. even hurt yeah. him. It was crazy. But anyway, anyway, yeah. I, agree. I agree, man. We got, we got like five lists here to get through. Let's start this shit off, man. This is the top 10 in 1986. Mm-hmm. Let's get this shit going. So, question. How many films did y'all watch for this show? Uh, well, shit, I'll go first. Jay. I ended up with 51, which is, honestly, now that I think we had over a year to prep for this, I feel really bad about that number, because we had so long to prep. That's a horrible number. If you watch one a week, you would still have over yeah. 50, you know what I mean? Terrible. <laughs> GP, that's pathetic. Uh, Terrible. But no, 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 seriously, though, this is the best I've done, because in 96, I only watched 30-ish, and then in... Uh, 2002, I think I watched 45 or 50, mm-hmm. 45 or 50, depending on, you know, rewatches and stuff like that. But this year I watched 51 individual movies, um, which I am really, really, really proud of that number. Cause that's the best that I've done. No, for one no of group these. movies, group just movies. individual movies. <laughs> I don't, I don't you, you said, let you tell the jokes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crickets, Brandon. Individual movies? What the hell does that mean? Well, I said that not counting, you know, rewatch. If you listen, (laughs) you would understand what I meant. (laughs) Uh, So, what about you, Moods? So I tallied up mine again after I gave an incorrect number to you last night. I watched four more in the last two days, so I ended up with 65 that I watched, that I rewatched. That's pretty um, impressive. For the show. And I had another 14 that I had on the list that I've seen before that I didn't rewatch. Because so they mean were you've very, seen very bottom of the barrel. Period or in the last like yeah. year or two? No, that I've seen them before. I've seen them before. Oh, and those don't I, count. Yeah, those don't count because I have a bunch of those too. <laughs> exactly. I'm just I'm just adding in that. So yeah. yeah. So 65, so 65 that I've watched for. You're in first yeah. so far. I'm in weak. second. What weak. about you? Come Dave? on. 65 is weak. <laughs> Uh, well, if he's weak, then I'm real weak. But, for me, I did I do what I usually do. I'm usually around the same. Uh, I ended up with 31. And, uh, <laughs> one of them doesn't count. <laughs> because we found... It's true! Like, you know, I, 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 it's on the list, so I'm counting it. But it's 31, yeah. but ultimately it does House does not make the cut. Yeah, you still watched it for this show. And when we, yeah. I do want to explain the rules of how we did this before we get into the top 10 list. Cause that's, very yeah, important. yeah, yeah. So, but you said you watched 31. Now you're, you're coming from a different perspective where you've seen so many of these 1986 movies so many times that you said you pretty much had your list set in stone when we announced that we were doing 86, correct? True. But let me say one thing, 10 movies out of the 31 were first time watches. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So did, did did your list change at all from your initial? Well, it, it did, but only because House got bumped. Okay. House would have probably been right. You know, it has the same rating basically as you know a couple movies that are in the nine ten area. You know what I mean? So okay. either way, it's hard to say, but yeah, I guess it changed a little bit because one movie was on there and it was a first time watch. So there you go. All right. What about you, Christian? 
Well, I think you tried to trump me just by that one movie because I came in at 50, 50 <laughs> yes. movies. And I think you did. You just squeezed that last one. I did. I squeezed did it in today. You son of a bitch. <laughs> he must have known your number and then he just won up I did. I did. I did, I did, I did know I did his number. Him. That's the Mexican I asshole at, right there. I was at yeah. like 42 <laughs> or 44 or something when I asked him that. And then I was like, well, I got like two and a half days. Let's let's get 51 in here. That was my goal. So I uh, yeah, I did great. I did that on purpose. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I thought I had more actually, but I, then when I went through my list again, I'm like, oh shit, I doubled up a couple of movies. So uh, it ended, I thought I had 52 or 53 and it ended up being 50 right on the nose. Well, I gotta and say, those were all rewatches or first time watches. Like, so I watched everything in prep. So if it was Jason lives, which I've seen a million times. I watched it again for this show. Yeah. That's really impressive. Cause you're the, the newcomer here. We didn't know if you would even, you know, do any prep at all, or if you just come with a list of movies you've Apparently seen. Apparently, they've heard you on Exploding Heads. <laughs> Why? Well, I predicted you'd be Dave's numbers. So, <laughs> I thought he would too, honestly. But here's why: because I've watched like 60 slashers already for our top 50 slasher show, and he's probably watched like not even 30. So that's what I get. I, I you know, because we we have to do our top 50 show in December. And I plan on watching at least 100 slashers. So I went crazy in the beginning. So that's why. I didn't pace myself uh, as well as I should have for this show, but I did for my own show. Well, I'll I'll tell you one thing. (laughs) It was pretty cool that a lot of – there were a decent amount of slashers from this year. So you guys could kind of kill two birds with one stone, which me and Mary is a huge fan of doing that, uh, killing Mm -hmm. two birds with one stone. We did that with Henry – Two actually on the podcast um, last yeah, year, yeah. and a couple yeah. other ones on the show too, where it was 1996. Uh, but I, I got to give Christian mad props for doing that many. That's a lot of watching for a, for a guest spot. Like that's super impressive that, that you put in that amount of work. Like I'm really happy with that. Um, what about oh, thank you. I wanted to trump my co-host. I, I think I did. So. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> for once, uh, what's the highest so far? Uh, moods and we know you 65, didn't pass man, him. 65. So I, I watched uh, 66. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> no, 35. 35? 35. That's weak. It is weak. Bum, 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 bum. But you, me and Dave together got 66. Like I, expected, you underperformed I, expected, in I expected Dave to have a low number because he knew his top 10 already, but you had sure. no idea. And you come in with thirty five. Come on, I'm bro. in a I'm in a bad space. You're mentally. in a jaded I'm hating mood. everything I'm is. watching lately. <laughs> uh, Brandon, you disappointed me, man. I, I thought for sure you'd be up at least in the fifties. Friday six should count as ten watches because that movie is atrocious. <laughs> oh, shut up! I, 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 we're not going to get into it. I know Already? we're not. Oh, wait, I wanted to ask you. Do I do want to ask a serious question? It is fifty one movies. If, if Spookies is considered two movies. Spookies, man. <laughs> you know what? But I, I actually talked well, about that when I reviewed it because it technically was kind of two movies, exactly um, put together. You know, <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's watch. what he meant about individual films, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, okay. So finally, I have not. I'm at least in the top of my show. You know what I mean? Like, because normally I, Brandon beats me, or Dave beats me, or somebody beats me. This is the first time I'm actually in second place. It feels pretty good. <laughs> Barely, but I did it. <laughs> you did good, man. You did good. Yeah, real yeah, good. Thank you. Christian really right. stepped up. He doesn't put in this much effort for our show. Well, I, I noticed <laughs> oh, when I would hear you guys do your round robins, and I'm like, I'm like, holy shit! Like he's watching all these '86 movies, and I was like into it. You know, that's cool. I think Brandon's still burnt out from watching 2016 films. Would you watch like 4,000 last year? 
at least. Like 120 something. Wow. You said you burnt yourself right out. That's probably part of it. Oh, I'm burnt. And I'm jaded. You know, well, well, not only and you, is and you, he burnt well, from that, but jaded. he's, he's that, been that, doing this for... Question, oh, so, sorry about the burnt joke. That wasn't really a joke. Sorry. Sorry, Moods. He started doing this before he even started podcasting, though, right? Like, Because your first year <laughs> where you were like talking to us a lot and you did that list for our website, you actually watched like over 100 that year, too, right? No, that year I was only at like 70. Oh, okay. then the next, Then the next year... Moods and I were in, in a uh, stiff competition. I got 159 in in 2015. Well, what, what, how long did it take you to finally watch a horror film this year? Because you said what it was March before you'd even checked. Oh out yeah, said, yeah. I'm only in, it, in the so. third. I'm only in the 30s in terms of new films watched this year. Yeah, that's what I am right now too. Shit, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm about, 60. Yeah, Dave's where I should be. See, I usually end up with like sixty, so I'm I'm like way ahead of myself right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for some good things to finally start happening, man. This year's been, been pretty damn slow. I've seen nothing but good flicks. I don't know what you guys are watching for real. <laughs> it's been a mixed bag, mixed bag. <laughs> I guess but, yeah. that's 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 why I always benefit from this because I let all you assholes watch all the bad stuff, and then I just pick out the good ones, and that's that's the ones I watch. That's what I always say. These guys, like, I come up and I have like 35, 40 movies. I think I stepped up a little bit last year, but I'm like, they watched, you know, double, triple, whatever it was. And I'm like, yeah, you watch all the shit. Yeah. Which is what I felt like I watched a lot of <laughs> in 86, though, as well. <laughs> but I was being hard on yeah. a lot of these movies, too. Yeah. Yeah. Christian gave out a lot of zeros for 86. Zeros? What the oh, hell yeah, he did. Zero? Four, four zeros. zeros. I know. Four zeros. Dude. Do zeros. I think I, I think I only had like three films under five <laughs> for the whole fucking year, man. Mind you, you, but one. but some of the ones you might have watched are ones that I didn't rewatch though too, because I I'm pretty sure that you watched Spine again and probably gave that a zero, didn't you? Yes, I, yes, I, I had did. six. See, I didn't rewatch five. Spine. I had six under five. Yeah. I had one under five, and you know what? I did what Christian does for 2017 and, and for 16, etc. I let you guys watch all the shit ones, and I only watched the good one. That's what I did. So it just, it's just a, it's, it's tit for tat. For 2017, I watch a little more, you know, but for, for 86, I, like I said, I have one movie below a five. One. I think and my, one my, my total shit storm was fucking Night of Terror, Escape from the Insane Asylum. It was released by Masquerade. That movie, I gave it a three out of ten too, and it was fu- it was bad. Like I probably should have gave it a two. I think I might have mistyped on here, but uh, yeah, my, it was my fucking terrible. Rating is a two, and cool. was I'll, we, I'll I'll save it for my worst film, dishonorable mentions yeah. type thing. All right, <clears throat> so uh, twelve twelve next, under a five. Sorry, twelve wow. under a five. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, what you, you get for watching so many? Man, I got one under <laughs> two two under five. Oh wow. So, um, I believe I the next had. thing that we kind of talk about usually to still moods job here is, uh, like our overall thoughts on the year, right? Like it's kind of what we get into a little bit. And I, I just want to say, I want to go first just because I have a unique thought on this year. I think, um, to start out, like I was like, not liking this year at all. And it's funny because I figured any year in the eighties, like I would love it. Um, but I was like watching a lot of movies I had never heard of or like never seen. And it was just like, yeah, like they were, de- there was a lot of decent ones, like 6.5, seven out of tens. And that was for the most part what I was watching for a long time. But to be fair, I did save most of the heavy hitters for the final, you know, weeks of preparation because I wanted them to be more fresh in my head. 
So it would make sense that I would save some of them. But I was really down on this year. I was like, can we do 2002 or 2096 again or whatever? And, 2096? Uh, 2096? 2096. <laughs> what, what, what year is that, man? <laughs> it's a great year. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first. Scream 104 is number one I was, that year. I was, hate, I was, like, I was not feeling it at all. And I was talking to Brandon a little bit, and he was kind of in the same boat as me. But as I went on, I, I enjoyed the year a lot more. But I still don't, I still don't feel like it's what I was expecting for a year in the eighties. You so, know what? My thoughts on this year is that nineteen eighty six, in my opinion, is a is a fun year. It is filled with lots of pretty fun films. It's not a great year at all. It doesn't have a lot of heavy hitters that are going to be making any top hundred lists. I mean, there's a few, maybe. Mm-hmm. But this year overall, I don't think it has a lot of shit storms either. I mean, from the stuff that I even watch, mm. it's it's a it's got a lot of fun kind of above average films that are just it's middle heavy. One, it's very very middle heavy, and I agree. I have a shit ton of sixes to sevens in there, like things that aren't generally going to make top ten lists. But it's fun, you know. I had a lot of fun watching a lot of these films, and that that's what it was, man. You know, I was expecting going into the year, you know, making this list watching a shit ton of sequels and stuff it didn't have as many sequels as as i was expecting you know 87 88 has a fuck ton there's so many damn sequels the slashers by 1986 have kind of dropped off there's a fair amount mm-hmm. um so i did notice that you know the subgenres had kind of they, they got a little more of a variety yeah, you know so that of, was kind of cool too so yeah it's kind of all over the place in terms of like vibes which we'll get to in a second but brandon what uh, did you did you how did you because i know we started out around the same how did you feel by the end of it yeah at the end of it pleasantly surprised and i say that because i was in the same boat with you jp i was really dreading the year and i was watching films i hadn't seen to start off and i was hating them and then i'm thinking to myself all right well the ones that i've seen i'm not necessarily the biggest fan of but once i started getting to those rewatches most of them most of them wound up going up from my what I would have given as an original rating. I had never rated them before, but I thought higher of them this time. So in the end, like Mood says, no no huge standout heavy hitters, no top 100 films, maybe, like he said, one or two, but a solid year. I, like I said, I only had two films that I would rate below a five, and one I might even give a five. Mm-hmm. But again, I only watched 35. I'd really skip some of those ones that i knew were gonna be bad i I was i was happy with my experience not my favorite year but but i was pleasantly surprised in the end what what Mm -hmm. about you dave because you have like yours already determined pretty much so what do you think of this year as a whole it's a pretty solid year i mean it's it's the 80s so even the worst year of the 80s and i'm not saying this is it but even the worst year of the 80s is still probably better than any year of the 90s. This is definitely a, a, a better selection than the 2002 movies we did and the 96 movies we did. Mm-hmm. There's no question. I watched... you, Dave, Dave, quick question. What would you, just off the top of your head, it doesn't have to be a bonafide answer, but what would you say the worst year of the 80s is? 89. 89, I agree, 89. Yes, I, 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 yes it's, it is 89. Yeah, because I, I remember we re- when we did our show at the top, you know, 40 Years of Horror, we looked at them all. Mm-hmm. And I remember my favorite movie of 89 was Intruder. And then there was another movie that I liked. And 
that was it. I'm not saying that was it for good yeah. movies, but nothing was like when you look at the 80s yeah. and, and you you know type in every year horror movies 1986, 87. So you can you, almost you, consider 89 to be part of the 90s then. It, it, <laughs> yeah, the 90s started early. Yeah, yeah. And how funny bit. is it that 89, my favorite movie, is a fucking slasher? You know what I mean? When they weren't really do, they weren't really doing slashers in '89 anymore. Yeah. Well, oddly enough, Dave, Intruder happens to be one of my all-time favorite slashers. Like in, in a top fifty list, it would be very, very high on my list so of like standalones. I mean, excluding so like excluding franchise. I don't know how you guys are doing your list or whatever, but if I was to exclude franchise slashers, Intruder is very, very high. So, so yeah. it's a good choice. What about you, Christian? You know what? I actually agree with Dave. I I think this is a a typical year in the 80s i actually uh have a lot of good favorites from this uh from this year i think once you start getting 87 88 there's still a handful but i think this could be one of the last great years i'm not saying 87 88 doesn't have great movies but this has probably more of them yeah yeah i i agree i think this year is if you were to split the 80s in half right the the five best years and the five not as best years because none of them are like worst or bad you know what i mean i think this would be on the lower half but it would be like towards the middle like it, it would be it would be r- probably at 86 you know what i mean like how 86 is right there <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. after the middle like it kind of fits right there but yeah, I, good years kind of looking at yeah. my ratings versus my ratings from let's say 96 and 2002 like yeah, my ratings are actually higher on this year, but for some reason I seem to like those movies from 2002 and 96 a little bit more or have better memories of them when we did those shows. Maybe it's also because I've seen these movies for the most part before, and a lot of those 2002 and 96 movies were first time watches. First time watches. That yeah. could factor into it too, but I wasn't as jazzed about this year as I was doing those other two shows, considering there are way more better movies in this year. It's kind JP, of JP out of the Go. out of the fifty one films that you watched, how many were first time watches? Dave, you said ten were first time yeah, watches yeah. out of your thirty five. So JP, how many first time watches did you have out of your fifty one? Um, I would probably say at least half, but wow. most of those first time watches we're not above a seven. Hmm. Most okay. of them, hmm. but not all of them. So yeah. Quickly, Brandon, Kristen, how many how many first time watches did you guys have? Around twelve or thirteen. Twelve 11, or thirteen. Eleven first time watches. Eleven out of the thirty-five. I'm not sure how many I had. I maybe had four or five or something. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Something rather, yeah. Four or five. Yeah. Um. So. W- one thing that we also like to talk about is like you know the vibes of the year and we you know we also talk about like the legends and the franchises like the state of the franchise the state of the legend um but to start off like sort of the vibes of the year like i don't feel any distinct thing that was popular right like I, i can't feel any it seems like there's a fair mix of everything from from franchise films to uh original movies zombies vampires like everything feels like it there's a fair amount of of every i can't sense an overall theme of this year like we did with the other two years that we covered 86 i was dubbed as like probably one of the biggest years for shot on video 
it was when it got real popular. There's a lot of shot on video films that came shot out in '86. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah, yeah, comedy sure. and comedy horror. I, I I think although not every movie's comedy horror, but you know yeah. you've got your, your Maximum Overdrive, Jason Lives, uh, you, you know, uh, you know it's coming creeps. off the year. It's coming off the year of 1985, which was it was kind of the year that solidified the horror comedy, really. Yeah, I mean, you look yeah. at House and, and a bunch of those films. Those are the ones that kind of brought it, you know, to the table. So '86, you expected to see some of them, but yeah, you're right though. Yeah, you got Vamp coming up in the light of uh, Fright Night the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I noticed? Something really weird, which I just happened to notice yesterday when I was rewatching some. Cause I watched like I rewatched five yesterday from my top ten, and this is it's ridiculous, but it's something I noticed. There's a lot of animals in these movies. More so. <laughs> That's a very unique observation. Yes, there. yes, I know it would be, but who thinks that? But I know I'm like it seems like I saw a lot of animals in in, in at least two thirds of these movies. There's an animal in it. It's just unusual. That's all. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Now I'm trying yeah. to figure out what his top film is based on which films had the most <laughs> animals. <laughs> I didn't say I liked them. I just know they were there. We well, said you were rewatching your top ten. <laughs> oh yeah, but I think maybe I only saw two that had an animal in it. But oh, okay. for whatever reason, it just it just occurred to me. I'm like, you know what? I've been watching a lot of movies with animals in it lately, and I'm like, you know what? They're all from fucking '86. So yeah, it's strange. Strange. So yeah. Animal ta- animal talent was on the rise in '86. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, but, but honestly, like, it's it, like if probably there's even more of that in the '70s. I feel like there's a ton of animal movies in the '70s. Well, that was, that was the tax. peak of that was the peak of animal horror, man. Yeah, that was that was a tax. They were the oh, okay. So thing. you're saying like th- there's just, just fucking people putting animals in their movie that has nothing to do with animals. <laughs> yeah, the movie itself. Well, some of the movies had to do with animals, as you know. But I mean, just randomly, uh, like there's something random in like Night of the Creeps or, or Demons Two or just every one of them. There was like a an animal, like a <laughs> random dog or something else. It, it happened to be. Link was <laughs> that was about an animal, but aside, you know, a lot of them for whatever reason, there was like a, a household pet that was involved in some kind of scene for a few minutes. I yeah. don't know why, but it's Pulitzer just guys way... too. There you go, Pulitzer guys E-buzz. too. E buzz, well, e buzz is the part fly. of the family. <laughs> yeah, the fly. <laughs> yeah, the fly's an oh. insect, but I mean, if you want to get real technical, yeah. Is there an animal in the fly? A, I think a, a couple of animals. Yeah, there's there a animal. baboon. See, there you go, another one. Oh, yeah, the baboon. There's a cow. Yeah. There's a melted baboon. A cow. Yeah, the steak. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing Jeff Goldblum landing on a fucking cow as a fly. <laughs> they should have done that. They should have. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. Cronenberg really screwed the pooch there. <laughs> so, um, speaking of Cronenberg, uh, let's talk about the franchises. The state of the franchise and uh, the the legend status going on because there, there's actually at first glance you might not think that there's very many like sequels or franchise films in this year but there actually is and there's actually a lot of legends that directed movies this year too uh, so w- in terms of franchises franchises franchise um, what do you guys think of like the state of some of the franchises like. I know Dave thinks, you know, with Friday 6, like, is this the point where it's, like, no turning back, like, all downhill from here? 
Oh, that's a loaded question. We're all going to have our own. <laughs> oh, I said that, Dave. And, you, and we already Dave know. Oh, Dave, you take it then. Well, do I think there was no... You're talking about that movie in particular or all like, is Well, just for Friday 6, for example, that one is where it's... They, they never go back up, right? It's down from this point. Yeah, I, I believe it is. Is yeah, this I the believe... start of down? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is the start of down, certainly. I mean... There's going to be more on that later, but yeah, I would say that. Yeah, there's not really a lot of heavy hitter franchise sequels in this year, except for probably Aliens, maybe. Yeah, well, Um, uh, you got Chainsaw mm. 2 as well, which is interesting that that is, at the time, this was just the only other Chainsaw movie. Now it's such a huge franchise, but it had already been like 10, you know, almost 10 years since they did the first one and then into part two, and then that's all you had for those two chainsaw films it's kind of weird to look at it like that because they're so different you know um (laughs) in terms of after that you have like the second poltergeist came out what about psycho 3 um so is at the point when psycho 3 came out is the psycho franchise in a great place with the third film yes sure i think so yeah i I think and it also marks the uh directorial debut of Anthony Perkins, dude. Yeah. I think he did a great job in that film, to be honest. Absolutely. And he doesn't. He didn't think he did a great job. He felt like he didn't know enough. Yet, I thought he did a great job as but, but well. Then, and yeah, he, he had he, he if, pulled off he pulled off some of the most amazing transitions and exactly. he put a lot of really cool things into that yeah. film. And I think mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's kind of undermining himself a little bit on that. Yeah. I think he did a way better job than he thinks, man. Yeah, yeah. I think he did he a better job as here. director than yes. he did as actor. Actually, I think when rewatching it again, he yep. really hams it up. And but his directing was amazing. But the I think nods to Hitchcock and everything. I think it's partly in t- due to the fact you know that he was directing. He was focusing his time. You know, it's his first film. He's going to put all his kind of energy into directing. And I do agree, he hams the shit up. But I have to admit, though, it's one of the funnier performances that kind of works for it. Though, in a it sense, does, but it, it does work. It does work. But yeah. if if you want like those crazy reaction shots, it's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> I mean, you yeah, get yeah. it in droves here. It, it, it's souped up for sure, but he does some great, <laughs> great work. The so, Virgin Mary right. scene in the tub alone is beautiful. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. So what do you guys think? Like, do you think that if Psycho ended there and that was the last one until maybe like the Bates Mattel TV series, do you think that that would be like one of the best trilogies ever? Or do you think that it went downhill with Psycho 4? Or do you think that... Um, Psycho 4 actually completes it and it's more of a quadrilogy. I, like I personally like Psycho 4, but. I like it too, but I don't. I think if they would have ended at 3, it would have been more fondly remembered as a trilogy. That's kind of what I was asking. Well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. I mean, I could go either way. I'm kind of with you, Dave. Yeah. Like, I mean, if they ended at 3, I would be happy. It would be a fantastic trilogy. But part 4, I'm not mad it's there at all. It adds to it. I mean, if I, I think it's a pretty good TV film. If part four would have just been the prequel and not the radio stuff where he's like out and things, I think people would have yeah. accepted it a little bit more. Um, but so let's talk about actual legends like the masters, you know. So uh, you obviously have Cronenberg here who who directed a film. Um <laughs> Uh, okay. You have uh, Wes Craven, who's who did a film this year. He did Boy, Deadly. James, what was James it? Deadly Cameron. 
Uh, okay, Christian started. Jim Wynorski. <laughs> yeah. You had uh, Stuart Gordon. Toby Hooper with two films. We should just crown it the oh. year of Hooper then. Fucking about- Kevin Tenney. Lamberto uh, Baba with two films. Yep. Stephen Lamberto King Bava. with one. Yep, one and only. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Mann, Michael Mann directed a film. Yeah. Uh, yes. John McNaughton. Yeah. Uh, Fred Decker. Did we say him? Yeah, Fred Decker did a film. Anthony Perkins making his directorial debut. Exactly. Uh, you also Fred have... Walton. What, what else did he do? Who? Fred Walton. Do you do anything? Uh, when a stranger calls. Oh, okay. Okay. Joey Joey from Friday Five directed something. <laughs> you right. got Ken Russell did a film this year. We've got William Freud. So I thought I saw that I was like, oh, Moods directed this year. Yeah, any I always <laughs> wanted to ask you any relation at all or just a beautiful coincidence. That I took my name straight from William Freud. <laughs> uh, my name on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, na- my, my name James is actually my real middle name, and Freud is taken from William Freud. Oh. Okay. You're fucking serious? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not your real name? Yeah, I knew that, mm-hmm. actually. I know his real I name. I didn't know. I just assumed it was. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Well, because it's an uncommon name. Why would somebody give a fake yeah. name of Freud? You know what I mean? It's Sigmund Freud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ted Nikolai did a film. Uh, Clive Barker wrote a film. Right? Oh, God. He did. What is oh, it? Oh, that film. Rawhead. Yes, Rawhead Rex. Good old Rawhead Rex. Rawhead. <laughs> I just wanted somebody to do that so much. Uh, Brian Treachard Smith directed a movie. So, so you have tons of tons of legends directing stuff. Carpenter did a film this year too, uh, but it it's not really a horror film, and that's Big Trouble in Little China. So you got the main staples there. Um, Argeno did Argeno didn't do a film this year, huh? Nope. No, he produced. Mm. He was involved with demons, of course, but involved with demons, and yeah, I knew something. I knew opera. something fell off about this year. That was missing something. It's Argeno. I mean, to be honest, I mean Italian horror in 1986 was pretty slim, though. I mean, let's face it. Baba did a couple films, and uh, I mean, Christ, there wasn't a whole lot. It was on its decline big time, and then you know, it's kind of a, it sucks for me. My favorite, but for some reason I, mean, I thought Troll Two came out this year, but it was regular old Troll. <laughs> yeah, it was just you know, just Troll. That's Italian yeah. too, isn't it? The first Troll. That no. wasn't Italian. It, 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 the uh, second one was the first one was. I know the, okay. the second one. The second one is yeah. Definitely. So wait a minute. Okay. John Carl Buechler got Friday Seven off a of Troll. That's cool. <laughs> That's fucking atrocious. <laughs> Two horrible <laughs> movies that could easily be erased from the system. That's the guy awesome. can't direct a movie to save his life. Like, it's you know I never even rewatched Troll again. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not doing it." At least he bought back Friday for for a split second before it went downhill again on eight. <laughs> uh, Arguable. He couldn't save he couldn't save it from what six had done already though. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least the- you're fucking good. killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh. I don't even know where to begin with that. <laughs> so, we'll so uh, yeah, I mean, got got tons of people directing. You know, the, the names. No George Romero though. Um, few other names kind of missing from the list, but but you got some heavy hitters there with Crown. No Adam Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Adam Green. Because he was like six. <laughs> All right. You know, right. isn't from there. It's Fulci, actually. You know, like I said, decline of Italian yeah, war. Yeah, yeah, Fulci's not there. 
That's what's missing. It's faulty. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We got people. But yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for mood swings. For mood swings. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get into the room more uh, more fact here. Uh. <laughs> Are we in the list already? Well, before we get into list, we need to explain how we decided what was legal, right? So. So well, I mean, and, and, and that's kind of your thing. Kind of well, I mean, you can continue to steal this, uh, you know, this job here. That's totally fine. But you know, considering I was you're just kind of a stop the dead air, homie, because there was a little bit of dead the... air there. So you know, it was JP is the host, moods. You're just a guest host on There's this no show. I feel like we're there, guessing on exploding heads because they're outnumbering us. You're the goddamn law when it comes to how we do <laughs> things, and you made some pretty strict rules, and some films got cut out of this and shit so yes explain to the fine okay, so listen, at home listening to the show how you we, did this. when we initially <laughs> created the the top 10 shows right we we started with 2013 and as we went on through 2015 we kind of perfected our role to where we basically took when it was released wide and that's what we did with 20 you know 13 14 and so on and it makes sense to do that for movies that are current you know years that are current let's 2017 for example we're only accepting films that debuted at a wide audience this year and i know for the most part you guys on exploding heads do that as well but you kind of got screwed over last year when a film was supposed to come out and it ended up not coming out um so it made sense why you chose to keep it anyway you covered it on the show but in terms of uh you know Picking the films for the current year, we always go with when it gets a wide release. However, if you're doing a retro year, it doesn't make sense to do that because the only reason you do that in the first place is because you can see it and everybody else can see it current year-wise. But when you're talking about a retro year, it doesn't matter if it debuted uh, festively or not because it's, it's already passed. So that's why I was looking at the year and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm looking ahead to where if we get a year like 2007, 2008, 2009, any of those years, 2010, 11, 12, those years are going to be a nightmare if you go with when it was released wide. Because none of those years are actually the year that it says. None of them. You know what I mean? So you look at the films from 2012, and if you're technically going to be talking about ones that were released wide, you're going to be talking about films from 2011, 10, uh, 13, 14, like, it's going to be insane to, to sort of narrow down what actually was released wide at that time. So I say that the easiest way to do it is when you're talking retro years, you go with when the film was released, period. Uh, so the first time that it premieres. And if we do that, then it disqualifies House, because House got a premiere in 1995 at one, like, festival and then it didn't get its five release. <laughs> what did I say? Ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, and it was in fucking December of eighty five. Okay, yeah. so should note that if you're gonna, so then they didn't get its wide release till eighty six, which is fine if we chose to do that. But if we chose to do it that way, then films like uh, Henry wouldn't count for this year because that film sure. got its release <laughs> like at a festival in eighty six, but then didn't get its wide release until like ninety. So yep. that would have discluded Henry and Demons 2, which got a festival release or an Italian release in 86 
and then didn't get a wide U.S. release until, uh, I believe, 87. So, and there were other films, too. So, I say if you're going to choose one way to do it, you have to stick with that way. What was that, Dave? I I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just, it's a lot of work. You know how hard it would be to go through all those fucking movies. Exactly. And see, like, when we're doing a 2017 or 2016, we're living it. We're right exactly. in it. Exactly. So that was my dr- point. Yeah, it's Thank much you. different. To go back, fucking forget about it. You'll be combing. For, like, here's how we learned a hard lesson. We did a 2007 show mm-hmm. with Watson. He said 2007 is his favorite year. We were talking about 2007 when we did our top, uh, our 40 years of horror. We looked at it and we mm. noticed how good it was, right? But in actuality, when it came time... And we looked at it, half the movies we thought were 2007 Word. were either 6 or 8. And by then it was too late. We already agreed to the show. And yeah, so what, you know how hard it is to do that? So in retrospect, we should have just fucking, when, when 2007 came, we, should, we ended up making two lists because of it. Yeah, but yeah. So what yeah, can we do? If you go and just go with the year that I, because I, here's how IMDb works. When you type in a title, The Fly, it's going to say 1986. It picks the first time the film was shown publicly. So wherever that was, that's the year the movie came out. It makes sense to do that retro for retro shows because then you don't have to do any work. You just look, what is it on IMDb? Okay, they have the first time that it was shown. Let's just go. That's the year. That's the year that we're rolling with. And Dave's exactly right. We're living it now with 2017, so it's easy to comb through it as it's happening. But when you're doing these sort of retro lists... Nobody got time to sit down and make sure every year is right. Dave should remember, though. He was like 30 in 1986. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why House doesn't count, because it got its first release in 1985, no matter if it was December. 85 for the second time. Did I say 95 again? You did. You did. You're fucking this up. (laughs) Okay. It wouldn't have made my list anyway. Oh yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> so, so that's just not a house fan. How we decided, or it, I it decided, really does make a lot of damn sense, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. this is pretty well, because useful, I foresaw so. how difficult it would be. Because I remember them talking about it on 2007 as well. I foresaw yeah. how difficult it would be to do a year like 2011 because 2011 yeah. is much like 2017. As years go on later, yeah. Look, look, February. What's that? 2015. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these things are never going to be, they're never going to be foolproof to everybody listening. I mean, just the other day, JP, you, you made a post in the Facebook group and asking people what their top five or top 10 films from 1986 were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had, you had a lot of uh, posters and somebody posted that one of their favorite films from 86 was Fright Night. Yeah. And now we all know that film came out in 85, but where this individual is from Finland. being the UK, it got released over there that year. So it was 86 to him. So... Yeah. 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 So, so this is why we explain things. Yeah, but we're we're going North American or more specifically United States territories here uh to count when a film gets released. We because it's it's the most universal because that's what IMDb uses, which is universally known oh. as the uh you know mecca of because oh, America is the center of the fucking universe. That's what it is. <laughs> Dave's <laughs> currently uh, changing his underpants right now. <laughs> <laughs> he sweated through one pair. <laughs> 
sorry. You're right. I put on my fucking bathing suit. I can You're right. Tell. I am. I can tell. I know. <laughs> Every 20 minutes, Dave's going to lose a layer of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to look over and he's going to be sitting there like Ace Dude, Ventura when he's in that my favorite hot. thing right now <laughs> that, is that box that of thing. kicks behind yeah. him right now in his room <laughs> were you just eating that shit dry up by your hand or what that's, that's what he always does yeah, yeah I hold on in my defense in Amazing. my defense I've been allergic to milk since I was fucking six months old so my entire oh. life all cereal I've eaten is dry so the way some people snack on potato chips. It. It's wet, ain't it? Pussy, too. Ugh, gross. No, I don't want wet cereal. No, no, no. I just... <laughs> At this point, it's like you can't go to wet cereal, man. Jesus. Ugh. No, it's a sick thought to me. No. So, <laughs> I eat it. You his face. Try it for yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you. I eat it like people eat potato chips. Uh, I put my hand in the box and I take a handful and I eat it. I've always done that. So and you're and you're totally on that healthy kick too, man. Because kicks is like the, the un, unsweetened fucking corn pops. <laughs> it is, dude, and that's why I'm on the health kick because I wake up in the middle of the night really fucking hungry. And so you know what I do now? Instead of you know having something sweet because I want something sweet for some reason, I just have a couple yeah. handfuls of kicks and go back to bed. So. Nice. <laughs> I never wake up hungry. I love it. I've never I love done it. That in my life. I do. I'm like well, a total cereal freak. I'm like a total cereal freak, man. One time, they stop. They stopped selling fucking tricks in Canada for like a long time, and the wife because they're for kids. heard me bitching about it one time. She fucking ordered me a whole case of tricks from the U.S. <laughs> I also had a good wife. I show up one day and there's a whole fucking case of tricks oh. my pants. I was like, that's amazing. I'm, I'm like a little kid when it comes to cereal. Yeah, so Jeremy seeing that kicks box there, I'm like, that's amazing, dude. I love that. Jeremy used really to send you cereal, too, that you didn't get into Canada. Tricks are for Americans. Isn't that what he says? <laughs> Silly Canadians. <laughs> oh, you guys are all fat as fuck. What <laughs> oh, a yeah. sugar. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so um that explains how we get our uh, lists <laughs> alright man yes that is how we do it um let's get right into this top 10 list man um so we drew fucking straws before the show and fortunately enough I got to go first so I'm going to be going up first here, which is so rare. I never go first on anything because I don't every like to. Every once in a while you do. I do every once in a while. I don't like to because I actually like to hear other people talk first. But anyways, top 10 of 1986. Coming in at number 10 is a film, oddly enough, JP watched today. And it's called In a Glass Cage. Man, this is one fucked up film. <laughs> It's a really, really nasty piece of cinema. Um, for myself, I wouldn't say it's the funnest film in the world by any means, but it's a good one. It's a really good film. Um, essentially, the short and long of the film, if you've never seen it before, is about a Nazi a Nazi doctor uh, that has a history of like murdering little boys and things like that. And he tries to kill himself at the beginning of the film. Doesn't work so well. He gets confined to an iron lung, hence in a glass cage type deal. Uh, jump forward in the future. The wife 
is kind of fed up with taking care of him because he's a fucking it's a hassle having to deal with someone in a, in a iron lug they hire on a in-house type nurse thing and um it kind of escalates from there let's put it that way i don't want to go too far and say too much it, i mean you could ruin the whole movie for yourself if you want to just go into imdb and read the fucking synopsis yeah it pretty much tells you everything on there i also yeah. feel like though with that synopsis like i don't feel like it really hurts knowing any of that because um there's not really reveals in the movie so much you know what i mean i mean yeah. i mean i guess not i mean i guess the point of the film theoretically is a is a revenge film in a sense right yeah. Uh, you can put two and two together. They hire on somebody. This guy was killing little boys. He's a pedophile. Put two and two together. Use your imagination. Yeah, I don't... Uh, it gets real, real fuck. It gets real nasty. Um, you know the the in house nurse, which is I don't know. He's a late teen, I guess, early twenties. I don't know. This is years later. And, uh, and he needs to shave his fucking unibrow. <laughs> yeah, the unibrow. Yeah. <laughs> but this is just a nasty piece of cinema. It's a it's a French film or it's a, a Spanish, Spanish film. Spanish. Spanish. Spanish film and. Uh, I don't know why I said French, but um, it's a Spanish film, and it's uh, obviously subtitled, but real. It kind of it's kind of like a punch in the gut, a little bit, because it's one. It's one of those films where you watch and you go, "Fuck, man!" Like I don't, I just can't really. Usually, you want to root for somebody a little bit, but it's just so (laughs) vile and nasty and shit, and it's just kind of hitting you hard and. But that's why it's on the list. It's one of those type of films where you may not want to watch it over and over again. But you know deep down it's a damn good fucking movie. It's a really good movie. And, and honestly, this is probably one of the best films on my list. Why is it at number 10? Because I made my list from my favorites and most rewatchable oh, films. So you switched it up because last time you did from best to, to least I decided best. that if I was going to do it by my ratings, my list would not be enjoyable for myself to read off. And I decided to go against that because there's some mm-hmm. films that I rated high that I personally do not care for that much and i know some people have a hard time understanding mine and jp's philosophy because we're unbiased sometimes we rate films high that we generally don't like as much as other films that we rate lower and they go higher on the list because of that factor Mm -hmm. so i want to get that one thing straight i love this film it's a fucking it's a blow to the the mentality when you watch it um it's a great piece of cinema just definitely give it a shot it's released by cult epics you can find it on blu-ray unfortunately it is out of print but you can still find copies out there if you're cheap Rip it off the internet. I don't know. Okay, so actually, <laughs> I, I, I want to know don't, real quick. It's on Prime. It's on Prime. It's also yep. on Shutter. It's on Prime? Yeah. It's okay. on Shutter as well. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I didn't even see it on Shutter. Maybe that's what it is, Shutter. Sorry. It no. might not be Canadian Shutter. Shutter. That moods have run into this before. They'll say it's on oh, Shutter. Yeah. I check. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's the Canadian Shutter. That's so right. fuck you. Dude, oh, that's Shutter. Shutter actually has a very big problem with its search option because. If you search in a glass cage, it won't pop up. You actually have to like go in there and find it through like subgenres and stuff. It's weird because I couldn't. I find searched it today. Nazi pedophilia. And... Oh, dude, that's your problem. <laughs> uh, so I, really that's, quickly, that's all over my search history. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we actually didn't discuss this, and we normally do. So Moods actually went back to his old style for this list, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually stuck with the rating style, even though it kind of annoys me with this particular Well, because, because we had discussed this, and I, I mentioned it in the chat. I said, hey, hey guys, like, how are you going to be doing this list? Because I know there's a film 
uh, for UJP particularly, one that we just did recently, mm-hmm. that you're not the biggest fan of. I know it has a high rating. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to kind of intervene with everyone and kind of get their their opinions on how they were doing their list and stuff. So, um, but that's how I did mine. You know, so the ratings, you know, if you were looking at my top 10, well, they're so all kind of all over the place. That one? This is, I give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. Now, Dave and Christian and Brandon, how do you guys do your list? Dave, I think you, st- are you still doing... You're going off of ratings here, and you rank them by yep. ratings? Okay, me too. Yep. So Simply. me and Dave are yep. still on the same page. Brandon, I know you're not this time. No, actually, I I wound up coming pretty close to the way you and Dave do it. I have one instance where I did what Moods did. Okay. Christian, how yeah. do you do yours? We never got to hear from you. You know what? I, I did it in the order of my ratings, actually, but because there's so many hovering at the 8 range... Yeah, that's uh, when you get to pick your favorite. I just that's I played I played yeah. around with it. That's kind of what I did with, uh, and I and this was a first time watch for me in a glass cage, and yeah, man, it it was a sucker punch for sure. There's a stalking sequence in it that's phenomenal, like right in the it, it takes up a good chunk of uh, oh, yeah. uh of the middle in the middle of the film. Oh wow, isn't it really like one of the most uncomfortable films to watch? Oh yeah. It is. It really is, man. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not talking, you know, just, you know, well, maybe a little bit, you know, the whole gay factor. I mean, there's no undertones of gay. There's, it's overpowering gayness in this one. Um, <laughs> overpowering gayness. But like, it's just, it, it's not even. It's just some of the scenes, the way it's shot, and it's just, it's so. It makes me so uncomfortable at times. I'm just like, this is amazing. And, and I mean, it's, what it's trying to do to you. You know, as a viewer, this is what the director was going for. And I think that's why it has a place on the list. You know, it's a great film. Brandon, as a gay male, how do you feel watching a movie like this? Honestly, (laughs) it was tough to finish in this one. Uh, (laughs) Not the movie. movie. (laughs) Not the movie. Oh, my God. It was the breathing, the lack of breathing. That lack of breathing when he's taking off the machine. It it was hard to finish because you ran out of Jergens for fuck's sakes. Uh, We needed a couple more little boys. Oh Oh, my god! God. (laughs) Was this everybody's? Did you guys notice? Did you? No, this wasn't my first time. I'd seen it before. Did you guys notice that it's um, Slugworth from Willy Wonka who plays the Nazi in the Iron Lung? No, no. Yeah, Yeah, that's Slugworth from Willy Wonka. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it almost ruined me too. And actually, the actor—I I forget his name—but he actually turned down the role initially because he thought it was just way too disturbing and he didn't like the subject matter. But he came around to it and, and decided to do the project. Yeah. Oh, he should have stayed as Slugworth. Hey, kid, want a Slugworth sizzler? <laughs> <laughs> now you know how Wonka was really running that factory. <laughs> Got Oompa Loompas yeah. in an iron lung. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of this film. I gotta be honest. I had never even heard of you this know movie what? until it came out. I heard of it when Cult Epics sent me a press release, and I, I didn't even think that it was like horror or even anywhere near this. So like, I didn't even request it or anything. This was a couple years ago, I think. So I'm kicking myself now. <laughs> yeah, yeah and considering I the Blu-ray's out of print now too, dude. Is it really? That sucks. Shit. Yeah, and it goes for Nico and ask him if he has any copies. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I'll buy one. <laughs> All right. So, who's next? Christian, I believe, right? And, and let's yeah, try to keep this me. order so we're not asking who's going next every yeah, time. So, right. <laughs> moods, Christian. Okay, let's go. All right, guys. Well, here, coming in at number 10. I already did one bump just to get this movie on because it is one of my favorites in the franchise, and that's Jason Lives. 
Oh, it already Friday started. the thirteenth, part six, coming in at my number ten. Get past number two. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. F right? all of you. This is one of the best ones in the series. Sorry, Moods. Go ahead. Unfortunately, I missed the whole you know JP yelling at you guys about part six the other day. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys want to spark this up again so I can intervene? Or I'd what? rather be in the fires than have to talk about this <laughs> film again. Because I, oh, I, I okay. so defensive when it Maybe. comes to Friday films. I know how he is when it comes to Friday films. I can just imagine the Listen, sparks flying. Let, I, I'm going <laughs> to say propose, something. Let, me, interrupt. let okay. me propose an idea. Let me propose an idea. How about at halftime we have that discussion? After after number five is picked, then we just go into it. Because this whole damn thing started because JP called me out publicly. It, it, okay. Oh, really? That's fair. That's <laughs> almost something cool we could do at halfway yeah, through okay. the show. Okay, a, a debate at right. halftime. <laughs> But Christian, okay. uh, so you like Friday Six? Yeah, you- of course I like Friday Six. I don't care, Zombie Jason. I think this is a really tightly directed film. I think Tom McLaughlin did a great job. I like the whole Frankenstein Jason rebirth. I mean, what do you do after when you're not going to go with the storyline of Tommy becoming Jason, and everybody wants the real Jason back? I love what they did there. I love the gothic. I love the comic overtones. I love the fact that they actually establish sort of the setup and plot at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He goes to the police and, and has to try to you know destroy Jason from the get-go as opposed to being someone that realizes what they have to do in the last 20 minutes of the film. Yeah. So from that standpoint, it was a favorite of mine when I was a kid. Yeah, it might be a little bit... Um, tame comparative to some of the other ones mm-hmm. but it's a fun flick and one of the highlights of the series and that's why it's my number 10 of the year yeah you know what and also i really like this aspect of it with jason and tommy because yeah tommy has been there two times before but really this is the first time where like they like actually seem like they know each other you know what i mean like they the, like when you look at part five like Obviously, it's Roy and not Jason, but and you know, part four that was the first time they met. But like, you get a sense that there's this long history with the two characters at this point, and I like that. I like that a lot, and yep. it, I think the final to this one is one of the best in the series. Honestly, the the last you know, with that shit is epic. I don't care. I don't. I don't know how you don't see that it that is epic. You two, you two fucks well, down. I think it's one of the funnest <laughs> films. It feels Too like such, it feels around. like such a. It feels like such a big Jason film or a big Friday the Thirteenth film to me. I love that. I don't yeah. hate it. I love that about it. I don't I mind the comedy. I mean, besides the fucking paintball there's scene, there's not I mean, that much comedy oh, though, dude. There really uh, isn't. Like, even, I was expecting actually, it to be way more comedic. No, no, no. But this, I mean, the camel toe part is seriously one of the funniest parts ever. You know, <laughs> I love when you that put part. your head down, the, the fucking huge. I love it, man, because I find that chick to be super Wait, hot. Don't you, man. Call, yeah. don't you call it a moose knuckle in Canada? <laughs> oh, fuck, <laughs> here we go. Here we go, man. Jesus. I rate Jason what? six a I mean, six out of ten. Them. So do I. That's I insane. like it. That's I'm insane. just saying. I'm just saying. It's just silly. Huh. It's just. It's a little bit sillier. Part five is silly films? too, though. Part five is silly to a degree. I do. Hold on. I guess we're not Hold doing on. this at halftime. This part six is what Nightmare on Elm Street part four is to Nightmare on Elm Street no. part three. Part five introduced a little bit of comedy. It's all over some, the place. Ethel Junior, Reggie the that, Reckless, fucking Ethel and Junior. Yes, a couple quirky characters. Yes, but a red tat tat tattooy. Damon, yeah, dude, all characters. of them are fucking silly but as fuck. It wasn't straight up fucking comedy the way it was in six. Dude, you're telling me Junior that's... riding around like, like you're telling me that's not pure comedy. 
<laughs> unintentional comedy to us. You hurt me, Ma! Yeah, yeah come on. I, I'll I wait think the comedy in part six actually works for the most part, except for the fucking paintball, the paintball scene. I find that to be a little is bit what cheesy. Kills the paintball scene and makes it comedic. But I mean, it's really, the, the happy it, face? Like, come on, dude. That, but the happy face, what's wrong with it's the ridiculous. happy face? There's That's a there's stupid. a happy face it, card fucking... on the tree and, and Woody and Allen. Oh, come did on, it. come on, JP, you like that? And it, that that's in the same. I just don't No, it's the same thing as that movie. Fucking that I always. Uh, what's it called? Not, not Kingpin. I always call Kingpin by accident. The fucking the bowling movie with the guy. You always Gutter complain. Oh, the, the guy the, has the a gutter, bag on gutter balls. It's gutter ball. It's the exact same type of stupid comedy. No, but how can you like one and not though? Because. Why? Yeah. Like, I, I, you've never seen a smiley face carved on a tree. It's such a common thing in like campgrounds and you know, d- like pavilions and different. No, it's things how like the that. shot is seen, though. It, it's right. how the scene is shot, really. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, like, the that's the most it's, ridiculous it's part of it for sure. I, I agree with it's that. I just don't part. have a. I mean, Friday Six is literally one of my more favorite Friday films. You know, it, but it I mean, with the exception of Woody of Allen's first appearances in the film, Woody Allen. So, my anyway. father kept saying, I hope that Woody Allen guy comes back to save it the day at the end. He really thought he was coming back at the end. <laughs> I he didn't I notice him in pieces. Part in Friday six. They don't show him in pieces till later on in the movie. <laughs> I always find the part in Friday 6 when, when Jason is killing that chick you know, from that little fucking car. And she's in the water. And she's like reaching her pocket, grabbing the money. And she goes to give it. And she's like, take my gone. money. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But she don't, know, she don't know that he don't want no money, you know what no, I mean? That, like, that I don't let that he's wearing a mask, and he's massacring shit. Like, come Luke, on, man. Luke, Luke, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have laughed at that. You should have laughed at how deep the puddle was that she fell into. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, my God. Like, no, like, no, he no, goes no. on the side of the road and falls into a six-foot-deep puddle. Yeah, dude, have you never went in the woods, dude? Come on. If you ever go into, like, quad trails and stuff... Those ruts get crazy. I'm really not picking be honest, on that. I still to be like honest, it. Brandon, if you if you were around here, man, there is six foot. Yeah, that's puddles. not even crazy at all. You could drown in a puddle, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, but anyway, um, what did you rate that, Christian? Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. All right. Who's next? Oh, I guess it's me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good. Let's we'll, we'll we'll come back to Friday later. Anyway, this is a movie that I watched for the very first time. One of the ten, I almost didn't watch it, uh, and it's funny because I watched it about four days ago, and I want to watch it again. And that's what that there were there were three movies that were first time watches, and they all ended up competing for that that last spot because this is the spot that House would have occupied. So something else had to take over for it. So this movie here is. Um, it's a, it's a long movie. That's why I didn't watch it again. Matter of fact, it, it's so long that it's fucking... It's a miniseries. It's The Deliberate Stranger. Whoa! I was surprised that you even, that you even watched that. Because that was one we didn't even consider until I found it. I know. I know. It's a good thing you didn't. It's First of all, can anybody even get their... Fuck! Is it I even, I've never seen this one. It's on Warner Archive label. So it's, uh, yeah. it's a manufacturer-on-demand title, which is probably means it's expensive. Like twenty bucks, probably on DVD. Just the movies I've fucking seen. I haven't seen this one, and it made someone's top ten. God damn! Land yeah, well, goes click. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what? Fuck. No, this is the. I'm hoping this pops up somewhere else. Actually, actually, I have a prediction. But anyway, it, this is the Ted Bundy story. Mm-hmm. It was a made-for-television movie. Mark Harmon plays Ted Bundy and does a fantastic job. He 
Did, uh, now, Mood, you didn't see it. Did, did the rest of you guys see it or not? Uh, well, obviously. Three hours. Come on. <laughs> you did. I, I never saw it, but I always knew about it because my mother was a huge fan of this movie and always raved Mark Harmon as Ted so Bundy. So why didn't you watch it? Oh. I just did. I just. I, I, I shit the bed. This you time, had a this year, time dude. Come on. I know. I shit the bed. I'm saying. I, I, I should have seeked this out, man. I should have seeked this out, man. We had, Ted copies, Bundy, we had copies floating I, around I on know. the interwebs. I know. I just. I just. Yeah. I should have checked it out, man. That, that sucks, man. I'll I even had Ted Bundy as my, as my fucking serial killer, you know, the one I'm most infatuated with. My question of the day, man. It's was fucking the, Ted Bundy. The, the best Ted Bundy movie there is. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's really good. you have no idea. I shit the bed all the time, literally. <laughs> JP watched it because he <laughs> thought it was he thought it was Al Bundy. He was doing it for the Married with Children podcast. <laughs> 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 Al Bundy. Stop throwing jokes now because you just hit. Yeah, the that's it. I'm done, guys. In fact, in fact, I'm out. If you want to know my top ten, I'll post it on the internet later. <laughs> oh shit! But man, listen, this is made for TV, and of course, you're not going to see the violence. And it ends up not mattering. Now, me personally, I love these, and I know you guys do too. Mostly, mm-hmm. the, 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 the you know the movies about the serial killers. And to me, there's very few ones I really like. There's Helter Skelter. There's um, Dahmer. Dahmer was good. Yeah, Dahmer was good. Uh, the other Ted Bundy movie is fine, and uh, Ed Gein, uh, the original Ed Gein movie with Steve Rails back. Uh, and, you know, Summer Sam. Anyway, I'm not going to keep going. I'm just saying that there's very few. There's a bunch made. There's only so many I like, but this one does it. There's there's good atmosphere. Uh, it took me back to the old TV, uh, you know, uh, made yeah, for TV. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we don't get that anymore. Does I it, know. There is a question. Is there such a thing? Because I don't have cable. Mm-hmm. Is there such a thing on, like, uh, on c- cable TV, like ABC, NBC, CBS, where they have, like, you know, uh, the movie of the week on a Tuesday night. Do they do that shit anymore? Don't think so. No, no. I mean, the most made-for-TV stuff that comes out now now is for, like, the Sci-Fi Channel and, like, well, yeah, Killer Originals and... The new and TV is like Netflix and, sh- and Shudder and stuff, so... Yeah, but but that's... Well, uh, when Shudder starts doing the original programming. Yeah, but I will say this. That a few years ago, like... Because if you guys obviously remember anybody who grew up in the 90s, 80s, or 70s knew about the Stephen King adaptation. Like that was always uh, yeah. a made for TV event or whatever. They did one. The last one I remember them doing was bag of bones. They did it in a, I think three part mini series or two part mini series on like T TBS or TNT or something. But yeah, they don't do it anymore, man. I wish they did. It's a shame. I don't even know. If... Go ahead, Christian. No, I was going to say it's probably because now you can get away with a series being five or six episodes. Yeah. For the for the season, so they might just do it in that uh, like that, and then mm-hmm. see if that takes, and then build on that. Even if it was a one movie idea, they could probably just <laughs> milk it for all it's worth if it finds an audience. You know, casting aside, I'm going a little off topic. Do they even put regular movies on? Like, will NBC <laughs> put like Return of the Jedi on at like 8 p.m. on a Saturday, or is everything just television shows on their stations? Does anybody know? Don't watch TV, I watch man. Yeah, I, mean, I only watch sports. I only watch sports. They, they, they show movies sometimes. They do that still? Yeah, okay. but not a, not no original stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it's a shame that we don't get them, and because we used to get horror ones, you know, yeah. we used to. Yeah, absolutely. Just, Some of the just, scariest things of all time were TV movies. Yeah, uh, Dark Knight of the, uh, of the Scarecrow. That was made for TV. That's a one good of the one. best Trilogy ones, man. Of yeah. One of the best ones. Yeah. And this too, you know, Trilogy of Terror. You know, 
you know, Dave, going back to Steve Railsback, man, that guy should have continued to play serial killers, man, because he played Ed Gein and he also played, yeah. you know, Manson and Hel- Helter Skelter, which, in my opinion, Helter Skelter is the best film ever. Agreed. And that's a TV, f- and, that, and that movie was made for TV, too, right? I haven't seen so. that, but so far, Dahmer from O2 is my favorite serial killer movie. I would suggest watching the Helter Skelter film. It's amazing. It's so fucking good, but. Definitely. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But this Ed, movie is really good. Says Ed Gein, man. So. Yeah, yeah, but this one, check it out. Uh, it, uh, it's hard for people to get a hold of it, but if they can, it even has a, a, a pretty good soundtrack. You know, it, it's it's a good film. It just tells the story of Bundy, and man, he's very fascinating. You know, it's like the other one that we've seen, the Bundy one. Was that two thousand two when we saw yeah. the Bundy movie? Two thousand two was pretty much all those ones, man. It was Dahmer. Yeah. Oh, all no, those, was, all four of those ones came out that year. And this just expands on it. And it obviously, like I said, you're not going to see the violence, but it doesn't matter. And it hits the same points because obviously it's based on true events. But I want to watch it again. And I just watched it the other day. It, it Let tells me ask you a the question. story like really decently. You know what I mean? Like it tells it in a long form and you see like the. Remember when we did the 2002 show? My, my biggest problem with the Ted Bundy film was I felt like it picked up like, you know, about 30, 40 percent into his into his murder career. You know, and it tells that story from about that point on. And that was always my biggest problem with that film. Now, does this one actually kind of go back to the start of it and tell it right through? For the because, most I mean, part. Bundy's a really interesting person because that's why he was my pick, you know, for the question of the day that time. Because if you know anything about Bundy, he's got a crazy story. It, there's so much to tell yeah. rather than picking up in the middle. There's there's a, There's a whole life of shit before the Ted Bundy film picks up from 2002 well i'll tell you what we we don't go into his childhood moods it's not that we we hear a little bit later i don't really need the childhood i just want to pick up right from the start of when he became ted bundy as we know ted bundy okay then this is this is for you this is what you're looking for it's it's all about the politics stuff in the beginning he's going to meet his politician friends you get really heavy into that and okay. they're they're discussing him. They're at like this this swanky party that where or politicians are at other people, and it's weird because everyone's like admiring him, and like he walks away, and like one of the politicians says to the other, he goes, "Yeah, he goes. One day we're gonna sit, we're gonna sit back, and we're gonna say we knew him when." And of course, they're thinking of something completely different. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's yeah. that's an interesting little parallel. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it's that's really cool. clever because that's they cool. thought he has this bright future and everything else. And of course, you know, he did what he did. But it's really cool to see him in that element, and then all of a sudden, you know, and then see him carrying on with his girlfriend like a normal guy, and then you see him stalking the girl on the beach and the way he did it with you know the tactics he used. And Mark Harmon just just fucking nails it. Yeah. Did they get nasty really in the film? Did they get they, nasty uh, in the film and show like? You know, like with the, I mean, did they insinuate, I, I, I imagine, you know, being a TV film, they're not going to show this, but did they insinuate the fact that, you know, he was a necrophiliac too? Now he would, he, he would dump bodies and he would go back and he would fuck the bodies, you know, a week later. And so it was a big thing he did. It was a big thing that, yeah. They only touch upon it like in passing, like it is one of okay. the things. That's where it lacks a little mm-hmm. bit there. But yeah. that's it. But yeah, I, because I always found that just out. to be so mind fucking that someone would do that. It's he would dump them in the bodies and go back when they were half rotten and oh god. That's why I like Dahmer so much. Crazy individual, man. Crazy. The... I wouldn't even eat an apple an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or he gets a little bit brown, you fucking toss that shit out. Yeah. Man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> What's your rating Christian on that? Christian will eat anything what? brown. This is what I. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> But let me just sum it up quick and say, I like that we see the parents' reactions. 
You never yeah. see that in a movie like this. You see when the news is broken about their, their child has been murdered. And you don't see that. And I never see that. I can recall seeing that in movies like this, where you see the reaction of the parents, and then you see the story of his girlfriend and how she has to deal with it, and how she has denial, and then later on how she changes and what's going on there. And we get we get the girl from April Fool's Day in this movie, Nikki from April Fool's Day, who I mentioned on our show, the the, the blonde chick who I had quite the crush on. So she, mm. she has a role in this movie too. And uh, nice. it's interesting. To sum it up, eight out of ten. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Nice. So check, check it, out. it out. Yeah, yeah. That's check cool. it out. Nice. I will have to check that out now. The next time we do the eighty six. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, my turn. Moods. Taking it back to the year nineteen hundred and eighty six. Oh yeah. <laughs> Number ten. Jason lives. No, just kidding. Fuck that. <laughs> I would have choked you to death. <laughs> I, I have we a feeling got... we're going to have a lot of false starts from Brandon. Yeah, we always do that. And quick, finish, and quick finishes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my last movie I watched, I actually watched it this morning on YouTube. Lamberto Bava's You'll Die at Midnight. Damn it. Wow. Crazy. Shit. I missed that one. Yeah, that you know crazy. I'm you know, surprised I, I made your list, man. Cool. You know what? It's a pretty... I have a feeling a lot of people who have either seen this film or will see it will find it to be a pretty generic giallo. But it does something. It pays homage to one of my favorites, Argento films. And I was able to figure out who the killer was by knowing this one particular film. Okay. And I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're but saying. Moves, I know exactly. Moves on to yeah. talk about, and you know, the film <laughs> yeah. is is about a serial killer killing all these women who have some sort of connection to the police inspector. So it's either a fellow cop's wife, a girl he used to date, and he can't figure out what the connection is and what's going on. And he brings in a uh, criminal psychologist, basically, to profile. And she's talking about this previous serial killer who's supposedly been dead for for eight years but people are seeing him and spotting him all over and saying they're having eyewitness accounts of him committing the crimes and it just it gets crazy from there it's not overly gory but it's shot really well the tensions the tensions great and if you really pay attention you can figure out who the killer is and i like that they don't just spring something on you where you're like oh i had no chance of figuring out who it was that's a good point it is a good point actually they definitely don't do that you know th- there's nothing worse than watching a film and all of a sudden the killer just kind of pops out of nowhere like friday the like, 13th yeah like boy, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, or as or as or as um jp calls him jason in a roy mask <laughs> <laughs> that's right i love that story <laughs> JP, that was, jp that was gold honestly yeah. you're gold i'm not even my whole life <laughs> i thought awesome, this dude, dude. <laughs> honestly that's great that's brilliant that's it is brilliant. it is that just shows how smart children are. It just like, goes to show how, like, I would, who would, like, oh, it smart. can't be not Jason. That would be dumb as fuck. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that the way my brain works. I'm going to rationalize this to make it Jason. Everything goes back to Jason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, there's a score by Claudio Simonetti, so the music's great. The, uh, the locations are beautiful. It's really well shot. It's a short film. I found it on, actually, Derek found it for me on YouTube. And it was a uh, dubbed version. It was really good. I don't want to get too much into the specifics. The kills are, are decent. But the, the mystery and suspense is there. At least for me it was. And I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I watched it a couple weeks ago again. And I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed it. And it had been a while since I'd seen it, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's see the killer. Yeah, this was, the fir- this was the first time <laughs> watch for me. I'd never seen this one, and uh, it bumped off a film that I was really looking forward to talking about, but I'm pretty positive that film's going to be brought up by at least one other person here, so I'll get to talk about it in some in some way. But The soundtrack is amazing. It's it really so I've is. Actually, I've actually used the music in videos before of mine. Yeah, <laughs> no it really shit, is. Man. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not one who always notices music in films, but it's hard not to in Italian films, and especially when you got Simonetti doing. Uh, it's Claudio Simonetti, man. Yeah. What you yeah. So yeah. I really enjoyed it. Does this have a uh, a release? It does not. I actually have a bootleg from Revoke that I picked okay. up a couple years ago because it's it's Lamberto Bava. You know, you gotta yeah. have the shit. I believe it may have a European release or some shit under a different title. This um, would be a film I'd be thrilled to see, like Arrow announce. Or exactly. anyone announce? Are they still in business, Revoke? A Revoke, or uh, are they still around? Because th- it was a guy that I went to uh, college with. His buddy started that. I remember him saying he, he gave me a, a mail order, and that's before you can order really online. Well, uh, you know, and it became second nature. You, you could call call him up and ask him what he had. He gave me a printout list of the movies he had. You know what? They actually still are in business. They just kind of need to update the website a little bit because a lot of the films that they were selling, you know, over the last couple of years have gotten, you know, official releases. So now when you go there and you see some of those films, you're like, dude, they're just like, re- they're just selling like bootlegs of films that got released and stuff. But, you know, a couple of years ago, it used to be really good, man. Like they had all the shit that you could not find. Yeah. You know, and I will admit, man, their printouts and they even have like disc art and everything. Like They did. They do a pretty good job with them. Do you do a pretty good is job? That, is that the have, company you always talk about with the great transfers for bootlegs? Uh, not bad, not bad. Yeah, every I've I've only picked up maybe four or five. I don't have a lot of bootlegs, but Body Count hacks actually happens to be one of the other ones that oh, I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's a pretty good transfer actually. So, you know. Also, oh, that's how I saw Cemetery Man. He brought it over. He said that's where I got it from, and and that's where I got a bunch of movies way back when I couldn't find them anywhere. It's just great yeah, that yeah. you hear that they're there. They're named after. They said they named them after that character from Scanners. Did I say Re- that's Revic? why I think it's Revic. Revic. Yeah, Revic. Revic. That's what yeah. I said. Revic. I've been saying yeah. Revoke forever. Yeah, that's why I was like Revoke. I'm pretty sure it's Revic because it's after I Scanners. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea it was Revic. Wow. <laughs> yeah. His yeah, head's going to explode gonna, now. I'm going to have to go delete every one of those videos now. Every one of those videos. Are awesome. <laughs> if Jeremy was here, he would have called it Reebok. <laughs> get a free pair of sneakers with every five movies you buy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Which is kind of funny, because when you do buy a bunch of movies, they give you like all these kind of... Ma- I have magnets from Reebok. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, and I've got like all these like little cards and shit. They 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 do throw in bonus stuff for you, which is interesting for a bootleg company, right? Because you know you wouldn't uh, expect it, right? That's pretty. Christian, why the fuck haven't you hooked up with this guy? Because it's been doing? years, man. I don't even like. I don't even remember me. Call him, email him, say something. Tell me that Exploding Heads podcast. Maybe we can we can put a, a flyer in his fucking things. We could cross promote each other. What are you doing? I think. I don't think he was the mastermind behind it. I think he was a buddy of the guy that started it up. That's how I got linked with them. He brought over Cemetery Man, and that's how it all started. A connection oh. is a connection, as Dave Thanks. always says. There we that's go. That's right. A connection is a connection. Amen. <laughs> True. <laughs> so uh, what did you rate that film, Brandon? I rated it 8 out of 10. All right. 
<clears throat> my turn. I'm Finally, that took a long time to get to my turn. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, so I'm also gonna give out the uh, listener top ten too as I do this. But m- coming in at number ten for me was a last minute watch. It really was. Like I was kind of had my list sort of set in stone, and then you know had a, a full day of time to watch some things. I think I watched about four movies during that time. And one of them actually, well, two of them technically affected my list, but um, I kind of expected one to. Um, it was a watch that I knew I had to get to, like a main watch. And uh, this one kind of snuck in, though. I didn't. I never even heard of this movie. I, I actually had, but then forgot about it and then relearned about it. Anyway, it is 1986's Fair Game. Uh, she was... <laughs> What? This is actually made your top ten. <laughs> yeah. What the yeah. So <clears throat> at least it wasn't for like longest time. I thought it was a goddamn action film. I had it yeah. listed, but I thought it was action. Well, IMDb <laughs> listed is action horror thriller. It definitely is heavy on the other two things and and light on the horror. But I think that there's some like really sadistic type of stuff going on that that kind of steps it up into horror instead of just a revenge thriller. Um, there is a woman who runs a wildlife sanctuary in like the complete Australian outback. Like it's literally like dust is like the setting. And, um, these three asshole hunters who are like kangaroo poacher guys start messing with her. And it, it starts out pretty heavy. That's one of the only complaints I have with this film is you would think that it would be set to where it's like this escalating messing with, but they start out pretty hardcore right away. And my only complaint is that, like, I feel like maybe some of her decisions was a little bit questionable early on in the film. After she's, like, isolated and cut off from the rest of the world, it makes sense why she's doing things. But early on, it feels like there might have been, you know, opportunity to, like, end this stuff early. Um, But they, like, mess with her. Like, they kill her horse and shit. Like, she she is so likable, and that's what really kind of elevates this movie a lot is because she is an awesome chick to root for. Like you actually want her to like kill these fucking assholes because they're douchebags. You know what I mean? They're just like, they're as quintessential, like Australian, like hillbillies as you can possibly get. Like it's almost to a point where it's kind of like a caricature or whatever that word is. What? How do you say that? (laughs) Yeah. But, um, they're, they're ridiculous, but you know, they terrorize her. There's one point where they literally strip her naked and tie her to the front of the car and drive. And this is not special effects, homies. This is a girl tied to the front of a truck while it's speeding down the dirt, the dust and the dirt. <laughs> you know, And she's I mean? naked? Yeah, like her top's ripped open and she's like on the front and that stuff. That poor cooch. <laughs> and and, she's uh, hot too, isn't she? From yeah, what I, yeah. Yeah. But they don't... The, like, it. it's such a weird blend because it feels like it's almost about to go hardcore but it's kind of tame at the same time like there is implied rape you don't see the rape it's very much possible to even miss that that's what could have happened but i think that that's what they were going for was this implied rape but they also do some other hardcore stuff where you're like whoa why can't this it feels like the movie's holding back a little bit and that's not typical of like exploitation you know usually it's like balls to the wall like no rules um, but there's a scene towards the end where she's, like, in her house and stuff, and this dude, like, jumps on the roof and is, like, terrorizing her, and she's inside, and they're driving the truck all around and stuff, and they're, like, smashing, like, into the house and, like, knocking shit down, and the guy's on the roof, and this is all being done, like, 
actually, you know, not like what wires and, and CGI and stuff, like just guys hopping over roofs that are falling down. And so it's insane at that point. And that's really what made me, what sold it for me. And I was like, this got to make my top 10. So, uh, I came in at 8.5 with this one, uh, really, really solid, uh, movie with minor problems. I don't know if you can get this. I watched it on YouTube. Didn't even know it came out this year until, you know, the final hour. Wait, it came so, out this uh, year? So it's not from 86? From 86, <laughs> this year that we're talking about, you know. Thing. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. Wow. Well, so far, what we said pregame was that a lot of, you know, there's only going to be so many movies discussed. I think the first round, I think there's a lot Five of surprises. different though. ones. And a lot of surprises, I think, that yeah. listeners are going to be like... Two of them I haven't even seen. <laughs> See what I mean? I watch these fucking films. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, right. If Moods drops it. beaks on us right now, <laughs> I'm quitting the show. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, that's me. That's me. Back to you, oh, What about the listeners? You doing the listeners? Oh, yeah, thank you, Dave. Top I knew you were here for a reason. That's I right, was because I thought you are fucking joking okay, uh the number <laughs> 10 film let me make sure i got this right one two this is a fucked up list right, by so the I number 10 it. film from them and i redid this because there was a couple other submissions uh is psycho 3 so coming in at number 10 from the listeners <laughs> is psycho 3 psycho tree nice. uh, whatever Okay, cool, man. Coming in at number nine is another film by Lamberto Bava, his second of 1986, and that is Demon's Ducks. Yeah. Demon Ducks. There's a movie about Demon (laughs) Demon Ducks. (laughs) Demon Ducks. Demon's 2, a fucking sequel in my top ten. Go figure. Uh, We talked about this one when we did our Lamberto Bava uh, director spotlight in Italian week last year. So, um, but it's a fun fucking, it's basically demons one, but in an apartment building instead of a cinema demons one, but with a two. Exactly. (laughs) It's pretty much a different location. Uh, we got a lung, uh, a a lung, a lung, a young Asia Argento in the film. Pretty cool stuff, man. I think this was, I think this one's fun, man. It's got a great ass soundtrack, man. I love the thing that sells it for me in this film is the setting. If you guys know me. No, I love anything set in buildings and high risers and shit. I love that setting, so it just sells it to me right away. It's basically fucking demons coming out of a TV. It's what it is. Um, it's not a perfect film by any means. I mean, there's probably one part in the film that's <laughs> ridiculous. I'm not going to ruin it, but it's kind of stupid. I mean, I know JP talked about it too when we did the review, and it's like, okay, whatever. But overall, the whole film's it's it's fucking fun. It's it's gory. It's you know, it's very Italian, of course. Um, yeah. It's demons too, man. If you've seen the first one, you know exactly what you're getting yourself into with this one. There's really not a lot of difference, different location. It's just not as good. It's just not as good. But I can't say anything bad too much about demons too. Yeah. It's it is what it is, man. It's just a fun-ass film that has a lot of replay value, and that's why it's on my list. Because I can watch Demons 1 and 2 back-to-back. I could pop in Demons 2 before Demons 1. I don't need to watch them in sequence. I'm not that anal about my shit sometimes. Yeah. Because it's basically <laughs> kind of a... It's kind Animal of a shitty shit. remake. Yeah. It, you know, then... You know, it's kind of a remake of the first one. It's essentially the same film, so... Um, what else? Evil Dead Two style, almost like how uh, Evil Dead Two is the Evil what? Dead. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. That's a good point, and you know, and that's the thing. And this one even has a little bit of the comedy that Evil Dead Two would have, you know, compared to the first one too. 
you know, it's got that one ridiculous part, like I said, you know, it's kind of, it sells it there, but it's a fun fucking movie. Yeah. It's a fun movie, man. It's a really, really fun film. <clears throat> Always enjoyed it, but Demons 2 coming in at number nine for me. What's the and I give that one, I think it was my same, eight and a half out of ten, is that what I gave it before? <clears throat> so. Good movie. Good choice. Yeah, Very right good on. choice. My number nine is Psycho 3. <laughs> nice. nice. Psycho, Psycho 3. 3. I know we already uh, sort of chatted about this. Uh, Anthony Perkins, I think, did a phenomenal job directing. Uh, I'm not saying he didn't do a decent job acting. I mean, he, he continued that character, and I, I do think he let the character go a little a little too goofy, a little too hammy, but it works for the, it works for the movie. I swear. I explained this really well. I wish he did watch two and then watch three. I know, but listen, so fucking obvious. Okay. But that you, the one thing that everybody forgets about when they watch two and three is they don't calculate the history of the character. You're not. The, he's not the same person that he was in Psycho 2. He was rehabilitated for the most part in Psycho 2. Now he is back to this middle ground between rehabilitated and crazy, which is then making his mind go both ways, which is why you get that type of performance. And also, he also has the benefit of knowing what happens if he gets caught, which is why he's different than in Psycho 1. There is a progression to the character that only one person understands besides me, I feel like, and that's Anthony Perkins. You have to look at the character. It makes total sense. Watch his facial expressions. It makes sense. You can see thoughts that, going that's what i'm head. watching and that's what it's laugh inducing and i don't mean to cut you off but it is, it is. because his uh, reactions are that. like he's like stuffing a bird it turns into a hand and he's like oh and it's yeah. like so it's just one step too much i'm not saying jp, JP i agree with you no i agree 100 percent, jp too man i've always thought the same thing it's totally the elevation of the character man he's in these moments and this is who his character is now you know, he, he's just, he's fucking lost it. He's pretty much lost it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then your then, argument for Psycho 4 holds no you. water, because in Psycho 4, <laughs> he goes back to, like, being... <clears throat> right! But we're not talking... That, that, that's, yeah. that's futuristic that we can't... We're, like, you can't know what a character's yeah, that, gonna it, do to perform... Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. You can, no, but that's Perkins. That, you can Perkins criticize, wanted to be that way. You can mm. criticize... Would continue well, Perkins really didn't want to do Psycho 4 at first. You know what I mean? So it, it was more of a cash-in. Yeah, so I don't think he had his heart in it. You know he loves I mean? the character, though. You know how close he is with that character. I think that if he wanted that to be... If he wanted that to be Norman Bates, he would have continued it. But isn't there also the fact that essentially they were ignoring Psycho 2 and 3 with Psycho 4? I don't uh, know about that. I, I don't think that, that that's how it initially... Got Plus he's sick at this point. I don't he got, know. He got diagnosed during part three. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah. I mean, four came a little bit. It was a few years after, I believe. Psycho yeah, four so was he was 90s. sick at this point. But you know what? We'll never know. We'll I, never... I understand. I understand. Hey, it's my number nine. I don't just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the movie. I, yeah, I love weird the movie. how that happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so it's really like we're arguing like what the fuck. But I mean, it, I love this film, and I'm I'm just saying it takes it. I can I see where you're going with it. I can understand to a certain degree but i think it was he was so concentrated on the directing of it which he does a phenomenal job yeah. that i think the performance takes a back seat a little bit that's how that's how i i view it but some great great sequences some great comedic moments without being over the top some good gory moments as well with again yeah, without being over the scene with the ice just to see with the ice uh, pop beautiful yeah, yeah. beautiful scene 
mm-hmm. beautiful. Weird thing to say, yeah. but, that's, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. beautifully done. Yeah. <laughs> so there's Psycho 3, 8 out of 10, my number 9. Right on. Well, guess what? <laughs> right Psycho 3 is my number 9 as well. So, bingo, right bango. There. Yeah, bingo, bango. I'm right there with you. I enjoy the hell out of this movie. Uh, I agree. Like I already said, the performance is over, but I, I, the performance is a little over the top. But I'm not going to focus on anything negative. I, I think it's uh, even the beginning is a little alienating. The way the movie starts, I thought the opening, you know, with, there is no God in the start. It's a little different. When you go, I watch two and three. Yeah, right you feel like you're about and, to watch a non exploitation movie. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Word, but you know what it is about this film. A lot of the characters return from the original and part two, and all the callbacks to part one. This is a love letter to part one from Anthony Perkins. There are so many callbacks to Marion Crane and to part one and all the different things that happened that it's great. And as a matter of fact, technically, it's even, and I really hold Psycho 2 in high regard, but technically this is actually a better film. The only thing that knocks it down to me is his performance. And again, it's my number nine. I'm not knocking it down that fucking much. Yeah. It, it, you know, there's a little bit of comedy that we we really hadn't seen before. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? But it's an enjoyable movie. I mean, Duke is a great character. Having him in there, great kills. The phone booth kills. The fucking, uh, there's a, we get a, a throat slit. The ice, ice scene, like you said, is great. You know, the face-to-face conversations with Mother is kind of cool. Because we've never seen that before. You know? It's sleaze. The sleaze yeah. factor works for this movie. Yeah. It really does uh, add another layer to the movie. Yeah. Funny enough, which I think the producers hated, and they're very weary, and, and we're like, what the fuck is he doing? Why is there so much nudity? Why did they go this this route? But it works for the movie. <clears throat> yes, yeah. it does. You know who actually liked Psycho 3? Hmm. <clears throat> Roger Ebert. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. That. I remember. He hated Psycho too. Well. No, he hated Psycho too. We did it on Critique the Critic. Wow. Oh, okay. Did I find that interesting too, because it's not like you could criticize Anthony Perkins, you know, f- being the director of the film for being a sleazy director, throwing in all these, you know, these nudity scenes and things like that, because Anthony Perkins was gay. Yeah. You know, it's all like he was getting off on the shit. He wasn't being a sleaze director for the sake of throwing Wait, in he tits. Was gay? And stuff or Technically, wouldn't he be bisexual? So. Doesn't he have like a wife? What? Yeah, well, well he did, it depends what how you define your term. I mean, if you if you take a dick, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just how do you define you know, variation of the term or the definition Brandon, here? As a gay I mean, male, how do you feel about? Anthony but you Perkins? are right, though. He was there. If, if you he can take married. a dick in any it's hole, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bumper sticker that says that. <laughs> it's on his dad's car. It's on the rear of my dad's car. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, There's one more thing before I wrap it up. I think that there are sometimes too many callbacks with some of the lines. I think like Anthony Perkins took it a little too like, far with some of the things. Sometimes too many times. I agree, Dave. Too yeah. many. T- I mean, yeah. I could see some nods here and there, but I think the first half primarily was filled with just. A whole, an overabundance of it mm-hmm. with his performance, with the comparisons. I think if he would have stepped back a little bit on it, it would have resulted in a little bit better of a film. But again, it's a great movie, and you could see where Oz Perkins got his directing style. I really enjoy those things, though. I never really thought it was over the top or too much at all. 
I felt it just kind of worked. And I mean, I just, I mean, you notice it enough and it gets you thinking a little bit. You notice it if you're a fan, but if you're not a a huge psycho fan, you wouldn't even pick up on that stuff. Maybe not. But yeah, you know, not not only being, you know, I mean, Anthony Perkins was gay doesn't mean he couldn't be married to the franchise. You know, he was married to that character. (laughs) (laughs) There's the light of the show. (laughs) So that's why why he did a little bit of over top shadow. Oh, awesome! Get into the franchise. Oh, anyway, eight out of ten. Let's, out of let's 10. move on. Eight out of ten. Great movie. All right, taking it back to the year nineteen hundred and eighty-six. My number nine, and this is why Exploding Heads is such a great show. Not to toot our own horn, but our cycles are synced up because my number nine is also Psycho Three. Wow! <laughs> Holy! Shit. What the? F- did we bring on the boring trio or what? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Jesus so we got, Christ! We got all three oh, with, with Psycho at number three. But moods, I'm number with nine. you. I love all the callbacks in the first half. Christian, I understand what you're talking about with the silliness with with the hand. There's even another silly scene with the hand. You know, you know when, and I, I thought that could have been left out because I feel that Anthony Perkins commands the screen every time he's on. I think just his facial expressions alone. So he's you that like character. the facial expressions? Like I do. It's hilarity, love... man. It's hilarity. It, it, it's it's hilarity, but 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 it, but it's him. I love it. <laughs> I love it, and I absolutely love the second half of that film. It's actually kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Because he there's mm-hmm. a real genuine struggle for him to to want to be normal and be and find love. Yeah, and it's, it's it's heartbreaking in the end. But it's a it's a great film. I really don't have much more to add. You talked about. You know, mm-hmm. all the great stuff. I, I also gave it an 8 out of 10. Awesome. There, there is one question, though. Oh. The one take-home for that movie is, how long do you think he gets to keep Mother's Arm? <laughs> well, that, I, know, that, I know, right? Because I'm like, do you think they might that, Isn't it that? actually <laughs> Auntie's Arm? Yeah. Mrs. Spool. But the conversation's, like you said, haunting, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're mm-hmm. great, aren't they? Wow. Fantastic. Fantastic. I feel like you're either a guy who likes Psycho 3 better or you're a guy that likes Psycho 2 better. Right. I like them all. I really I do. like I like all of them, and I. But from the sequel uh, aspect, I like Psycho Two. Oh yeah, a little bit more than Psycho Three. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> this is the most slashery of them all. I'll say that. You know, you want to call them a slasher? Psycho Three is a fucking slasher movie. Oh, definitely, hundred you know? percent. Yeah. yeah, I think two is as well, but I mean three definitely is. Well, there's the more. Slasher. There's more POV shots in two, I think. Right. There are some POVs because it's mystery. Right. Yeah. Yes, there are. Yeah. yeah. True. So, but there's more Wait, like... Who, who was the killer the, in Psycho 2? There's more like amped up gore and stuff in, <laughs> in Psycho 3. I'm right. an idiot. So, <laughs> you said you gave it an 8, Brandon? Yeah, I gave it an 8, but I, I didn't see 2, so I'm not sure who the killer was in that one, so don't spoil <laughs> <laughs> He called back his joke that he just cracked. Yeah, yeah. Well, JP <laughs> wasn't... <laughs> no, I, I heard it. I heard it. I just didn't care. Uh, Coming in at number nine for me uh, is a movie that I had no expectations for this making my list. In fact, I before we even started, I looked back at all my ratings. You guys know I keep all my ratings from 2011 on uh, that I've any film that I've reviewed. I keep the rating in alphabetical order, stuff like that. And I looked back and I looked at the rating on this one. I was like, no fucking way. Like, I, there's no way I gave this this film this rating. Like, it's definitely going to drop upon rewatch. And then I watched it, and I was like, nope, I feel exactly the same about it. I couldn't even barely remember it that much, considering I'd seen it before. But it, it, it lived up. And that film is Tommy motherfucking Atkins in Night of the Creeps, homies. 
Night of the Creeps. Nice. Uh, nice. Dude, nice. this movie, I cannot believe that this movie is as good as it is. Like, considering you, the very first scene where there's these goddamn, like, rubber-suited gingerbread <laughs> men, like, <laughs> running down the, like, it's insane that this movie is a solid goddamn movie. <clears throat> and I love everything about this movie. It is a blast. Yeah, it got all kind of cool creatures and and the characters are so goddamn likable like you just want to hang out with these dudes and like watch them go through their everyday lives you know what i mean because they're like good friends and like have this like the the one with the um like walking sticks uh Walking sticks. <laughs> walking sticks. What is it? What are those crutches? Crutches. <laughs> walking sticks are for old people, man. No, not with the guy disabilities. That has, like cerebral palsy or whatever. I don't. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Him, like he's chopsticks. so likable. Yeah, chopsticks. Like you just like I. I can't think of a character that I don't want to die more than this guy. You know what I mean? Like guy in the wheelchair from Friday the Thirteenth. Like kill him. This dude. Like I don't want to see him die. I want yeah. him to live a good life. And, and it's Tommy Atkins' favorite film. Ever did and Tommy yeah. Atkins is like one of my favorite yeah. people ever in, in yeah. the history okay. of everything. Um, Such a nice guy is so awesome. Like I just love watching him in movies. Like I just wish he did a hundred movies more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know he only did like thirty movies. Do you know yeah. that? And he's great in all of them, even the bit yeah. roles, even in yeah. Lethal Weapon as a yeah. throwaway yeah. dad guy. Yeah, even in the Ninth Configuration. You know, it's right. funny, man. For how little films he did, man, he's at like every single convention ever. Because it's Tommy motherfucking I just Atkins. never want him to die, much like the character in this movie, you know, with the walking sticks. Um, <laughs> like, because Tom Atkins is like, he can't die, he's so cool. Like, yeah, I don't want him to die. He's, he's the goddamn hero, man. Yeah, he's the he's fucking the hero. But you got these, like, never saw this slugs, and you got these damn, all this stuff going on. Uh, you, ha- you have, like, a decent sort of um, basic setup, right? Like, there's th- this... Fraternity prank thing that they have to steal this body, right? It's like classic '80s style, you know. That seems like something that they would be doing. Um, man, it, it, and then like the final is fun as hell too, you know. It, it's in yeah. the in the pre the uh, the subplot with Tom Atkins is great. Like, I just yeah. I could not believe that this movie. It's called Night of the Creeps. It looks like it'd be cheesy as hell. It's actually a solid, well-made movie. Uh, and yep. I come in at eight and a half out of ten on that one, which is the rating that I had originally as well. Such a great but film. Let me, let me ask you one question. And it's, <laughs> the, it's the only nitpick I have with this film, and it doesn't change my grade on it. But the fact that the minute these slugs invade these these people, they're pretty much dead and, and zombies. But JC, the guy who got his walking sticks, he's able to like live for a few hours, walk around, leave messages for his buddy. That's Does that bother you? The, the power of uh, hominess. The, just the the power of hominess. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I buy the power of hominess. It's love, brother. It's love. Okay. Here's my okay. question. I have a question L-O-V-E. about that as well. <laughs> right. I do have a question about that. If he turned, now think about this. And I thought about this last yesterday when I watched it. Um, and I love the movie, so don't get me wrong. But if he turns and he says he's in the basement, how did he turn? And then go back upstairs, and then set the fucking cassette thing on his buddy on his buddy's desk, and then go downstairs and die. You know what I'm saying? He would have had to do that after, because you hear him turn at the end. His voice turns. He goes and do his thing. He would have had to go upstairs and physically place that thing and write down "play me." Or you know what I'm saying? Dave, kind of weird, isn't really it? Really hard, and he used the power of hominess. <laughs> uh, you know, I've watched so. this movie so many times, and I never once. 
questioned that or thought I, I of that. You're, you are right. It, so. yeah, you know, it's, it's funny, Dave. It's, it's, it's funny, Dave. I never hole. thought of it either. Oh, yeah, I, I never thought of it either. Fuck it. It's off my list. I literally never thought of that, Dave. Bring on B. I'm here. You don't even realize what you did to my to my list now. Come on. I don't even care because I still love the movie. I have to actually redo my list. I had to overlook it. I did overlook it. That's I funny. No, I never really thought. No, I never. It's never weird, though. I never noticed it either. It's so minuscule, though. I I don't know, man. It's just it's a fine detail. I'd you have to watch up. it again to see if I could explain it. Yeah, anyway, I don't, but I that's what I say. It's a movie, and it, it sometimes if the movie's done properly, it takes you on that journey. You're forgiving of all that because we all know that there's plot holes in a lot of the classic films that yeah, we love, especially Friday Thirteenth yeah. Part One through Four. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Is it halftime? <laughs> no, no. All right. So that I gave that an eight point five as well. So I, you guys, I'm surprised you '80s lovers starting with eights, while me and Moods are with eight point fives to start our lists, which is interesting. I, I think I just graded harder for this show. I don't know. Yeah. I I changed my. I think I had Jason lives one time at an eight point five. Okay. But Bless you know, me. upon so, rewatch. So uh, the number. Nine film for the listeners is Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Smart listeners out Smart there. Smart listeners, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Bunch of dumb fucking idiots. <laughs> that is Love fucking you guys. priceless, man. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, so coming in at number eight from the year of 1986. This is odd. This is like the 10th film in a row from 86. <laughs> what a weird fucking weird show. Mind blown. <laughs> I always do that joke. <laughs> From the glorious country of Canada. David Cronenberg's The Fly remake. Nice. Man, nice. I fucking love... This is actually a film I watched again last night. I mean, I've seen The Fly so many times. Mm-hmm. But the film, to me, is just like... It's just like... A, it's, a, it's like the ultimate tragedy. You know, it, you know, it's about this this inventor that you know, this scientist, you know, who creates this like amazing uh, transporter, you know, type thing. The fucking I'm thing so- is, he never gets credit for it. <laughs> you know, it's like the ultimate tragedy. That, isn't that what movie. happens to most inventors, though? Right? I know, but it's <laughs> like it just kind of works, you know, against it. But he never gets the credit for it. I mean, that's just such a tragedy. Wouldn't man. it have been easier to like, just walk the 15 feet to the other side of the room? Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the simplicity of this fucking film. This is a small-scale opera, uh, test run. Proto. <laughs> Prototype. It's yeah. a good film. It's a good film. It's a, you know, it's a small film that really works. I mean, what really, cat, you know, the biggest catalyst for this film for being so great is obviously effects and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate Jeff Goldblum, I think he does a great job in this film. And every time I watch this goddamn movie, I just want to take a pair of scissors and cut that fucking shitty-ass wig <laughs> off his fucking head. I didn't know he was Fuck wearing a wig. I didn't know he had a wig either. Yeah. Who the fuck does he have? You know he's bald? He has real bald hair, but it looks like a goddamn wig. You know, it just looks so bad. I just want to fucking cut it off. I don't know people's beef with... Like, everybody always has beef with certain actors. Like, I don't... The only actor in history that I don't like is Luke Wilson. But, like, I never had a problem with Jeff Goldblum. No, I just never really cared for him as an actor. I don't know, man. I, I th- maybe it's because of Jurassic Park. I don't he know. Kills it but in whatever. the fly. He's just not really. No, he's no, he's good in the film. It's his hair that bugs me the most. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I 
Don't forget Moon Knight Hair Salon. Worst film of the year. I deal with hair every single day and stuff, and and I see that shitty ass goddamn fucking '80s half mullet. I just want to punch him in the fucking face. But I know if I punch him in the face, he's gonna you know puke some fucking nasty shit and ruin my limbs and shit. But uh, no, it's a really damn good film. One thing I always thought about The Fly is that when I was younger, it always felt so long to me. And I don't know why. It's not long. It's like a 95-minute film that flies by. Mm -hmm. It flies by. It flies by. It fucking flies by. And it's it's a really well-acted film. I I give it up to Jeff Goldberg. He does a great job. Uh, Gina Davis does a great job. The effects are you know, phenomenal. It's just, it's a really done, it's a really well-made film all around, and there's just really nothing wrong with it, man. The it's only just thing a wrong with The Fly is that wrong. some of it is dated because of the technology used. Like, computers, it's automatically, gonna, there's no escaping it. It dates the film. But, it's, it's funny that you mention that because for 1986, you know, when he's recalling that uh, that DNA setup or whatever that th- fucking thing is, mm-hmm. I mean, even doing that on there for 1986 was like, you know, was pretty good for the for the times. Obviously, yeah. watching it now in 2017, you go, "Holy fuck, is that ever bad?" <laughs> of course, anything to do with computers is always dated. I mean, your mm-hmm. computer that you bought last year is dated. Yeah, just face it. Yeah, but you know, you look at the graphics in the film and you go, "That's not bad for considering they actually couldn't do that in real life on someone's computer in 1986, but they did it for the film." I like- and I give them cute. I give him kudos for it. I like the line, which is like, every time I watch this movie, I kind of notice something different or something like that, which is why I like it so much. And that goes for most Cronenberg movies to begin with. But there's a, there's a line where he talks about like, well, he's really not that smart or anything. Like he's not building this stuff. He's just kind of ordering like this and like, Hey, build this from all these different outsources. And then he's just conducting it and putting it together. Uh, for like the basic premise of, like I, I just thought that that was really cool how they sort of broke that down mm-hmm. and explained that it makes it more realistic too that he's not building mm-hmm. this metal machine you know what I mean because like he's just ordering yeah, yeah. parts but yeah, yeah exactly so exactly what, what do you rate the fly uh, I give the fly 9 out of the 10 right. you know I, I mean it, it's not it's not like an absolute perfect film it's it's fun as hell to watch man it's one of those films though it's like I don't find it drags at all. No. You know, even for when I was younger, I used to think it was longer, but now when I watch it, I go, man, that film just flies by, pun intended again. And it's good, though. It's just a really, really fun-ass film from Cronenberg. Great body horror. Um, the, pr- the progression of him turning into a fly is just... I love the way they did it, though. They didn't, like, you know, start him out, like, so minuscule. Like, right, like the first shot that you see of him, you know, kind of turning into the fly... You know, he's, like, really aged. He looks like that 90-year-old man. One like, thing that doesn't make sense about it, though, is why it would happen like that. His superpower? Well, no, no, the, no. The no. Just, like, only, why only a tiny turn... bit of fly. Yeah. Fly. There's it's more such a tiny bit, it's going to take time. It's, it's, it's like why he's 99% the... human. That's why. Well, I think when, you, when you're changing... Why does he stay 99% you're... human? Why does he turn into a fly? You're going to go through the... Because they merge. Because the thing merges and they have time. Yeah, so, like, when he's... When he's transitioning, like you're still stage a human, human fly. Like why wouldn't becoming it be a woman? He became more human. The fly become more. I don't understand why he becomes a fly and not the other way around. I think they try to explain it in the film yeah, because been, you know the, the, the computer got so makeup. confused. The confuse yeah, the computer got confused and it's like, mm-hmm. well, we've got two different DNA makeups or whatever. Yeah, so the fly. Too, so too, I think too, it right. kind of took over a little bit more than it was supposed to. Yeah. 
It's right? splicing genetics. When, yeah. yeah, when you when you splice genetics like that, everything kind of goes crazy, and all of a sudden he's like this super gymnastics freak, yeah. fucking oh, running on the roof, and it's like crazy. But then he kind of takes a downward spiral well, after let, that. Let's too, just say that let, because just, it's starting to. I think take you guys are missing what I'm kind of saying here. Let's say I took a dog and a pig and I put it in a machine. <laughs> well, well, how like how does it decide which one's gonna slowly overpower the other one? Just made a fucking burrito, or just made a fuck? dig. You know what I mean? Like, what, like, is it gonna the pig's oh. gonna turn more into the dog, or the dog's gonna turn more into the pig? Well, I mean, like, JP, how does it decide? I think you're kind of ridiculous. I, I don't know. I mean, that's just it's the a computer. valid question. It's a genetic makeup. <laughs> it is. Of both. It is a valid it's question, but it's not a genetic makeup of both because it's more a fly. Exactly. It exactly, and that's where the computer fly. failed itself. It didn't know what to do, so it just spliced them. But in the splicing process, it created probably a little bit more of the fly. Obviously, that's what happened, right? So. They explain it. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I took from it. He was still plenty human, even till the end. Was he? <laughs> I felt so. Until <laughs> <laughs> the end, he was a goddamn. What? The fuck? No, he was able to talk and communicate. He was very human to the end. Oh, that yeah, was the yeah. main. Right, right in those of last it. scenes when he was literally oh, yeah. a okay, fucking fly. Enough, Did you watch enough. the last ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no, until the end, he turns into the machine. He's, he's, he's not full on fly. He's fucking pretty full on fly. He's still homie. human. He's still talking. He thinks on the like phone. a human. He looks he like, like a fly. Yeah. So what if he looks like a fly? He's still human inside. That's sure, the genetic the makeup. It counts, guys. No, right, the last scene is like legitimately a goddamn fly. That's <laughs> what it is. What he's right. Like, there was no human left. Yes, man. but he's he, he, called he the almost fly. No, looking at her, Brandon's right. eyes. I am right. Brandon's right, and he just answered your question, JP. It's, he ended up looking like a fly on the outside, but interior, but his interior is still a human being. I know it came it's off silly because he is just I mean, a fly in the last Well, they, they had to keep the device. connection there, of course. Yeah, yeah but you get the sense that if he would kept going, he would have been full fly eventually. Right? Yeah. Like that's oh, a giant fly. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it'd be a huge fucking fly. Oh, before he got destroyed? Yeah. He would have ate a like late in the steak didn't become one. I wanted to well, see Gina Davis actually give birth to what she was going to give birth to, except for in that shitty ass Dude, that fucking shit uh, is dream scary. Demon. I don't. That dream was my least favorite part of the movie. The dream it's sequence. Scary, if you guys listen to the show, you know me with dream sequences. Sometimes, for the most part, they don't work for me. And that one right there was just kind of cheesy a little bit. I'm just like, yep. okay, yeah, it's this big ass scary, worm shit that dude. came out of her badge. It came out. I mean, it's, I it's, a, cheap, it's a gimmick. It's a cheap gimmick. It I think it you. takes the movie down a little bit. To be Why? honest. Well, it's a good it. trick. It's a great well, the trick. Thing is, you perfect. know that it's a dream sequence too. It, there's never any mystery. But, but it's not representative of what's happening. It's representative right. of what the character's afraid of. Right. Well, I, I know what it's doing, but it, I mean, it's fucking it's yeah. still ridiculous, though. Yeah. It's still ridiculous. I'm with moods. It, it, I know. We know. Yeah. I'm no, it, it, it takes a, it chops away a little bit at the, scary the final product. Fuck. It is. I don't think the effects are as good in that scene. So it's it's kind of cheesy. Whereas left to the imagination, what's 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 Look growing inside of her? That was supposed to be like a jar, like like fly larvae or something. It looked like a huge. Yeah, it's, a maggot. it's a fucking it's a maggot. maggot. She, gave, she gave birth to a live dildo. Is it, what she gave birth to. A maggot, which is what a white maggot. Wait, the dildo? I changed my mind. I'm with. It JP looked like now. a fucking yeah. <laughs> huge giant larvae dildo. All right. All right. So, <laughs> Anyways, the fly nine out of ten in at number eight on the 1980s. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh no, it's me, <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Already out number of sorts. Eight. Number eight, number eight, number eight is the Hitcher. 
Yes, nice. fuck Dave. Dave's favorite film. I'm not talking <laughs> about the remake, the 2007 <laughs> remake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have more people saying they preferred it. No, get the, that is the dumbest okay. thing anybody could ever say because you would hate, hate that movie. You I already blocked those people. I already got rid of those people from the group page. <laughs> the, the, it wasn't the even our group. Thing, the I only argument from their group. And the only argument I can see, and yet it ruins the whole reason for this movie, <laughs> is the fact that they establish the 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 girl and the guy as a couple in the remake. Yet the whole point of the original film is the relationship between Ryder, the guy, and and, and Ryder. Yeah. So, like, I mean, ultimately, the the sequel fails right from the get go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the se- uh, the remake. There right? is a so, sequel though. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I've never, I've never seen it. I actually, actually, I did see it. It's actually a direct sequel. A made for TV, I believe, right? I don't know if it's been made for TV or not, but I'm not. I actually can't remember. But um, but Thomas Howell is in it though. But he doesn't last a whole long time. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I hate when they do that too. By the way, but no, yeah. this movie, this movie was great. I've I loved it as a kid. Funny enough, we're talking about Roger Ebert before. This was on one of his I hate it, hate it, hate it movies. Yeah. Wow! Crazy. Yeah, did and he, I for think the reasons I didn't true. like it, for, was it for the same reasons that I came up with? Just no? he understands its allegory, yet he just hates the movie. It's mean spiritness and what's going on there. He just hates everything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he said something very similar to the about the strangers as well. So he's not necessarily saying the movie isn't well made. He just hates the choices the movie makes. Which is I remember often he hates the mean spiritedness of he's it. Fucking yeah. biased. He just talks about what he doesn't yeah. like. Yeah, he doesn't Personally. like mean spirited shit, but I mean, I mean, you have to realize if you're coming from, you know, our perspective, th- this shit is reality. This shit actually does happen. Like, there's mean spirited shit that happens. So why can't we make films about it? Hence yeah. the strangers. Hence the Hitcher. Um, I know, Dave, your biggest arguments with the film were uh, the fact of why didn't he get away? Not why didn't he get away? Just all the dumb decisions he made in the first twenty minutes. Like I gave him four chances. What, like, what, do, I, I, do you care to explain Dave, what those the were? Point- the point is, let me though, see if it's in my notes still. because well, I've only wa- I've well, only tried to watch it one time. Go ahead. You, you go ahead and ask. No, I was just gonna say, like, I feel it could. Pro- I never thought he made dumb choices. I thought it progressed very well based on it, what they're trying to do with that story. You can arguably say that film. somebody would do every single thing that he did. Like, yep. you can make that's an fucking argument insane. That there are when when you're trying that. to prove your when you're trying to prove insane. your innocence, you're well, not he didn't trying to get that hunt. far. Moods. He didn't even get that far. He's talking like the first like. 20 minutes. Oh, okay. 17 okay. minutes in, I lost all sympathy for him because of four straight decisions that were made. I, I I was able to, like, overlook the first two, maybe even three, but eventually you can only suspend disbelief for so long when you're you're basically married to this character. I know enough about the film that it's basically a two-man show. That's at least that, unless I'm wrong. No, so no. I know that I have to be fully invested in this character for this kind of movie. So if I'm 17 minutes in and I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? To the point that I'm frustrated with them, I can no longer be sympathetic to that character for the film. I couldn't finish the movie. So and I wish was, it didn't happen. So what was the actual event that made you go, what the fuck? Do I don't have it written down up to begin with. Him stopping with the family. I bet that's about the stopping with the family was, I believe, the second mistake. Yeah. But well, how did the family get ahead of him? Was probably one. That right? was one of the mistakes too. But that was yeah. more like a movie mistake, not so much a, a character mistake. But I don't yeah, even. That's, that's, that was ridiculous. It's entirely it's crazy. possible. They, the, you guys got to understand something too. Okay. This movie is taking place over a long period of time. Like yeah. it might look like just one second later, but it's hours later. 
You understand what I mean? Day, like, like eight hours later in certain scenes. You also have to understand that this dude is like 19 years old, right? Like he's a young kid. He was established as a, he's supposed to be a young Absolutely. college kid who's t- who picked up an odd job to take this car somewhere to make some extra money. He's very immature and naive. Uh, you can totally. tell that from the very beginning when he picks the guy up. Like he's a very naive kid. And then you also have to realize that this movie is about this relationship between these two characters, the, 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 and it's about maturation the, the, of the character about being the dumb person and arcing into a man quite literally from a boy to a man throughout this, this film. And this writer character sees something in this kid that gets him intrigued. And that's another thing. This character is very mysterious. It's, it hints at supernatural at times and that was intentional. The director wanted to not have an answer. Is he supernatural or not? There is very strong hints hmm. at it, such as when at the towards the police station scene when he says, "Don't worry, he can't see or hear you." And then right when he says that, the dude looks up at the glass. You know what I mean? There is a lot of these hints at supernatural abilities in this film, which I think just adds to the amazingness of the movie and the, yeah. the just multiple layers that goes on in this film. He's Michael Myers without a mask, and that speaks. Not a lot, yeah. but he speaks. When you think of it from a pure evil standpoint. And also, they don't know who he is. There's no fingerprint. Like They can't, rec- they can't find him in the history of the country. Which adds to the supernatural yeah. element, yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah. And there is an mm-hmm. error in Roger Ebert's review, too, and not, not to keep bringing it back to that, but he st- says the movie starts with the killer or writer uh, striking a match to light a cigarette and ends with... Uh, the hero or um, Hal's character. I can't think of his name right now. He lighting a cigarette, and you, you hear that same sound, the the match sparking. It's actually his same, the same character, beginning and end. Uh, it yeah. is interesting that that was the no, uh, but it is it is true. First sort of sound you hear, last sort of sound you hear from a, the movie standpoint. Um, it's a great way to begin and end it. There there are some great parts, Dave. I can see what you're talking about, but. From the first time I've watched this movie, in fact, it used to be higher. I find that it hasn't aged quite as well, but I do love this movie. I mean, it's nine number eight. There's a lot to it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of the surface. The 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 only quibble I have, and you kind you need it, you need it for where it goes. But they wedge that love interest in. They just wedge it in. A movie needs a love interest. We wedge it in. I feel you on that, honestly. Yeah, it does. It does lead to a great scene. Exactly. But I think that's the whole point of the love interest. (laughs) To have yeah. a great scene like that, yeah. and that is what it is. Mm-hmm. They had to yeah. get it in there, but like I mean, in 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 that in the peril, whether it's days or whatever, he's being chased by this guy. I I don't no, think there's I, time I, you're, to you're nineteen, you're eighteen, you're nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I, you're going to want to get laid. But I don't know if I'm going to stop <laughs> I, at that point. I'm like, you know what, pussy can wait. I got to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can but it I, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Brandon. Before. Yeah. <laughs> But no, solid film. My number eight, eight out of ten. All right. Oh, my turn. I'm sorry. I got all fucking perplexed on that film. I'm going to watch it a second time, of course. Of yeah. course I will. Second one, Dave. Uh, yes, of course. It's, it's very important. And, maybe but make I, it to 18 minutes this time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I never, you guys know me, I never abandon a film, ever. I've done it less than five times in my entire life. So for something to to uh, for me to watch a movie that I'm going into excited for the show for my first time and wanting to love it 
for that for it to have that effect on me, I'm not happy about it either. But that's I, I couldn't help. That's what I thought. I'm like, listen, I, if I you lost hate everything. that stuff, dude. The remake is fucking filled with that kind of stuff. It's insane. Yeah, well, that sucks. That. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not surprised. Okay, well, I'll try it again and see. But all I know is that he stopped once. He stopped a second time. The third time he stopped because he saw a family. He stops he like eight more times throughout the movie. Yes, <laughs> so get, he, stopped, he, he escaped the killer once. Why would any man pull to the side and do that? And the one that really burned me was when he decided to stop at some place to make a phone call. The phone call wasn't going to help anybody. The family was already dead. For him to stop at all and put himself in danger again is, makes no fucking sense. Anyway, let, let me get off of it. Okay. He's trying to do the right thing, man. Yeah, but he's he's escaped a serial. He's escaped a killer that's already killed other people. He has nothing to gain. He's by nineteen. Stopping. He's nineteen. He's he doesn't know. My eleven-year-old daughter knows better than to fucking stop. I might stop. You keep I running. Afraid you keep I, running. I'm not gonna let somebody kill me in the first place. They're I'm already Molly, dead. Mollywop rider. <laughs> They're already. <laughs> <laughs> you really do want to steal that as your own. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me get you. Right, go ahead, pick. Dave. I gotta go back here. Okay, uh, this is the pick. I, I know that these guys aren't gonna be one bit surprised because I love this movie and they know it because we reviewed it together. My number eight pick is Slaughter High. Holy <laughs> shit! Really? <laughs> yeah, we knew it was gonna be in there. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, whoa, 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 I'm whoa, not gonna whoa, lie. Wait a minute. I'm you not have gonna issues lie. with Friday Six, but you don't have issues with Slaughter Fucking High. Get out of here, Dave. You. You blow my fucking mind, <laughs> man. Seriously, the two best things about Slaughter High are the awesome score. It's great. And Carolyn Monroe. <laughs> They're great. Nothing She's makes like sense a 30- in this movie, dude. Nothing. It doesn't have to because when you get to the end, oh. that is... wait. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I rewatched, Slaughter- I rewatched Slaughter High actually this morning. So I'll I'm take, like, I'll take Jason Six over Slaughter High. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck Jason <laughs> Six. <laughs> this is one of my favorite slashers. I'm sorry. I, I will say it. it's kind of sad that the lead character oh, actually yeah. killed himself right after the fucking film. That's kind of brutal, mm, but yeah. uh, sad. Party. It is sad. Before it got released, yeah. like if you look at the yeah, time of yeah. when it was released, we talked about this on our show too. When you actually uh-huh. look at the release date and the day of his death, it was weird because it was released like almost two years later. Mm. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. like I said on the show, this movie is is is, is a, a rare breed. It's the kind of film that you can enjoy because of its slasher elements. And you can also enjoy because of some so bad it's good moments. Usually it's not. Usually it's one or the other. This movie is a perfect blend of all of that. And I enjoy the hell out of it for it. I love the killer. I love the mask he wears. I love the soundtrack, the score, the stalking scenes. It's genuinely creepy towards the end. The kills are creative. Do I love the ending? I like the ending, yeah. It's a total cop-out, in my opinion. Yeah, but it's an it, April it, Fool's movie. It's supposed to be a, a fool. It's supposed to be a joke like April Fool's Day is. It's supposed to be ribbing on... I mean, you can April look at Fool's it like Day that. makes I, a little more I, sense than this shit. It's the, the way, that, the way the shit ends, in my opinion, it's a complete cop-out, and it kind of ruins the whole thing. And, and even, like, you know, towards the end of what's going on, it, it seems so anticlimactic, too, man. It's like, what happens with Carolyn Rose character and shit, I'm just oh, like, it's really? That, that's what happens? It's like That's amazing! When does that ever happen? You never see that in a movie. The final Sorry, girl so forgettable. I can't even remember some of the stuff that you guys are talking about. Oh, dude. It got so ridiculous it had to end that way. I think <laughs> what have made this movie a lot better, honestly. Some of the kills are okay. Oh, poor but Dave. they're not they're not like they're not the greatest kills from an 80s slasher film. I think that's what Creative. really kind of hurts it. 
they're they're little, creative. Kind of. They are creative. How Dude, many like, okay. how many characters go and take a shower right after the mayhem starts? Yeah, well, he's going <laughs> to well, just say he's going to say, well, the, the ending explains the that you can what do that in that movie. But, but there's but Dave, the problem with the ending is nothing in the middle part in the beginning part alludes to the fact that that is what is taking place, which That's is in fact a cop out. Didn't want to say that, but JP said it, and there we go. It's a fucking cop out. You Why is it a cop out? Because you because that just gives you a loophole to do whatever you want because you're going to end it that way. Meanwhile, you're not doing anything to to sort of mold your structure around that ending. You're just letting. Yeah, but you're, this is a fucking an '80s slasher. You're acting as if you're watching a movie that you, it's it, like The Witch that's supposed to fucking be serious. Get the fuck out! Yeah, but Dave, you have to realize though, in '80s slashers, the ending in a film is a big it. deal though. I mean, it's just like Friday the Thirteenth, right? This is one of the main reasons why people don't like that film that much because of the fucking reveal is ridiculous. There's it, nothing it, it alluding to that fucking reveal ever. Friday than this movie because. It does make more sense, but it's still fucking ridiculous. Like, but... even the things that are happening to the characters are not dreamlike. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, just oh, because a character goes and takes a bath after this killing happens, that's not dreamlike. There's nothing dreamlike about that. It's just dumb. You know what yes, I mean? But this is the fucking 80s slasher. There's <laughs> dumb shits through all 80s slashers. You're going to sit here and pick apart a fucking, a ridiculous fucking it's fun a huge, type 80s it, okay. I understand about nitpicking and slashers because you can do it all day. These are not nitpicks. These are these are big. Yeah, there's no perfect gaping holes in the in the structure here. I don't Calm see that there's good and hole. bad slashers. Calm down, Christian. Christian heard gaping hole. He got all excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no slashers perfect, because a girl but there is the there are slashers that are. Because a girl goes in the tub. That's the that's your big fucking <laughs> complaint. Is that that big a fucking deal? I mean, it's a, a pretty fucking big deal when you're talking about characters doing dumb things. Well, <laughs> it, it's panic. People, it, 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 well, it's panic in this, but it's covered, not panic in the She was all covered in blood because makes sense. <laughs> one of her friend's stomach just exploded on her face after he drank fucking uh-huh. yeah, some type of scientific acid or something. Which also <laughs> makes zero sense that that And then she had to go take a shower while everyone's trying to escape. Well, that actually, I always thought of that. How in, that, that can was sealed? Yeah, like what? But it was full of fucking like acid or some shit. Is like what? (laughs) Okay, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, that's a great kill. I love the way that it looks. It's one of the greatest kills ever. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It's just a fun fucking movie. Yeah, people see guts always get me. Like intestines. You know what, Dave? I I I can't argue with your argument saying it's a fun fucking movie for sure, for sure. I hundred percent agree with that because you know what? Some of the films coming up on my list. I'm going to be arguing the same fucking way you are. Right now. Hell yeah, you are. Hell yeah, you are. That's what we do here all the time. You pick yeah. and choose the movies that you like. But I think fucking Dead Alive is is utterly ridiculous and stupid as fuck, and I don't even watch it. So you guys might love Dead Alive. Some people do. I happen to find that stupid and silly, and you guys find Slaughter High stupid and silly. At the end of the day, it's just opinions. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't bother me for whatever reason. The whole atmosphere of this film, it's just. It's fun for me in the right way because it still hits those slasher beats. I thought it I still liked Slaughter High more than I did. It turns out when I rewatched it for this. No, um, I actually like Slaughter High, Dave. I actually like the film. It's just you know. I like it too. I like it too. I can yeah, actually it's, it's tell like, you where it's it came not top from. eight. It's like what Mood said. It's like what you said earlier about Intruder, about one of your favorite non you know non franchise slashers. That that's how I feel yeah. about Slaughter High. It it's came just... in at number thirty eight for me. Thirty eight for the year. <laughs> Out of 51. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wowzer. That's crazy. Anyway, eight out of ten. I love the movie. There's okay. no secret. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I would give Slaughter High its walking sticks and tell it to go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what about Christian? Does he like it? I don't even know. You didn't listen uh, to the show? Oh. I did, no, but I six, can't remember, man. I love it. 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. yeah, that's what I came in. 6.5. That's exactly was, my rating, too, guys. I was 5.5, <laughs> but I'm definitely going to rewatch it for our Slasher show. Yeah, all right. But, yeah. All right, cool. All right. Number eight. From the year. 1986. <laughs> Henry, portrait of a serial killer. At what number? Eight? At number eight. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're off the show. No, here's here's the reason. Again, we take no. a break. We take a break. <laughs> this is what I'm talking. Moods, moods. I referenced that I was going to do this. You did this within a glass cage. I'm doing with Henry. Don't yeah, don't. Yeah. If, if you even say, oh, it makes me til- feel too bad, so I don't like it. Like no, it doesn't make that. me feel too bad. I'm not in a rush to re- rewatch it. It's a dirty, sleazy, downbeat film. It's an excellent film, mm. a very well-made film. Mm. But my main issue with it is that it focuses more on the fantasies of Henry Lee Lucas's confessions, the stuff that he wasn't convicted of, more of the stuff that he says he, he, says he did. Because he confessed up, upwards of thousands of kills when yeah. he was only convicted yeah, of like because they, like, they were uh, treating him like a celebrity touring him around the country yeah, looking at yeah. crime scenes smoking cigarettes he's like hell yes, yeah who yes, the fuck yes, is he gonna <laughs> so while some Raiden, of this what's that you what always do? do this you always judge how much you enjoy a movie by comparing it to the true events that's yeah, the one similar funny to thing how about you do you. with the sacrament huh that's a ripoff, of course. And it was no, <laughs> but no, I, I agree with Dave in, on this, though. I don't think that has an effect on whether, w- w- as a critique for the film at all. It's just funny that he does that. You but know? It just, he always it, does it. <laughs> it does focus on a very small portion, and I want well, more. But let's see. But but films are fiction. It's a fiction film, Henry dude. Lucas. No, I know. Based on a real character. No, it doesn't have it, to be it completely has a few true yeah, things. Non-fiction. It has a few true things, you know, with him. Yeah. With Otis, do, do you with criticize him. Chainsaw for that too? Fuck Chainsaw! <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like Ed Gein. Six out of ten. We yeah. can do this just with four of us, you know. I'm just doing this based on the fact that it's not one I run to rewatch. If I was doing this based on ratings alone, this would be close to the top of my list, if not at the top of my list. Oh, so you are kind of in the middle, like you oh, said. Yeah, You're so not... you lied to okay. Us. I'm doing what moods. No, do he said he was. Within a glass cage. I can, I can my, understand okay. that. This is my one instance. Just because it's very downbeat. I love Michael Rooker's performance. It's dark. It's taboo. It, it's nasty to watch. Yeah. It's not. It's not a fun watch. But it's. I think uh, it's pretty fun. I'm with JP as well. I don't know I if I can say you're saying, fun, This one to me is more fantasy than like your typical biography depressing movie. Like a lot of people say this is like one of the most disturbing movies. I think it's kind of fun, honestly. Like I don't think it's that like emotionally like distressing or stressing. Otis disturbs the fuck out of me. Otis That's disturbs the yeah. Otis is yeah. Henry's is hell. He just wants to rape his sister, and yes. the whole the whole videotape with them yeah. uh, that, that raping and killing little... the family is just it yeah, has dude. always bothered me and haunted me. Otis uh, fucks it up for me. That that's what makes this film. That's why I don't always want to watch this film, but every time I sit down and watch it, I'm always glad I did. But when I yeah. don't, when I, but when I see it sitting on my shelf, I always feel I have to be in a certain mood to watch it. Once mm-hmm. I'm into the movie. 
I love it. But for some reason, I, it's not a movie I could just throw in. And it's all because of Otis. Henry exactly. doesn't bother me in the slightest. A matter of Henry's, fact, Henry's I intriguing. Love Henry's yes. very. He's well, a they, they definitely sweet. add a sympathetic angle to Henry, and you almost find yourself like wondering, like, what the fuck am I on? Like, connecting with this guy? <laughs> you know yeah. Well, they give you a sense of what this real life character was like because he's lying. He's lying at the very beginning when he's telling uh, how he killed his mother. He says, "Yeah, I stabbed her. Yeah, I shot her, or whatever." And he gets caught in a lie with how he killed her. I love he's that talking. Scene. I don't think it's a lie. I, I think he great... really can't remember. Exactly. It's a, it's a great scene, yeah. but that but that speaks to like how the you know Henry Lee Lucas. Who knows exactly how many crimes and what he actually did? Yeah, we just know he was a sick. Yeah. I always thought the you know the, the the contrast between Henry and Otis was fucked up too in the film because you know it's supposed to be about Henry you know and his vicious crimes and stuff but Otis comes off as the biggest d bag in the film I mean yep. you know trying to rape his sister and yeah you know selling drugs to you know obviously younger well I guess they're college or whatever but then he's you know, trying even to molest that on, guy he tried to molest this dude and shit but at the same time Henry or uh, Otis is kind of an interesting person because he's not so sure about you know Henry's angle you know on on things and stuff and it's kind of like this really weird contrast and yeah i I do i do agree you know at times you feel kind of sympathetic towards henry and stuff and it's a weird film but that's what i love about it man it's that emotional that this shit takes you on i think it's a good job i think we not did a great job with with creating those type of characters and kind of giving you this the whole time that's the point of it Mm, it's a fucked up it's a fucked up you know, serial killing, all that type of shit is, is, is supposed to be like that. Buy the Blu-ray, yeah. it'll make so, you go up a half point in your rating. <laughs> my rating is yeah. already pretty high. My rating is is very high, actually. Okay, so, what is it? It's a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Okay, so I can't even talk too much shit on you then. No, the I, lo- I love <laughs> the film. Yeah. I love the film. This is the one instance where I kind of broke from... You b- lowered it going because... Right. Okay, I got Because you. of the rewatchability of okay. it. That's and fair. I've seen it a bunch of times, and I can rewatch it. It's not, it's yeah. not funny games for me. <laughs> funny games like the film that kind of I just can't watch. But all right, my number eight. Uh, this is a movie that has been mentioned before, so I believe this is my first repeat. And it is Friday the Thirteenth Part Six: Jason Lives. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah, I you know what lightning man? bolt. <laughs> um, <laughs> Friday six for me uh, is is a really solid Friday film. It really is. Like I actually like the way Jason looks. Like I think he looks great. You know what I mean? I I think I, I still to this day that I, I like Kane Hodder and Seven the best. But I know that you guys don't or whatever. But um, at Dave, one thing that bugged me is when you said you hated that he had a tool belt and gloves. Right. Yes, I hate that look. It's a terrible look for anybody. I mean, but you well, get, you got it. Uh, it's a terrible but, look. For anybody. It's a terrible look. <laughs> it for is. My pa- my pa- <laughs> cuts down trees. I'm gonna tell him to not wear gloves to work tomorrow because it's a, a terrible look for everybody. <laughs> oh, he's working. He should do it. But I mean, Jason's to walk around and kill too. people. But yeah, I mean, isn't that like? It, it doesn't go against his character because he always takes things that he likes or that he like. He took the mask in part three. He's always doing that. You know what I mean? Because he needed a new mask. 
<laughs> he always covers his face. That's common sense. He well, wants to I mean, cover his I face. I mean, now his hands got, like, fucking his bones sticking out and stuff. Like, like maybe he wants to put gloves on so his skin isn't rubbing <laughs> on the machete. You know what I mean? He has shame? He's <laughs> a fucking no, zombie? No, he's no, all like, of a sudden conscious of that? Well, I mean, right? He's no, conscious like, of so it? his skin isn't falling <laughs> off all over the he's place. He's supposed to be a killing machine at this point. He rolls I don't from think the he cares if his fucking light. nails are getting dirty and shit, man. <laughs> you know, whatever, though. But, but still, the same thing. Like, like, like you got more grip with gloves, okay? Is that fucking good enough? <laughs> Again, he's conscious of grip and shit. No, what is this argument? Oh my God. I just don't see, what, like, why would he, why is he, what, you, why does he put a mask on? Mechanic why does he put a mask on? Exactly. JP, you nailed it. Then, yeah, why would he wear a mask? Because he's used to it. That's why. It's, it's, okay. He doesn't even think. No, he doesn't like cool the way his face her. looks, okay? Maybe he doesn't like the way his fucking hands look when they're all decent. <laughs> <laughs> Right? And that is his character. He, he doesn't was... like the way that his face looks. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he has use for these things because I mean Jason was a mongoloid slash he was he was challenged. I mean, he was real, mentally challenged. The real reason he, he has gloves on is so that they didn't have to do special effects on his hands the whole movie. That's the real reason. That was the tagline, don't look at his hands. <laughs> Right, because his hands are all gross and shit when he gets in the casket. They would have had to apply that makeup every fucking scene. You know what I mean? So, Isn't like, it kind of ironic, on? though, that, like, Kane Hodder ended up taking over Jason's, ki- the you know, playing that character, and he actually has fucked up hands? Yeah, well, that's because a special to... effects artist yeah. fucking and the movie. New... That's where he came in. Let me see your hands. You've got the roll. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. like Mooch, it's not like Mooch is playing them with 15 fingers. <laughs> but so you had just thought of Jason Voorhees. Got better grip. Good luck finding a pair of mechanics gloves that fit properly, though. But <laughs> but awesome. my point here is is that Jason has always took things off of people. This is nothing new. You know, he's always done that. Um, a so mask. I'm That's okay it. with that. But oh. a, a mask, a weapon, like he's picked up people's weapons before, you know what I mean? And the, hey, the tool belt, why not fucking take the tool belt? Yeah, the tool belt. J- could you picture Jason fucking putting it on himself and buckling but, it? But, oh, the, but the thing is, Dave, <laughs> is, the, is the machete they sheath. That. You should put the mask on. The, the machete <laughs> sheath is on the tool belt. Man. So why the fuck would he not take it? It's part of the machete. I, I'm I mean? with JP. <laughs> yeah, I... I can't even. I can't. I'm with, okay. I'm with Dave. I'm with Dave. He Thank didn't you. have to have a tool belt in part seven. He just kept going back for those farm tools that he kept finding. Every <laughs> he two kept seconds. finding, yeah, on the ground. Yeah. Right. Ridiculous. All of a sudden, he has a fucking a giant bush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No pulled him out of the fucking lake. I'm just yeah, going with the, the fact that he was he was mentally challenged, man. He, he could have been doing any, any of this stuff, really. So I kind of fall in between. But, but you I, know, love, I love grabbing I stuff, hooking up belts, and, and yeah. picking up fucking weapons and stuff. Why not? He well, didn't really is. know what he was doing. This is why Jason had superhuman strengths in the first place. He was a mongoloid. He was meant to challenge. He was retarded. He has, you know, the supernatural element. He wasn't supernatural. He was just fucking, he was mentally challenged. He had super inhuman strength. But But they're not cool things. No, there's that one one line at the beginning where he finds it. He's like, cool belt. I don't, I don't understand. Like, to me, Jason doesn't have to... Like, Jason is always cool, no matter what the fuck he does, dude. He could be wearing a tutu and he's cool. You know what I mean? Jason is my dude. Like, I don't... I, like, the tool belt doesn't seem that lame to me. It's like, it's a fucking... I, I don't know. I grew up around people wearing tool ba- belts, badass motherfuckers that... You know what I mean? Like, that's just... Like, I don't know. It, it doesn't bother Hell's me. Gone. What the fuck's going on in PA? What tool belts? Tool, like, at, like, fucking, high school dude, and shit? I, no, man. Like, fucking... 
jobs and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, jobs. <laughs> and they were all acting cool at tool belts? Oh, shit. No, like, it's a terrible, it's a terrible job, look. You know, like, there's all these look, fucking badass dudes wearing tool belts. Well, and shit. I don't give well. It's a bad look. It looks like he's going to show up at houses and be like, I got to read your meter. Yeah, right. I made that joke down 10 dude, minutes dude, ago. Dude, I mean, like, and that's even, why, even that's the... why he was on the motorhome, though. That's why he was in the motorhome. He was, he was going to check his oil and shit. <laughs> <laughs> a bad look is Jason Takes Manhattan, Slimeball Jason. Slimeball. Part 6 yeah, is yeah, good. That's probably part one of the worst looks. Like, I like the look yeah. of him in Part 6. And, you know, like... He, and he's always fucking looks different, man. He looks different in every one of them. You know what I mean? Like the the honestly the most consistent is like part maybe like three and four ish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because but he still looks pretty fucking different. Um, somebody the part somebody, be, between somebody part two post. and three is so radically different. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's insane. And his face is always different. It's just mo- it's just different. Well, he lost his hair from part two of this three. Why? Stress. Yeah. I will admit though, man. CJ Graham is <laughs> CJ Graham is my favorite Jason though. From part six. Wow. Find a, okay. Find a good tool belt. Yeah. He's a good Jason. He really is. I like him. I, he's my fa- he's my favorite man. Yeah. I, I, I like the way he used to be my film. favorite too. He I looks like awesome. Tom, I like you know, Tommy like, Jarvis. He's standing on the fucking motor. He looks badass, man. He just looks good. Are you sure you're not thinking it's right? bitch tits Jason though? The one that like gets hit with the the paintballs. He's like got the little bitchy tits. Yeah. Because there was a fat Jason that was there. They saw the dailies yeah. and like, get that guy out of here. Yeah. And that's how CJ Graham got the job. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I, I, lo- I love the dynamic between Tommy Jarvis and and Jason. I, I also like that it kind of takes a step away from the sleaze that we had in part five. As much as I love the sleaze in part five, this one feels like the most professional Jason movie. It really does to me. You know what I mean? It feels like they took it, What's like, serious, theory, right? and they were like, like, I'm going to actually try to make, like, a real movie here and not just a like, cash-in on the name. And I like that about it, too. For its own reasons. I like the other ones, too. But, you know, it's nice to have a different... Camel toe, man. Uh, and I love that <laughs> scene. I love that girl. Um, I love that this one feels a little bit different. And I like the feeling that, like, it, it explores a little more than just like the the lake house, you know what I mean? Like it's the, the the jail and the cemetery and going back and forth and and I and Dave, I think one of your criticisms is like none of those kids are ever gonna die. Like yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You know what? But I never thought that any of the final girls were gonna die ever in any Jason film ever once. You know what I mean? Even as a kid, I kn- I knew that that character wasn't dying. I knew Amy still wasn't dying. I knew Adrian King wasn't dying. I knew these chicks weren't dying. So that's always been a part of Jason. You know, there's certain characters you know they're not going to kill. They're not going to kill Reggie the Reckless. You already know that. They're going to kill Damon, though. Demon. <laughs> um, but I love Friday 6. It's my shit. I was only kidding when I called you a fake Friday fan. But I do think that I am the true fan. No, he wasn't. I am the true fanboy because okay, I like them all. We're almost there. We're I like almost them all. There. I like them all. Look, he ma- look, he well, makes I love it new. enough not to fucking. This is this is. Anything. He is not lying. He is not lying. He actually likes Jason Goes to Hell and praises I'm, that. I shit. love Jason Goes to Hell. That just goes to prove <laughs> yeah. my point. Yeah, there's there's a couple that you just can't make excuses for, and that's that's one of them. <laughs> and I, uh, I liked it when I saw it in the theater because I just wanted to like it. I then you know, reality it. sets in a couple hours later. The only one like I actually week? legitimately don't like, and this is for, like, I don't like it, I think it's a terrible movie, is Jason X. Jason X is badly executed from top it's to bottom. Like yeah, it, it, it's lives. terrible. It's the same thing, except one's in space I, I, and I like that one better dude, than, no way, than Jason dude, Goes to it Hell. Look, it looks so fucking... Jason, Uber Jason looks like a piece of plastic. 
Straight up. I don't like Cooper Jason. I agree with you there. Oh, I hate Jason 10 too, man. Or Jason X. I can't stand it. I enjoyed the movie. Jason Lives. I give an 8.5 out of 10. This is probably the... I haven't watched it in years. And I was a little hesitant going in with the comedy. Because I've really grown away from comedy completely the past couple years. Like, you guys know that always talk shit on comedy. But I didn't think it was that comedic, honestly. (laughs) So, I give it it an 8.5 out of 10. Whoa. They should do Jason X versus Malcolm X. Yeah. Already. Yes. All right, that bombed. <laughs> I liked it. How about bitch oh. Jason returns and does Jason takes Carvel? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dave's, Dave's like spread eagle right now. Just like showing us. I told his... you, we get a shot of his nuts every show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this, part, this party's getting nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, the hairy turn. Oh, fuck. That, oh, uh, the, the listener's group? number, uh, what are we Seven. on? Eight? was their number eight was um from beyond so from beyond making its first appearance here from beyond all right coolio with the funk flow yeah coming in at number seven from the year 1986 is a repeat again okay the fucking hitcher the hitcher all right the hitcher man um yeah man you know I'm a really, really damn big fan of road horror, and this is one of the best ones, it's in my opinion. I think one. I don't really have a lot of issues with this film whatsoever. Um, it's the I, best cat and mouse movie ever made. It really is, man. And, and you know, and JP made a really good point about uh, uh, Howell's character being so young in the film. He's going to make you know questionable decisions, but you have to realize the situation he's given here. I mean, the whole point of him, you know, not getting away and things like that is he's trying to prove his innocence, man. He's the marked man right now. Yeah. Right? And I love that angle. I fucking love that angle. He stays intact because he's not being a pussy bitch and running. That's not going to prove anything. you got to stick around and deal with the shit. Well, there's even a scene that's very powerful where he almost kills himself because he's so exactly. stressed out and he can't, he just sees no way out of this. The cops yep. want him dead and this guy wants him dead and he's like... He, he yeah. doesn't know where to go. I love that scene. I never really had a problem with uh, with Howell's character and um, Jennifer Jason Lee. You know, the, the whole uh, love and interest and stuff. Because in my opinion, it always felt to me that it was just leading up after you, you know, you see that scene. <laughs> it was leading up like one of the greatest scenes ever. That, didn't somebody um, else do that? Isn't there another movie that does that scene? Is it? Does Joyride do that? Joyride, I believe, does rip that off. I yeah. think right, right, two or three or something like that. One of the sequels, I don't know, something like that. But I don't know, man. I think it's fucking high octane, super awesome. I just, I love this film, man. It's really, really great, man. Um, it's not really a whole lot more to say about it, but since we talked about it, but the hitcher is great, man. I give it nine out of ten. It's fantastic. It's it's a cool. it's a great film. I mean, it's everything you want in road horror, man. It's it's high octane. It's got great acting. I mean. Roads. It, See, Thomas Howell is not really the greatest actor in the world, but he does a good job in this film. I think he's he definitely fantastic. a lot worse in the sequel. Yeah, well, and have you have you seen him in other films? He's not really the greatest actor, but he pulls it off in this one. Rutger Howard is the fucking man. Soul man. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Outside. Side yeah, out. That was awesome. Side out. I mean, Rutger Howard is the shit in this. Fuck is he ever menacing, man? It's the greatest, one of the greatest villains, in my opinion, mm-hmm. on screen. He's just yes. so Yeah, he really does villainous. have just a presence to him, man. 
and that's what sells the film, man. Not only is it just high octane, there's a lot it's of that, it's that bad guy and that interaction between these characters, and you know the whole supernatural thing is definitely a great element to add into this yeah. awesome mix. The whole man. homosexuality it's a thing film. is really awesome to add into it too. Brandon, as a gay man, how do you feel about the implement <laughs> of the homosexuality <laughs> undertones in this film? It, it's spot on. Okay, it's spot on. It's there. <laughs> When he works in his it. face, and he just <laughs> smears it in like it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, beautiful. What about when he yeah. sticks the knife on his junk? Yeah, how did you did you how did oh, you feel? Oh, I love this. Okay, I finished. I, it. Okay, I sweethearts, move on. The things I love with this film, they're, they're not afraid to you know like kill kids and shit. Like I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, you know I me. Mean? Yeah, I love yeah, when they kill. You know me. I love to kill kids. Yeah. Mm. I thought and this was an pussy. HBO movie. I thought this was a made-for-TV movie at first, but apparently it's not. HBO just released it on video it doesn't have a blu-ray it's fucking crazy man i love the box art for it too yeah i have a bit uh a uh, clamshell vhs copy that i love well i actually i don't think it made my list you got a clamshell this i love this mm-hmm. yeah hmm, cool i got a fucking snapper case dvd yeah i got the snapper case no i actually no, it didn't make my cover list jay Day from our show but it was one of the runner-ups sorry I just remembered something when someone said about a knife to his cock or something. I remembered something initially. Yeah, I've seen that before. It follows kind of took that. Um, there was a part in the beginning, if memory serves me correct, where they pulled up to this place because they were having like a, 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 a check, a car yeah, check. Because yeah. Okay, and the guy put like a gun to his cock. Was it a gun? It was a knife. It was a knife. Yeah. It was a knife. Okay, yeah. this guy that you guys are just praising, or one of you was a minute ago saying that he's not a pussy, he is a total pussy, because I said it on exploding heads, and neither of these two guys disagree with me when I said it, so don't disagree with me now, fuckers. He was sitting right there, and I said, if I'm him, I yell out to the cop, there's no way, I would have said, somebody's here, and I would at the same time, I would have grabbed the not guy's hand, fucking me, pushed dude. it away, No way. you think the guy is really going to fucking kill you, you and cut your dick off in front of a cop? Dude, stabbing body? someone in the nuts ain't going to kill you, you can still get stabbed in the nuts and dude gets away. Why would he get away? The cops are right there, they're fucking literally 20 feet from him, well, that all he had to do was yell out, say, hey! does not care about if he dies or not. This, 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 That's this, kind of the point with this, uh, this uh, Roger Howard. character. Like he doesn't care. Yeah, but I'm not talking about the writer. I'm talking about the victim. I'm talking about the guy that has the knife pointed. He's terrified. To his balls. He's terrified. No Those I are construction would, workers. I would, at that I would point. not do shit if if I'm. I would yell. That's like saying if somebody came in and robbed me that I'm gonna be like try to fu- like no dude fucking take the money i don't give a fuck about this yeah place. but this guy's gonna take your life as soon as you pass this fucking thing did he's he? only holding did he one know? guy did he die maybe? though did he maybe. die though no, but how does he know at the time if well, you're in that i position, mean i just assume i'm well, just gonna take like to this take guy i don't know what this guy wants maybe he just wants my money or something you know what i mean like, i think or, he would have had ample time to take his money before they pull up to that place it, it was still, er- it was still early the, enough on that playing it cool seemed like the right move there is a high percentage chance that that a lot of people, we see it to this day that, that that people are in hostage situations where they have perfect opportunity to do something and they're too scared to act all the fucking time. This is not even a questionable decision. This is this is pretty. I'm just saying, it's a pussy move. We're not all badasses like you, honey. dude. There's more it's pussies in the pussy. world than there is fucking heroes. That is true. Put it that right. way. That is this true. is true. But a minute ago, one of you guys said. 
that he he was not a pussy because he didn't run, and I'm disproving it, saying no, as no, a matter of fact, early on. Is a pussy. it's about his maturation. <laughs> he is a pussy early on. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about you know the fact that when he becomes a suspect. I mean, you could just totally this is fucking late. Booker. Is talking later in the film where he like, yeah, dude. I'm talking about when he he's arts. like the main attraction. Like the cops want him. They don't fucking know about Ryder and shit. They're like fuck whatever. We want you. You're the fucking asshole Dave who killed his family. Did all this shit. So he don't know what you're okay. Doing. I didn't get that. So I just heard somebody is, say he wasn't a, a pussy. pussy. He wanted to prove himself and bring this guy down at the same yeah, time. You That's some really man shit. Gotta watch the whole movie to see the evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I'll give it a fair day. I mean, I just <laughs> I think you'll. You enjoy actually it didn't make it past whole. twenty minutes. No, I shut it off. I, I, I couldn't sympathize with him. Shut it off. I, think I was so angry. Serious? You only watched twenty minutes of the film. I'm telling you guys that the whole night. That's what I said. That's what he said. He didn't for seventeen minutes. No, the guy pissed me off so much with all those dumb decisions. I couldn't relate to him anymore. I didn't want to. This is the guy you're supposed to be on board with for an entire film, and I lost all respect and sympathy for him. Twenty. You're gonna get back on board though. You also are the same guy that you said you don't need to relate to certain characters in films either. In slashers, yes. Film. Dumb, he he does have a point a, for this one where it is about two fucking people. You right, know what I mean? he's your guy. He's supposed to be the guy you're latching onto the whole movie. And if you lose that, it's going to change a little bit. Let me tell you this though, Dave. This is not a movie where you're supposed to be like this character is like me. You're just an outsider, the god, you know, a uh, voyeur, the, the, the voyeur watching this guy in this shitty situation with this other guy and watching how he deals with it. Not how you would deal with it, but how he deals with it. And that's more the concept of the movie. But, but I wanted him to die after 20 minutes. Do you ever watch a movie? Do you ever watch a movie and, see, and want someone to die because of the stupid things they do? Well, this guy deserves to get killed. I say it all the time when I watch Slashers. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember what happened in the first 20 minutes. Oh, watch would... it. Make watch you want down. him to die in the first 20 minutes. I, I did watch it paying attention to that, <laughs> and I, I honestly didn't have that big of problems with it because I know people make mistakes all the time, and, and especially a young kid, man. I, I know a lot of dumb kids. I was a dumb kid at one time. Fair enough. So was I, but Still he deserves to die is well, <laughs> what I was saying at the time. All those dumb decisions, you got no one to blame but yourself if you get whack. It's like I tell my daughter, who I've been telling her forever, if you're in danger and you get out, you just keep running, running, running. Don't stop. Don't do fuck that. If you get to a Shit, house, if Dave Z fine. was his dad, he would have been fine. Damn straight. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Who's, who I, was that? Who's can was I hit my number seven? Yeah, hit it. Did hit you it rate that? Who, whose was that? Moods gave it a nine. Nine out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Number seven. It's been mentioned again. It's my first repeat, and that is Demons Two. You son of a bitch! You Demon did it Ducks. again. That's my number seven too. Demons 2. Demon Ducks. Nice. Demon Ducks. Demons do. Demon and yeah. I was called you know, Ducks, man, because yeah. I've no French the, over in the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck French. The, pretty much everything Mood said applies. It, the movie looks great. It's a souped up, uh, sort of faster paced uh, version of the first film. I love the first film. This is a worthy sequel. And I scored it 8 out of 10. It's gory. It's fun. It's fast-paced. There's some nonsensical shit in there as well. And... <laughs> I was <laughs> I trying to get headphones in there. <laughs> it's my hands. I keep talking with my fucking hands. And the Mark, only misfire is the ghoulie Muppet Baby. And that's all Gooly I'll say. Muppet Baby. Oh, I, 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 I did... I know. I like purposely didn't say it. <laughs> I, I know. And I said I gotta blow it out of the, the ghoulie Muppet Baby. That's it. Other than that, great film. It, it is goofy, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Shit, that's weird. 
that, that didn't bother me at all. And again, this is my number seven. <laughs> You're so confusing. It didn't I, I, bother you? It was an eight out of ten. I don't know if I said that, but eight out of go. ten. Well, I'll tell you what. One of my notes here says exactly this: fun without being silly or stupid. And that's how I feel about it. So I didn't find that ghouly Muppet thing silly or stupid. I found the entire thing fun. It's all about practical effects. I fucking love the movie. I love bouncing between the different characters. The elevator climbing scene is awesome. Great effects. Great fucking amazing transformations in this film. I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's But it's fun. There's a dog transformation that looks amazing. Yeah, it was always it cut the shit, too, back in the day. It was only rated an R. And it's not even that gory. It's nowhere near as gory as the first one. Yet, yeah. unrated, it still plays out much better. And I remember watching it on video way back when and thinking it was far inferior to the first one. And as time went on, and I think I saw the unrated version and the clarity of the DVD, it, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's great. It's fun. It's all about the practical effects, and it, maybe not. It might not be as gory, but there's enough cool stuff going on. Yes, I definitely prefer the original, but this is good. It's good to see Tony the Pimp back in a different role. It, it, it's good. He's fucking hysterical. That guy. He's it's good right. to see Asia doing her fucking thing, all young. And, uh, anyway. Oh, he's the trainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Awesome. He's fucking yeah. great. You know, yeah. it's it's fun, and the horror is horrific the way it's supposed to be. There's fun, yeah. silly shit, but the horror gets right down to being horror. The most, horrific, the most horrific thing about that movie is how many chest flies was that guy doing in the gym? He would not leave. He, what was he doing? Sets of 5,000? <laughs> this is a high-rise. A high-rise, but the people at the gym live in that gym as if they're at, like, Gold's Gym. This movie this year, the beginning, JP, when you asked us about common trends, that's another thing. 86, granted, it's awesome and it's 80, 80s and I love it because I was there. But, I mean, there's a lot of people working out. It's like a real big deal at this time. There's a lot of people working out in these fucking movies in 1986. Yeah, man. Well, I was there. It was a great time to be alive. I was 14 years old, man. I love the 80s. And looking back on it, it makes me feel good to see all this stuff. It, it, it was a happy time. But anyway, love this movie. It's 8.5 out of 10 for me. All right. Nice. All right. My number seven has already been mentioned, and it is Night of the Creeps. Nice. Tommy motherfucking Atkins. Yeah, you know. um, I'm pretty sure that I started Tommy motherfucking Atkins, by the way. Oh, you definitely started Tommy motherfucking Atkins. Because I hear everybody say that now, and I'm like, like, I thought I was. I've met met Tommy motherfucking Atkins (laughs) twice, and I said that to him both times. I'm like, what's up, Tommy motherfucking Atkins? (laughs) Did you? He thinks yes. Moods traded it. That's awesome. <laughs> it was funny. When I, met him at, when I met him at fucking Horicon, I was like, man, I met you at fucking uh, Wasteland. And he was like, staring at me. I'm like, dude, he's like losing his mind. <laughs> he's like hey. literally trying to think. And I'm like, he's like, oh, oh yeah, I remember. I'd figure it out. He's like, oh yeah, you're the one I met there. You're the one person who got my autograph. <laughs> but I fucked up, though, man. I should have got fucking Night of the Creeps signed. I, I fucked up, too. I told him, I said, Tommy, you're in my favorite movie of all time. You're in the ninth configuration. And he looked at me like I had six fucking heads. He's no, like, I don't need to. That's what you want to do, though, man. Dude, you're I thought you were going to say six shit, fingers dude. as a jab to me. That would have been funny. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Who said yeah, six so- fingers to you? Night of the Creeps, we, we've pretty much covered it. Again, like you said, the character's extremely likable. Love the friendship yeah. between these two guys. And I yeah. I will totally buy the hominess that keeps JC, 
I think that's his name in it, the character with the walking <laughs> sticks. Keeps JC alive a little longer than he probably should have been. <laughs> Enough to record it. It's, a it's like when we talked about the zombie, <laughs> right? Where I was like, whoa, think of any kind of virus thing. Like, it affects people differently in different time frames, right? Maybe this is one where his handicap actually helped him. Yeah. It didn't know how to mutate. I thought you were going to talk about the bad worm placement there. <laughs> bad worm. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there is some bad worm placement in this film. Like, when he sits the matches down, it really doesn't make sense how the worm would run into... Like, I don't know. It's just a weird... Yeah, that, that, was, that, that part of the was a little silly. But I love, the, uh, I love the end of the film. And I actually watched um, the alternate ending. Which is, like, 29 seconds long. Well, awesome. it depends on what do you watch the director's cut because the alternate ending remember. is actually the cut that I always used to have on VHS with the dog. No, I watched mm-hmm. the alternate one with the cemetery. Yeah, that's actually the director's cut. That's his original that's ending. Direct- <laughs> that's the director's cut. The original one, the theatrical the version, is the one with the dog when um, uh, Ginger Boy is kissing his girlfriend. Yeah. See, another dog. Hands down See my dog. point? <laughs> another do- random dog in a movie. I'm telling you, this whole fucking year. Well, the Blu-ray was... Uh... Well, the, the dog actually shows up in a couple times in that film. Yeah, yeah the they're all cut. over the place. Yeah. The Blu-ray is the director's cut, and that's the one yeah. with the cemetery and Tom Atkins coming okay, out. Okay, that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's the yeah. one I watched. I, I love it. The, the rubber aliens are goofy as hell, but it's just a they're fun crazy. film. Probably the most rewatchability of of the films I watched for 86. I or certainly agree. certainly up there certainly up yeah. there you know uh, mm-hmm. and I give it eight and a half. All right, all right. My number seven is a first timer here actually, which I'm actually really surprised that this one hasn't came up yet. Uh, it is one of my favorite sequels of all time, and that is a sequel to my favorite horror film of all time, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, is the sequel in question. Uh, I don't know what it is about this film. I've talked about it for literally years on different forums from YouTube to podcasts. And I don't know how to explain why it's good. Because everything, besides fun factor, because everything in it is kind of ridiculous. Uh, But for some reason, I dig all of that. I love Chop Top as a villain. I love watching the cook and Chop Top and Leatherface interact. I love uh, Carolyn Williams. Uh, I love... Um, the weird portrayal of Leatherface in this one. Uh, I love LG, who's like, he has these like moments where he's like spitting the whole time, and then like he's like skinless and he's still spit. Like, there's just so much funny stuff going on in here. It doesn't make sense at all. Like, the very fact that they have this underground cavern does not make sense. Um, but it is just a awesome, awesome, awesome time. I was able to see it at the drive in this past, uh, april and it was amazing like i i it was just such a cool vibe to see it and it started the night so it was like everything was like you weren't worn out yet and it was just the perfect placement for that film and you also just have this cool like almost like mythology to the characters at this point like you you have chop top carrying around his dead brother and you can tell this is dead brother, even though I couldn't when I was a kid. But like as I got older and I watched it, because he has the little satchel around his neck that he carried in the van in the first film. Like to me, that's cool. And um, you just have this this weird like schizophrenic performance by the cook, and you know he came back, the actor who played him, which was really cool. And Bill Mosley just kills it. Like the scene where they're at the radio station is awesome, right? Like you have this um, invasion of of 
privacy and and it just feels icky you know and chop top is doing that thing with the hanger still makes me cringe to this day um there's just so much cool about this movie and even though it's such a weird movie and technically on a technical level like the story is really bad but i love it and i give it eight and a half out of ten damn it it's kind of interesting how it plays off the urban legend too someone getting killed on the radio waves yeah that, that is really neat because Rick i love prick. movies that take place <laughs> in a radio station like that's one of the coolest settings you know even Me if too, it's man. even I, lo- I watched this movie the most in the since i've been podcasting this is the, i think i have watched this five times now this and phantasm um for different reasons like i watched it in the drive-in i watched it uh on vhs like i've watched it for my youtube channel like uh, all these different reasons but it's one that i always return to it's it's one of my favorite movies to watch, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you have those go-to, like, Return of Living Dead for me, Elm Street 3 for me. This is one of them, TCM 2. This movie literally has one of the greatest jump scares of all time, too. Oh, God. Every time. In the radio station? Every it, time. I know it's coming, and it still <laughs> makes me fucking jump. It's, that's how you do a jump scare properly. Great it's jump literally scare. the best one of all time. Is this where you keep the golden oldies? And maybe. <laughs> so that one? Yeah. It's yeah. something, yeah, cool. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so awesome. It's and so some of the good. best Tom Savini effects. No one talks about it. The problem is it's because right. one of them is badly edited in the film, and that's when it, the head pops off. Yeah. At the top. The top portion of the head pops off. It's yeah. very oddly edited yeah. together. And yeah. so it comes off clumsy. And I don't think that's Tom Savini's fault. I think that something in the editing. Uh, obviously, I don't know, but yeah, great. Great effects. Well, wow, have you seen the deleted scene? Have you ever seen the deleted scene yeah. when they uh, when they attack the yuppies in the scene. garage? Yep. Well, that's one of them. But yep. the other one is when they attack a bunch of yuppies in the garage. Dude, it's a massacre. There, there's another. Yes, but there's another person getting their head sliced off, just like that guy did in the beginning, and it doesn't look wonky like that at all. Yeah, so I it's wish definitely they would have been mm-hmm. like they yeah. can't even research insert these scenes because they're like almost like tech. The quality. Yeah, it's like the VHS um, at best. Yeah, it's they not, can do it like Exorcist Three did it. Yeah, but this is even worse. Where it's like they don't even have like the audio track to them anymore. Or something. Right, that worked. Yeah. That worked. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but that sucks because that would have been really cool to see that in the movie. Yeah, I've never seen those deleted scenes, but I mean, I still think highly of the movie. But that would definitely help. Yeah, the intro is I... actually cool. Did you ever see the the original intro that got cut? They changed it with just the moon setting in the back. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's mm. cool. It's creepy. It's it's literally one of my favorite movies ever. You know what I mean? I just don't... I can never, like, defend it in terms of if somebody's like, that's a bad movie. Like, I never feel like I have the answers to why it isn't. You know what I mean? So I just mm-hmm. roll with it. I guess it's bad, but I love it. <laughs> like, me my with favorite shit... Sorry, Boots. My favorite shit from <laughs> TCM2, man is, man is Hopper. When he's buying the fucking chainsaws, <laughs> and he starts, and he goes to town on the fucking, lawn. and it's so <laughs> clearly a body double. It's so clearly a body double doing it. When he a fuck dude, kills me every time, and it's so good. Oh, dude, so want to know something funny? 
yesterday because I watched five movies, I watched them in 1.5, <laughs> right? And I watched this movie in 1.5, and that scene when Lefty's cutting that fucking big log, the way he moves it real fast, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I can imagine in 1.5. <laughs> it's funny in regular time. I know, right? <laughs> I fucking love how they start calling each other, like, I know his name's Lefty, call me Lefty and Stretch, and they start calling each other Lefty and Stretch, like, right uh, right away. Well, like, did you know that they're and then the original Stretch. concept right. is that they're brother and sister? No. The original concept is that she is his illegitimate daughter. That's what's funny. It's odd that he calls her sister. Because I, I saw the special feature today oh. with hmm. the uh, guy, Kit Carson, and he wrote the screenplay. And he said that Lefty is his illegitimate daughter. So I thought thought it odd that at one point he called her sister. But that's just what the guy said. That wrote yeah, the I, I can't remember... I, I thought I heard that also they were brother and sister at one point, but you might be right. I might have just been thinking of that and then thinking that he called her sister. Yeah, because it makes sense because he could call her that. Yeah. Yeah, but like I'm pretty sure the way they're acting is with it, the, the the whatever it was, whether it was they were brother and sister or father and daughter, those scenes got cut. So they're acting as if they, at some point it was revealed. You know what I mean? So that they're acting as if it's still an actuality in the film. And that's why they have this weird bond where it seems like they just, but we know they just met each other. But in actuality, they're acting as if that's still part of the movie. You know what I mean? So that you get that weird performance. Mm-hmm. He totally uses her mm-hmm. at one point, though. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bastard. He's like, I'm yeah, I used you, girl. I used you. Isn't yeah. it weird that his name's Lefty Enright? Come on. Lefty Enright. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't oh, realize I that. Did you I never that? <laughs> Lefty Enright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never That's thought awesome. that. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I used your girl. Yeah. So many quotable lines in this movie. Uh, yeah, I just love how he has to use a, a skeleton uh, oh, hand me that to help o- her out of that. Dude. Where's that <laughs> yeah. old fuck you, Charlie? <laughs> yes. About I love that. Yes. <laughs> uh, awesome. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right. Moods, back to you. All right. So coming in at, what are we, number six here? is coming from one of my favorite camps of all time. Had the pleasure of meeting the director of this film just recently. And it is called Class of Newcom Newcom High. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I can butcher that shit. Man, I fucking love this movie. So much replay value for myself. I'm pretty sure none of you guys care for this film, but that's my taste. Eight out of ten. Oh, man, I bumped it off my list. Just bumped it off, too. Wow. (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah I, I just, you know, uh, I hadn't watched Class of Newcomb High in, in, I don't know, probably a couple years, and it just, it wasn't as goofy as I remember, because I think I've watched the sequels since, you know, like part two and three, not like the remake and stuff, but but this movie is fun as shit, man. It's got a great soundtrack, man. The Cretans, awesome-ass characters. It's just the whole storyline is so stupid and ridiculous. It just, it comes off as just like, it's so much damn fun. It's so much fucking fun, man. So much ridiculousness going on with the characters and stuff, but it's fucking fun. It's fun. And it's like of the times too, you know, like when you when you think of trauma films now, the acting is just so damn brutal. And, and you know, just real nasty shit and stuff. <laughs> The acting and stuff in this film is very much of the times. Like th- those actors were legitimately going for decent films. They were trying to make a decent ass film. And that's what I like about this film. You know, it's got great gore, it's got a stupid premise, but it's fun, you know, like toxic joints and stuff. It 
<laughs> you know, the Cretans were created from smoking fucking toxic joints and shit. Tomakai. Tomakai's and stuff. Like, I love that premise, man. It's so much fun. Taking place in society. the school and shit like that. <laughs> the honor society. Exactly, yeah. man. It's just a fucking ball of fun, man. I don't know how anybody could really legitimately hate this film. It's, it's fucking fun. I can see a, a reason for not liking the sequels because they could just go goofy, goofy. Like, ridiculously I mean, goofy. Okay. You guys know how I always talk shit on trauma and stuff, right? Like, I've kind of been there, and you always give me shit for talking shit on And trauma. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, I give you shit when you talk tr- but, about trauma you haven't seen. <laughs> That's the thing. But they're all the same, kind of. Like, I haven't... Like, all the ones that they make are the same. A lot of stuff they pick up is similar. It's the same directors, Some of it's though. not. Some of it's... You got those gems in there. But it, for the most part, they're going for the same... They're going for a brand, right? A brand. Troma's yeah. a brand. It's they're, well, that's they're what Lloyd Coffin did, man. I mean, these, yeah. I mean, Class of Nuke High to Toxic Avenger are very, very similar mm-hmm. in but tone. To and, fair, you know, in, in I am actors. starting to come around on some Troma a little bit. Like, like I watched a handful of Troma films from this year, like Bloodhook and stuff. And yeah, Bloodhook was awful, but it was still kind of funny. And I did mm-hmm. watch Class of Nuke High, and I actually bought the film. Blu-ray because I was like, it was only like 10 bucks, and I was like, when we first started this and I started preparing, I tried to pick up a lot of the films like on Blu-ray if they had a Blu-ray release, just because like it got me more excited to watch something when it's on Blu-ray because I'm I love blue like I don't even really fuck with DVD that much unless it's not on blue. Nice, uh, but you know, so <laughs> I liked it. You know, it, I, it didn't make my top ten, but I did. It was there for a little bit until I watched mm. a bunch of other movies. Um, it, yeah, yeah. it currently is at around like the twenty-five spot. Which isn't too bad. What in time? <laughs> oh, fuck them, dude. It was just like, too bad. I don't, I don't give a dry fart. <laughs> but then he says, I don't give a wet fart. I don't give a wet fart. Fucking hilarious, but man. I, I liked it enough. You know, it wasn't bad. Give it yeah, my number 12. It's Actually. one of those films, dude, I can just watch over and over. Like, I watched it the other night again. I was just fucking roaring, dude. I'm like, it's so good. Plus, it has this great-ass... You know, soundtrack. It's kind of like Slaughter High in a sense. You know, it's got that great kind of real catchy kind of theme song to it and stuff. It's great stuff, man. Great setting. It's just fun. There's not really a lot to it, man. It's just it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's toxic fucking you know Tromaville stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just curious to hear what Dave has to say about this. Um, I haven't seen it since the '80s. I rented it when I first watched it. I watched it probably twice. I rented it when it first came out, like all the other fucking movies. And then I think maybe watched it one more time. I remember the theme song. Everything that you guys said, it all came back to me. I haven't had a desire to watch it since the 80s. I just remember it being too goofy for, for me to... You know. I think that, you know, I used to think this movie was a lot goofier, too, until, you know, even recently. It, that's why I love rewatching films and not, like, kind of getting set in my ways and stuff. Because when I, when I went into this top ten list... I had a general idea of about 15 films that could possibly make my top 10, right? But I didn't even want to subject myself to writing that shit in stone. So I just watched everything with a with an open mind and just kind of wrote, went with there. And, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect. And that's why the rest of my list is actually quite surprising to myself. But Class of Nuka High was one of those films I was like, you know, probably not going to make a top 10 kind of thing. And I just loved it upon it watching it. top six. Exactly, and that's the thing. I just, I was like, "Wow, dude! I really, really." I was watching the film, and I was like, "Man, dude, this is actually." There's some clever stuff in it. There's a lot of dick and fart jokes and stuff. Of course, you're gonna get that with Lloyd Coffin, but, but it's fucking fun, and it's actually a pretty well made film, to be honest. For the budget and stuff, you got to give it kudos, man. You got to give it kudos. 
Great nipples. Wacky, wacky nipples. <laughs> nipples, yeah. And wacky yeah, nipples. I mean, there's not a lot of substance to it, except for, you know, the resin from the toxic smoke that they're doing. But, you know, <laughs> it's all good, rating? man. Class Nuka High. It's, I give it an 8 out of 10. You know, it's, I mean, it is what it is. It, like I said, you know, I got some films that are a little bit higher on the list with lesser ratings, but replay value, I could watch this thing all the time. It's great. Class well, yeah, I, I bumped it because of the, just because of the, w- the way the ratings fell. But I feel the same way. It's my second favorite trauma movie. Toxic Avengers mm-hmm. is the first. This is the second. I love this. Totally loved. I had the R-rated version. Always wanted to get the unrated version. Finally mm-hmm. got the unrated on video. So even before, uh, because they yep. released it on video. And it's great. The kills are great. The gore is great. You could see what was missing because there's things that just cut. And you knew yep. there was much more. And that was always cool to see that. But then I found that they really added a lot more driving around the school. Mm-hmm. In the motorcycles, <laughs> there's a lot of that footage that looks yeah, like yeah. cycled over and over and over again. So That's that a weird thing about trauma of... films that are what, what, like sometimes when they're cut, like it's not just gore; it's actually like other scenes and shit that are like, yeah. "Why the fuck is this cut out of it?" <laughs> it's like there's like dialogue yeah. scenes cut or added back into the director's cut too. But like when they yeah. sing the yeah. American anthem, there the uh, the Cretans, it is hilarious mm-hmm. in, the, in the principal's oh, office. Oh, there's some, and that's another thing I love about the film, moments. man is. It's like the aesthetic of the film, you know, it's got this like total fake ass, like, you know, nuclear power plant behind it and stuff. But the Cre- the Cretans look like they're so over the fucking top to the point where you're just like, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that guy would have this like 19 inch hoop. Is this his the nose, one where they know? pierce the nipple? Or is, am I thinking of another trauma no. movie? That's, no. that's not this one. What, what, what this one has Bozo in another row. Roll. There's a trauma yeah, yeah. movie where they yeah, show a exactly. girl get her nipple pierced, but it's like an actual piercing. Like they didn't fake it. I uh, it, it might be Tromeo and Juliet, or uh, maybe it's that Terror Firmer. That, that would make sense of... because we watched no, Tromeo and Juliet for '96. So I was going to say Terra Firmer, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not Tromeo. It's Terra Firmer. I think it's Terra Firmer. Yeah. I've never seen Terra Firmer, so that can't be it. No, no. Dude, <laughs> that shit is batshit fucking insane, man. Yeah. Crazy gore. It's like yeah. amped yeah. up, man. It's amped up. All right. <laughs> Some trauma up on the list. So, what do you, what, who's next? Uh, next. Christian? And my number six, and why I was probably a little quieter while you were saying it, JP, because you stole my thunder, but that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Nice. Fucking love this sequel, love this movie. Uh, it's total tone shift, but I don't care. So, the first one's amazing for what it is, and this movie's amazing for what it is. It's probably. I guess his third best film, and I, I can argue, depending on how high you're on Poltergeist. Salem's but, a lot, too. Yeah. I, I, but other <laughs> than that, he's, he, yeah, and I guess The Funhouse, if you guys like The Funhouse. Um, yeah. But I, I love this. This is one of my higher ones for uh, Toby Hooper, and I... You mean Tony Hopper? Yeah. Hop. <laughs> Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Is that an old joke? That's a Jeremy. Jeremy called <laughs> Tony Hopper. <laughs> so, did he really say yeah. that? Dude, That's I awesome. want somebody to take a cl- like, go back and listen to all seven days of our podcast and and cut out everything that he fucks up. It would be the greatest thing ever. Oh, fuck you, JP. You Mexican <laughs> asshole. There, he's here. He's here. Yeah, uh, that's so shitty you feel at home, you know? That, you pretty much nailed everything that's great about this movie. I'll add a little side story. So I bought, I saw this. Of course, it was released unrated, I believe. And then I bought an El Cheapo VHS. You know, one of those video treasure 
re-releases that oh, video VHS. treasures, yeah. And I grabbed yeah. it, and I remember saying, "That's weird." It says rated R. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll bring it home, and it was cut. So there was they made like an R-rated version of this, and it was cut to shit. You never found out what happened to uh, LG. Oh, what? <laughs> one wow. one club on the head with the one club on the head there instead of the multiple hits <laughs> that he gets. One club done. You see his legs jingle. Whatever he Dude, that uh, jingle, used to scare the shit out of me when he I was. Never a kid. showed the part where his face gets sli- sliced off and then molded oh, it wow. up. And I was like, crazy. What? This I, I mean, is blasphemy. This is a whole chunk, right? and it was this horrible VHS version of it. So then I finally got it on laser. I, I was a laser disc collector, yeah, and a laser disc collector, and know. it was awesome. And it was finally the uncut version again, the, the one I always remembered. But I had watched that R-rated one a bunch of times, and I, it was cut to shit. Even when uh-huh. uh, Lefty kicks open, you know, he sees the blood dripping out of the wall. He kicks it open, and the sort of guts. Yeah, that used to be like, the background on my computer that. with all those guts. That's nasty. That scene. That's so nasty. It makes no <laughs> sense. It's no. a strange edit. It's a great no, the movie. It's phenomenal, but if you start thinking about it, like JP said, it doesn't really make any sense. Like, why is uh, I used to hate it when I was a kid because it didn't make any sense. But then, as I got an adult, I just can watch it over and over again. I I love love it. it. Like a rat, scared like a rat. rat. (laughs) Dog will hunt. Dog will hunt. Sex or the saw. (laughs) Sex well. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your anyway, rating on Eight and that? a half out of ten. Eight and a half. All right. All right. Okay, my number six is a movie that comes from a, uh, a group that works together quite frequently. And this is one of their uh, one of their better movies. Actually, they never make a bad one, I don't think. But this is From Beyond. I fucking love this movie since the first God time I saw it. Damn it! What? Fuck! <laughs> I know, I know you love him. I, Jeffrey I'm, Combs, I'm starting to suck on my number one picks here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, though. I know that you're a big fan of Jeffrey Combs' moods. I fucking love him, too. I'm, I already I already lost on someone's actor. number one pick already. Awesome. Me, too. I'm, o- I'm, o- I'm, I'm down two right now. Yeah. <laughs> I lost very early. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I'll tell you, this movie is perfectly paced. Another one. It, it, it just... It's like an adventure. It starts, there's a perfect beginning, middle, and end. And it just takes place in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And everything about this movie is really top-notch. I, I there, top The notch. story just flows perfectly. Top-notch. It flows perfectly. The practical effects, fucking wow. That, that's something else. That, that's a common threat from 1986. The practical effects were just yeah. off the fucking hook. It, it Amazing! This great colors in this one too. I mean, yes. you can't go wrong with Barbara Crampton and her fucking leathers and shit. Like oh, she's yeah. so damn good, that man. Stimulated my pineal you know, gland. You know, I met Barbara Crampton <laughs> a couple years ago, and <laughs> she came over and gave me a big hug, and I I was like amazed at how hard she still was. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, man! Like you're really fucking hard. I even sure told her like you man, it was hard. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But I even told him, I'm like, man, you're still super sexy, man. It's crazy. Same thing she happened when uh, Brandon hugged Ken Foray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you something. The scene where Ken Foray in the film is making dinner, what the fuck is he cooking? Yeah, what are those? Know. Is, it, is it chicken and dumplings or is it like a, a sweet thing, like um um? Apple turnovers or something. No, I think it's a dinner. He was making dinner because he took three of them. Too. He took three and gave them each one. I know, yeah. 
I've always wondered that too, Moons. Wow. Yeah. How hungry were those so damn good, though? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like stew with the huge dumplings, but I, I don't know. I've never seen dumplings like, like Ken that. Ken Foy could probably wants to, man. Yeah. Bubba, of course. Yeah. Bubba. He's the big enforcer, right? How about his oh, death yeah. seat? It's fucking oh. awesome. Oh, oh it's, yeah. it's gruesome, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. And there you go. The, the Ken Foy and, and, and fucking Barbara Crampton, uh, I mean, and Jeffrey Combs, it just... That's freaking, you know, that that's genre royalty right there. They're freaking great. They're great together. They're at the, the top of their game here. Uh, it's just, there's nothing really bad I can say about this. Uh, it's just the ending is fucking amazing. Uh, it's typically my, my type of ending. There's there's unintentional comedy than the old lady in the beginning. Well, I'm disturbed. I love that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's funny, but. I won't go on and on. It, it's it, there really isn't a lot to say about it. It's a very basic plot, you know. I mean, on the surface, it, maybe basic is the wrong word because it's you're basic. You're, you're dealing it depends with how you look things. at it, you know. Yeah, you're dealing with very deep things, and it, it's actually out of this world type stuff. But you know, this thing stimulates the gland. When it's stimulated, you can see things they can't see you normally, and that you don't see normally. And obviously, they have bad intentions. And but when I say simple, basic. It, that's what it's to the film's advantage. It's it's an easy to follow film. It's just an adventure. Sit down, watch the movie. If you haven't seen it, then get on that shit. It's a great movie. Eight and a half out of ten. It's a good H.P. Lovecraft adaptation, actually. To be honest, right. and it's very yeah, very Lovecrafty, and with the whole fucking that's that's his shit with those things floating around from the other world. Top you know? top three Jeffrey Combs performance. I enjoyed it a lot. Cat. I enjoyed it a lot more this time than I have ever before rewatching it for this show. Didn't make my top ten, but I enjoyed it a lot more this wow. time. This one literally was right on the outskirts, and actually got cut out of my top ten. But really, I wow. love this film too. I I'm a big. Pick, I, I mean, moods having it honestly. I figured you were too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love. I love it. I love it so much too. And it was kind of that, like I said, you know, this year surprised me a little bit how things kind of worked out. So. Wound up being a tough year to really solidify those final ten. I, I had the most trouble like I nine agree. ten spot. Like honestly, um, everything else like I kind of <clears throat> knew was going to be there. Like so, when Dave said he had his list set in stone, I didn't actually put my list together. But the ones that if I had put a list together beforehand, I'd say eight of those would still have been there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I've been watching these since '86. That's just that I rented all these movies when they came out. You know what I mean? So I'm so used to them. They're just they're part of like my genetic makeup almost. They're part of me. I've seen them so many times with my friends over and over again, repeated rentals. So it's just like for me to go against that, something would have had to have blown my mind. Honestly, it's just. Yeah. Does it? This do they the, stimulate this... your pineal gland? <laughs> <laughs> this is the only year where I had about. I think I had four different number ones overall. Wow. Mine wow. has been the same. This is the only year, and I've done a lot of top ten of years lists, and this is the most fucked up year for me ever. Hmm. Like, right. really, you know, I just I, like I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Yeah, mine could be interchangeable oh, yeah. as well, I guess. Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I have two movies that didn't make my list that I would have just as easily, if I did it like you, Moods, put as in my top three, probably. Mm-hmm. But right. but I went with ratings. Okay, my number six uh, been mentioned numerous times. Demons two. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nice. love it. Uh, nice. What to add to this? I feel like, dude, the the thing Nothing. with Demons two is all th- 
and Brandon hasn't said anything yet, but the other three yeah. guys have said the same thing over and over again. It's fun. And that I really feel like that's like pretty much one of the <laughs> only things Demons 2 has. Um, that's not fair. I didn't mean it like well, that. Like wh- what yeah. I'm saying is like, that's the best way to describe it. You know what I mean? Like you can't, it, there's not, even when we were reviewing it on, on, uh, cause once you talk about demons, like you already said everything and then all you can literally say already demons too is it's fun. It feels like a rock video. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. I feel like I'm watching a, a long rock video and it's just <laughs> the, the effects are amazing. The look is, I love all the characters it's weird. It gets crazy in the end. I, I, I mean, I love it. And the ending is is a little weird and odd, but but I love it. Just just the same mm-hmm. for it. Dude, that TV scene, the first time when you see it coming out of the TV, uh-huh. I think it, it's an incredible effect. And and we none of us has mentioned it, but thinking back on it now, I've always like marveled at that effect. It looks it's so awesome. fucking cool. Yeah, I love, I love, yeah. I love Sally. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, um, you know, I'm trying to think what what else to add. Obviously, you know, the the whole gym scene is hilarious. I love when they're barricaded in the garage. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I would have loved to have known what happened to Asia. You know what this is? I know, right? This is like fucking a zombie movie amplified. You know what I mean? Because in a way, they're kind of like zombies yeah, the way yeah. they're behaving. Yeah, you know? yeah. Demons, yeah. yeah, they've always kind of done But that, that's what makes it kind of cool and different. And that's, you know, we're summer camp of la- like last year or the year before, depending on when you saw it, that kind of plays off of that mythology too. Zombie esque, mm-hmm. but in using demons as like the the main protagonist, and no, I it's great, and it's yeah. not just fun. I think it's the presentation too. The fact that it's got a style to it that is just amazing as well. You combine yeah, that th- with the fun. And I the like fast. the movie yeah, within style, the movie you know? too. I like that aspect of it as well. Yeah, just like the first. This is a perfect yeah. sequel to a great movie. It's what a sequel should be to a movie. I almost very much could have made like four more of these and just done them the same right? every time, and it still would have been fun. <laughs> I agree. Which is weird, man. Part three could have been done at a drive-in. Yeah, like you know? the church goes so well with these movies too. Right? Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, yeah. The only again, and it's it still doesn't really hurt the movie, but it is a little bit of a tone shift. Is the whole child child scene you know with a creature coming out of him but even so it's a it's a crazy movie but it that does get a little silly i wish i'd used an actual child instead of like a like a grown dwarf in like a child yeah. makeup yeah i don't know you could always you could always you could always tell you could always tell just use a child i agree i, I, I know yep guess I, I mean i don't know what the labor law it takes are, you out of it a little it does. a little bit but uh still you know what can I say? It's a it's a fun movie. I had a blast watching it, and I'm glad I. Well, I'm not thrilled that I spent forty dollars on the steel book, but I'm glad I have it now. Um, and it's on Shutter. <laughs> yeah, eight and a half out of ten for me. All right, cool. Um, I have the Blu-ray, just the regular, like standard Blu-ray. Um, Cheapo. But yeah, well, I don't trust. I don't. I don't. I don't want to support those steel books that Synapse does. Anyway, I did forget to give number seven. For the listeners, yeah. and they gave uh, Demons Two actually for number seven. So um, nice, of course. Say that uh, number six for me coming in here uh, from 1986, as Brandon would say. Uh, <laughs> I have a first time watch, so this was really the only uh, 
this this was one of the other ones rather i should say that uh did other affect guy? my list that i wasn't expecting it's and beaks it is not beaks it is uh <laughs> in glass cage uh so yeah i was um i was man this movie is icky like it really yeah. is uh, I I love the aspect like Moods mentioned that it was like a revenge thing, but I would say that it's not so much that, but it's a character study of what happens to somebody when there's a traumatic event, and how it can completely warp them into something bad. You know what I Taking mean? Taking revenge? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, like in it's a sense, not I mean, really that, about that the revenge was at all, though. Him. You know what I mean? I, that's who he is now. That's it's not I about know, but... getting revenge. It's about just living out who he is but he ended up in that place for a specific reason was to get back at him that was it though well i don't i disagree yeah i kind of disagree a little bit too really yeah Yeah. because that's never his intention until until the guy goes against what he's doing he's not trying to get revenge he's just acting out on on these sick thoughts that he has because of he's trying to recapture yeah the moments he had with him, he almost he's turned on by them because yeah. he he was so tortured by them. But it turned them almost it turn, into. And it's the same reason why a lot of people who get molested as a kid end up yeah, doing yeah, molesting be, later. Uh, it's yeah. not necessarily for revenge. It's just what they know. They're fucking warped, man. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it, the revenge aspect doesn't come until the guy wants out. You know what I mean? He's a, he would he would continue on doing these sort of things, recreating these things forever. Yeah, I mean, I can really, see that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I mm-hmm. found so fucked up about this movie is it wasn't what happened to him, and then like a revenge thing. It was that like you fucking permanently warped this kid, and mm-hmm. and now he's just he's into the whole thing, and it's you know whether that he would have been a bad person if that never had happened to him. You don't really. It know. just seemed like it, there was a lot of torture involved too. You know, bringing him to the brink of death all the time and stuff, and right. you know those type of scenes. It, but it just that seemed was like more of a thrill. Really, really it, I don't tor- think it was I mean, like a revenge because if it was revenge, you just killed him right there. You know, but it, it, oh, don't forget it was more it, fun to torture. Don't the forget torture it was the doctor's. A, a it was the doctor's writings he was reading, so he was giving the doctor the thrills that he had yeah. written about so many years ago because mm-hmm. he had stolen his journals. You know the truth when he truth. so, yep. but but yeah, I, I I could see both aspects, but I de- I definitely see what you're saying, JP, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of look at it like a taste of his own medicine type thing, you know, and I then thought. it was gonna it was gonna kind of escalate into getting he was enjoying it too much, much. Exa- you know, to what he's you know exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a little bit of like payback type stuff yeah. in there, but it's more about just being perverse and living. Mm-hmm this life this i thought that a out. little bit with the daughter though too you know how he he became he, he got like real close with the daughter and stuff and he kind of turned you know was trying to turn her against well, the family well, it's, and it, it, it has a really that, weird I'm dynamic because at a certain yeah. point the doctor becomes a victim almost which is a very you know well that's for that's, that's where the director's trying to thing to trying do to make you feel sympathetic with him right the, yeah i know it's yeah. tough it's a very it's tough, tough action to have in a film to then be have this doctor become a victim of this thing who he victimized it's a very very complex movie and that's why i I loved it so much is just because there's so many layers to this 
psyche of both of these characters and everybody involved in it that it's not it's anything but simple when it comes to the thought yeah. process that these characters are yeah. having and i almost as i talk about it i know that this is a movie that my rating will go up eventually because it, mm-hmm. i watched it what to uh to, was it today or yesterday i watched it yesterday today. so or was it today it might have been today yeah i think it was today but um <laughs> I can't remember, dude. My man, yeah, dude. <laughs> but I, I I thought it was such an amazing display of of art. You know what I mean? And it's icky as hell. Like I don't, I, I as pedophilia is a is a touchy situation. Isn't the aesthetic of the film so <laughs> fucked up though? Too yeah. isn't the aesthetic of the film so fucked up? Like how the house just like gets so dungy and like nasty and shit, and then just kind of it just kind of adds to the whole situation that's going on with the nurse and the and the doctor and stuff and i i just love that contrast man it's great it yeah. just oh it feels so nasty you're you it's yeah. like you're living in a war zone all of a sudden like the well, that, fucking that, house looks that's it's in what the it outdoors. Turns, that's what it almost turns into the war zone that that they were yeah. living through during that, the war you know what the more we talk about it that's probably exactly what the director was going yeah for. Yeah. yeah very smart uh, movie really- i need i i almost feel like I need more I time need to, bump to up. sort we, of. We need to we need to change this. Yeah, I need to the bump fact up that from uh, Class of Newcomb High is above this mode, so I gotta give you shit for that because this is this is art right here. Um, Dude, but I'm I joking. You, I I'm just, joking. Just it's one, favorite. This yeah, is the second best film on this list. Yeah, just lower. I'm just fucking with you, man. But um, anyway, I come in at eight point five, but I feel like I feel like that's a little low. I honestly do as I talk about it. So, we'll, we'll, it, it's something that'll probably change as time goes on. But right now, it's at eight point five at my number six spot, and the number six spot for the listeners uh, is the film uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. So that comes in at number six oh. for the listeners. Oh, nice. Nice. Henry, number six. Nice. Mm-hmm. Breaking into the top five. Halftime, All fuck right. Friday six. Oh, sorry, we're not doing that? <laughs> we're talking enough oh, about sorry. it. Oh, never mind. Go ahead, move. Haven't we? <laughs> it wasn't even about Friday six. It was about the franchise. It was about love, JP love. saying that, I was a, that he's the biggest Friday fan. I am. I'm a fake fan. Well, I'm I don't bigger like than all. you. I'm a more now, Here's why you're not bigger than me. Why? Because... Friday the 13th. Yeah. Now, you say you're wrong. First of all, I don't know what you rate them. But I don't, do I rate every film a 10 out of 10 in the series? No, of course not. I don't not. even have a 10 in the series. There you go. So right off the bat, I'm rating these movies higher, okay? I have – the first. there's no other franchise that I rate the first five films, not four. The first five films, these are the rates. I'm not going to tell you which is for what, but 10 – 10, 9.5, 9.8. That's what I rate the first five films. Boom. Straight up. I okay, love those But my films. problem with that, Dave, is Six right, I, sh- give, I give the first one about an 8, second one a 9, 9.5, third one about an 8.5, fourth one about a 9, fifth one about an 8.5, sixth one 8.5, seventh one uh, probably a 7, eighth one Ooh, there's where you probably, go wrong. probably a 7 as well, uh, ninth one I give like a 7.5, and 10 i just hate but like even freddy versus jason i rate like high like 8.5 and then uh the remake i give like an 8 as well all the all the movies are the same to me that's the problem that i have minus jason x and jason goes to hell pretty much the films are the fucking same movie that's why i have an issue where these are dramatic drop-offs and ratings i'm like dude it's the same thing is happening there's only slight variations slight variations if you show if if i show anybody who's not exposed to the franchise part 
2 and part 7, they're going to walk away with around the same feeling towards them. Huh. I showed them all to my daughter. I showed them all to my daughter in a row. And hold on. And hold on. I did not get, I ne- when I show my daughter a horror movie for the first time, I know I never give her any fucking any information about I how I, I feel about it. That. <laughs> because you I, I feel like I've heard you talk fuck. to it's her true. and be like, well, like kind of kind of leaning towards something. <laughs> no, there was one thing I did. I told her when we watched Halloween three before it began that Michael Myers is not in the movie. Prepare yourself for that. That's all I told. I said this yeah. is completely different, and she knew the Happy Halloween song for me for years. So she knew, and, and she knew about the masks. So she knew it wasn't going to be the same. But I wanted her to go. This is all I'm going to tell you before you watch this movie. Boom. Fucking the, the Michael Myers is not in it. But I sat her down. She watched them all. She gave her ratings. You know what I mean? She ended up, eventually, two was her favorite for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up liking six the most, which makes perfect sense because that is the kitty fucking movie. So I didn't, I didn't, I said, okay, okay. whatever. I never, you know, but me in this series, you can't just, just because Jason Voorhees is in a fucking movie. But it's not just that Jason Voorhees is in it. They're doing the same thing. It's the same setup. There's really Jason X. Jason goes to hell no, no, no. and fucking I said, except Freddy versus for those Jason. Two. I said except for those two and Freddy versus Jason, if you count that. But but basically one through eight. The, it's the same setup in different settings with slight variations. In part five, it's not really Jason, but it's still the same fucking movie as part four. You know what I mean? Slight it's very similar. I agree, and in I enjoy part it. Part six, same thing, but the difference six. this time is you have sort of a uh, anta- like a different sort of antagonist relationship between Tommy and and Jason, but it's relatively the same thing. Jason's still walking around killing people, and it's always been that way, and that's why I like them all. And you could say that about Michael Myers. Thing. Is Halloween five like I want to know the Halloween one to you? Of course not. You Come you on. guys are going to argue this until you're blue in the balls. And <laughs> what's going to be the end goal? Because I don't think anybody's going to change your opinion. Uh, no, no, but Chris so is, I'm right. But I'll he just has to defend right. himself because <laughs> no, no. I said something about him on another. Podcast. I have to defend it. I have to say what I have to say. Now let me throw you in, Christian, since you said something. No, on the good part. You want to you want to challenge Christian? I bet you that Christian and I have the same ratings for these films overall, with one movie being different. Jason lives. Yeah. He is two points higher than I am, but I bet you if you look along the way, I might like one movie a point higher than him for the remainder. I bet yeah, you he I, does I not agree. love I, seven, I eight, very and nine, and ten. But my, he doesn't love them either. My thing <laughs> is is that and, and this comes with Friday fans. Okay, listen, this comes with Friday fans, and this is why I always have a beef with. Friday fanboys is they are so dramatic on what is bad. I'm like, dude, you just talk about another movie that is clearly the same quality, but because this one's a Friday, it's that much worse to you. It's like you're judging them within the series instead of as each individual movie because Friday six is, is just as good as like a lot of movies that you guys give seven out of tens or eight out of tens. You know what I mean? And you're just, because it's a Friday film, I feel like it's are harsher on them. Like, part seven is not sure, that bad tell of you a why. movie. Like it's, Want me to tell you why? Why? Because you didn't <laughs> grow up watching them come out one after the other and have expectations as to what they were. You saw yeah. them later on. And I'm, this is, I'm telling you. That's, I, mean, I watched Did them you just all. play the old man card, dude? <laughs> it's not the old man card. It's watching them in order as they came out. Okay, I didn't you watch have them a different in type order of experience. as they came out. You are right about that. But I you did. have a different experience. So when, another, so when one comes out and you're a purist and, and you've followed along with a franchise all this time and then all of a sudden one comes out that isn't like the others, like you, you love Hostel. You probably love Hostel too. Hostel 3 came out 
I bet you don't fucking love that the way you love Hostel 1 and 2. And I, I bet in the future there's not going to be a Hostel fanboy saying, Oh, you're not as big a Hostel fan as I am because I love fucking Hostel 3. I give it an 8 out of 10 and you only give it a 6. That's the same exact thing. Don't tell me. Well, I mean, that's a bad th- example because I it's a perfect like example. I don't know. Bang on. I don't really know <laughs> much about Hostel 3 because I've never seen it. But, like, if you would use, like, another franchise that's a current I like, franchise. I like Hostel 3. Like... I'm just saying, I judge movies as movies, and I always hear people say, oh, dude, part three is so bad. I'm like, dude, it's barely any different than part two. You know what I mean? Uh, if, if you look, like, there is, come on, man. I mean, part seven is- They're much is different in tone. Different. They're much different the way they're set up and things like that, but I still enjoy three. I'm just saying, but they are different. They're not really at a camp in part three. They're at, outside of a fucking barn by but a it's pond. it's the same. There's They're things you can pick apart. The, the formula is the same. The same thing. Kids getting killed. Life. Kids getting killed. <laughs> yeah. Outside. What's the, what's the biggest difference between Friday 2 and 3? There's me. a lot of differences. T- t- no, the biggest difference. What's the biggest difference? More what black people in part 3. What's the, what sets them apart? The mask. The mask. minute differences. Jason, first saying. and foremost, in every Jason way. Jason looks huge. He looks like he took steroids overnight. But everything else too. I mean, the, the, the atmosphere—they're not camp counselors. They're fucking a couple kids going out there to party. But it isn't set up at all like part two was. Part two feels a lot like one. Part three doesn't feel anything like one and two feel. The I think atmosphere they all fucking feel the same. Part three That's has some like sexy them. women in it too, man. Yes, it does. But I bet, Christian, do you agree with me that that yeah. three feels different from one and two? One hundred percent. Thank you. Three's actually, definitely... three's actually my lowest rated out of the first six. That's fine. I mean, we yeah. all have our opinions. I can't hate on you for that. Yeah. But this is it. This is the only franchise I truly love. There's no other thing franchise that I love. Saw is my second favorite franchise. Nobody knows me as the Saw guy. My wife wouldn't go out and buy me Saw t-shirts and Saw figurines. My wife knows that when the time comes, if you're stuck to buy Dave something, just go on eBay and type in Friday the 13th and buy anything. A keychain, a mug, a fucking condom, a pair of sunglasses, a hat, a t-shirt. I don't give a fuck. A Shelly condom? I will buy anything with that Friday. Shelly's a lucky rubber. Label on it. I love the franchise. And I, and I know that you do love the franchise. Like, I'm not, I'm, I was, I'm joking when I say I'm a that you're a fake so, Friday fan. But, I'm a purist because I don't like the other ones that try to pass themselves off as Friday the 13th. They when are, they're truly not. They I don't give a fucking Friday the 13th, man. They're like, why? Because some corporate asshole decides it? No, why, because why, the, the same basic be, premise is happening. Happening. Jason is killing young people, and it might be a different setting, like on a boat or something. But it's still set up the same. The stock, the slash. There's there is different, slight variations with it, but for the most part, it's I'm getting what I lo- came for. Jason killing fools. That's what I came for. The story. Yeah, okay, Michael is, Myers. Huh? Look at Halloween five and six. Are you gonna fucking seriously compare them to Halloween no, one? No, because right Halloween now? one is art. Jason it's the has same never thing. been it's art. Michael killing kids. J- Jason has <laughs> never been art. All the movies are about the same quality in terms of, uh, you know, direction and music and score. Like they 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 very similar feeling. Halloween five has a completely different tone than Halloween one. It just it just does. Completely. And seven has a completely different tone than, than Friday one. Not that <laughs> much of a different tone. Ah. So let me ask you guys something. 
Do we get a song and dance with this halftime show or what? <laughs> I should have kept my mouth shut, huh? I don't know. I, I feel like I feel hey, like baby. I'm, I, 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 hey, baby. I love. I want to see some nipples and shit, like you know. I was a kid. Janet Jackson. I our lives. These I are the best things. It was original. I carry that fucking thing days. everywhere. Oh. <laughs> What are you singing? These are the best days. <laughs> I'm singing the Killer Party song. I know you are. I know. That's amazing. Here, here's what, here's what we And Christian's just like me. If you want to call me out, you may as well call him out, too. Because, I, like I said, it's probably oh, the yeah. same type of thing with him. Well, Christian at least likes part six as much as me, so I... I, I... So uh, this is all based like on a little bit more. Actually, actually there's four, I'm only glad four that come into question. Nightmare on Elm Street. Because <laughs> like, I'm the only person okay. in the world that loves that film. What's that? Most franchises suck, in my opinion. There are very few, very few. Like I said, if Saw is my second favorite and Juan is my fucking third favorite and it's only had four out of like seven that are really good, in my opinion, what does that tell you about fucking horror franchises? In my, my Halloween, there's my three thing I like. Is like Night Street, there's three I like. That's it. The, the five thing is, 13, Dave, like five at least. if you... Like, you clearly have seen all these Friday films, even the later sequels, any, any right? Time. Oh, yeah. I've seen them all a, a bunch of times. You know everything there is to know about them. Like, and that's why I can, can still not say you're not a huge fan of them. When you've, when you've literally watched them so many times and you know everything about them, you're obsessed with them. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, give them a little bit of credit. There's something that brings you back there. Yeah, it's something. It's nostalgia. It's simple nostalgia. It's growing up with it. It's like I would rather watch a five. Like, uh, let's say I'm gonna rate. Look at uh, these member berries. Part seven. <laughs> let's say I'm gonna rate part seven a five out of ten. <laughs> would I rather watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven or Sorority House Massacre, which I also give a five out of ten? Of course, They're I'm so gonna watch different of quality. Friday the Thirteenth. They seven. really. Are. I, I rate them both compared to Sorry. Sorority House. Come on. I'm not sorry. even comparable. I can't blindly give it a higher rating. I might enjoy it's not it. not blindly. It's just a better movie than Sorority House Massacre. Way better. <laughs> Come on. Great stuff, Moods, by the way. Are you ready for Friday? It is better. You know right. what? And I will watch Friday 7, 8, 9, and 10. I will watch them. I'll never watch them. But they're my yet. least favorite of that franchise, and I rate them low. But I will still watch them because of member berries or because within I like them as the part of the franchise. You are correct. If you were to rate it within the franchise, you know, the highest being part two or four, whatever you prefer, being a 10, and the bottom being Jason X or Jason Goes to Hell being a one or something. Yeah, within the franchise, it makes sense to rate them that low. When you compare them to the rest of the world of movies, I just think they're better movies than that. But I, anyway, I don't actually rate them as low as that. I rate them, like, they might range at a, a three to a five range. Three is crazy to me. I can't even... The only one I give a three For Jason Goes to Hell or whatever. Yes, Jason oh, Goes to Hell. Crazy. Agreed. Yeah. I give that a three. You're right. That's it. Right. Everything or else... Jason takes Manhattan. I get a four. They're not... Right. Yeah, it's and then they're all hovering there, but I'll still watch them. All right. Because right. yeah, right, I'm cool. a sucker for punishment. Let, let's get back into this top ten. We. <laughs> I respect Dave and Christian as Friday fans, okay? You won me over. And we respect you too, and that's, that's as the, the end. As right. the biggest fan, right? <laughs> Number the first four are the Holy Grail, and I've said it for years. That's what I call them. They're the Holy Grail of slashers. If it would have ended at the final chapter, there would, it wouldn't even be a matter of opinion or debate. It would be a guarantee that it's 100% the best horror franchise ever. That's what right. I say. Now that's how high to take his blood pressure meds, and then we can continue the show. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that little halftime show. Let's get into our top five. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. Are we done? Are we done? Are we done? Are we done? Yeah, you should have chat for his albums. <laughs> All right.
All right. Coming in at number five, which probably doesn't surprise anybody on this panel right now. You know, the Empire Classic from 1986, Terror Vision. What? Yes. There goes my number one for moods. Yeah, he wasn't kidding. You guys thought he was he was kidding when he was talking about Terror Vision. I knew. It Dude, I had it. I had it as number one. I had it as number one in a top ten list for anybody. Moods, I had it as number one. This guy's my whole of fame. Know me that well. Christian like hates. I knew Moods was gonna put it. Christian, you don't know Moods loves this film. I had it as number one prediction. Listen, I love Terror Vision. I literally have this poster sitting in my fucking. I can't. <laughs> I gave it a two. Like Christian gave it a two. He's ready to How quit podcasting. How did that ever happen, man? It's like, this is one of the worst up. movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my god. I love Terror Vision so much, man. It's got one of the greatest aesthetics to a film ever. It's fucking amazing. Stupid ass movie. If, if but this was so a video really podcast, everybody would be dying right I'd now. I'd be punked right now, right? Like, you'd be punked. On, like, make it your number five or something like that. I'm not. I'm not embarrassed, man. Everybody knows I, I, I play Terror Vision all the fucking time, man. I love this film. It's fucking amazing. And you gave it's me shit about amazing. Slaughter High. I'm not saying anything about your Terror Vision pick. Proceed. No, I like. I like Slaughter High. I actually I like Slaughter High. I'm just fucking but, with you. Man, Terror Vision, man, is like a perfect blend of you know throwback to fucking monster films. Uh, I love the fact. That they're praising like the you know the whore hose too. I love yeah, that thing, man. Cool. The aesthetic of the film is fantastic. It's got great colors. It's got colorful characters. Yeah, it's got terrible acting in it, but that's part of it though. It's fucking great, man. I love the whole shit, man. The transmission bringing aliens down and shit. I love that, man. It's so it's so much fucking fun, and it's got the wackiest shit ever. Like going back to the aesthetic in the film, you look around the place that they live in, man. Like these ridiculous pictures of like cocks and shit, and like people having sex and stuff. I love that shit, man. It's fucking hilarious. It's me, it's man. like a weird the movie that is like it's almost supposed to be like, uh, like if you think of like how South Park did that episode where it was like interplanetary like sitcoms, like everything was a TV show. This is supposed mm-hmm. to be a TV show of, like, a sitcom of these people living in a weird universe. You know what I mean? That's kind of what they're getting at with Terror Vision. Yeah, I mean, it's... It looks like, like it's a, on a set, a, right? Like, a, like it the does, background it does. is, like, yeah. you know, when, when they're outside. you can. It's like they're on a sitcom set. It's got Christian can't speak. Christian can't speak. Paranoid... <laughs> I am lost for words. I think Christian and I can make over, this The over-paranoid <laughs> grandpa... Who's like obsessed with war and shit? I I fucking I love all this. He lives in a fucking bunker. Yeah, I like his bunker. In his fucking (laughs) kid's basement. I I fucking love that shit, man. You know know how Charles Band got this movie made? Is he made a poster and then he was like, "Look, I got this." And then they're like, "That looks like something that would sell." And then he's like, "Give me money." And they're like, "Here's money." And he's like, "All right, now I'm gonna go make the movie." Wow! Yeah, you know, you actually, know actually, movie that got made that they actually way? made this in Italy, Killjoy. or they made this in Rome, I think. They made this in right, Rome too. It's like an Italian production, right? So they filmed it down there and shit. So, wow! Should have done it on our Giallo show. Definitely <laughs> 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 not a Giallo. So, what, what no, I'm not an Empire picture. This is what I talk about all the time. The Video Dead slash. Uh, Terrorvision double feature is like one of my favorite things to watch. I can watch those films all the fucking time. I do love that. Chocolate. It is a great. Movie. I always confuse those two. Just movies. saying, man. I'm just saying. I, I like mean, video dead a little bit. No more, cast though. agree with me. It's just you don't have to oh. come over and cuddle and spoon and watch fucking Terrorvision <laughs> with me. It's, you do cuddle, cuddle. That you know, sounds nice it, though. I would like to do that. I, I figured you would, Brandon. Okay. What did, what did you rate <laughs> this bad boy? I give it eight out of ten. 
Eight out oh of ten. my lord! Six <laughs> higher, was, six I, higher than me. I, that might be the so, biggest swing in history. So, what are your biggest fucking problems with the film? I mean, I don't expect. I, I like I said before, this is one of the films I expected nobody to have it on their top ten list. Not even close. I just personally have always had this obsession with Terrorvision. It's got so much replay value for me. It's got one of the craziest, awesome um, theme songs ever. It's so <laughs> damn catchy, <laughs> man. Everything about the film <laughs> is funny. But you know, there's everyone. certain movies that you grow up with that have just, they're locked in at that time. The first time you see them, you're like, I love this. And then you, you go on in time and then you realize that there are going to be people, there's a handful of people that agree with you. Because I was so dumbfounded because it was a first time watch for me. I was like, this is why I avoided it. And this is absolute dreck. I can't, I I, I hate it, but I'm going to watch it. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to stop it after 20 minutes, Dave. It's your... <laughs> <laughs> and I watched the whole thing, and I said, "This is garbage." But then I watched, went on to IMDb, and there are a million—not a million, but there are quite a few people that have the exact same reaction as you, Moods, that said this movie rules. And they weren't being facetious; they were being, "This is for something from my childhood. I grew up with it. I love it." I'm, I have those movies too that I love it, but other people think they're absolute shit. Hmm. And then later, as you grow older, you do find that there's some people that have common ground or, or, or share that same vision, but. Yeah, I came to it late. Literally watched it for this show, and did not like any 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 part of it. Well, I never seen Terravision until I was older. I never seen it until probably the later nineties. So it's really? not like that. Oh, wow. Like I was, well, you know, I was almost, you know, I was in my later teens, kind of thing. When I, the first time I ever saw Terravision, well, um, got my hands on a VHS bootleg of it or whatever. But um, but you know, I hadn't seen it in years and years. When Screen Factory released it, what four or five years ago, it was just like. The biggest fucking five years ago, it became like the hugest thing for me, man. I was like, I, that and the Video Dead were like on yeah, Video fucking Dead never had a, a DVD release at all. No, yeah. no. Um, yeah, again, video I saw Dead did have do, like, fantastic cover art, no question. <laughs> well, okay, video yeah, Dead. So Terror Vision for me. Well, you come to my house, you see, you see Video Dead everywhere. I have posters, I have hoodies, I have shirts, I have everything Video Dead in my house, man. I love the Video Dead. Yeah, it's my favorite artwork of like all time. I love yeah. it. But um, I don't know. Some you know, I'm a big music fan, and like I think, right when you click on the film, that that you know that score, man, uh, dealing with like TV and transmission and shit. I just love the everything about the film and the colors. I think it's the aesthetic that really pulls me in, though. Like you, like JP said, man, it looks like it's shot on a on a set, which it is, but it just it's has this. It, it kind of has, yeah, totally. It has this kind of like weird odd future kind of feel to it but the colors just bounce on that blu-ray and it's just like oh dude i i love that film man it's so much fun it's so much fun i mean i cannot totally understand it's like it's kind of the same thing when you gave uh, toxic avenger 10 out of 10 there's a lot of people going toxic <laughs> worst avenger. moment in the history of i'm pretty, podcast, I'm pretty sure this is the same reaction worst moment you're having to my fucking television <laughs> So, no. I mean, it, there are a lot of people that will give Toxic Adventure 10 out of 10. There are a lot of people that will <laughs> me as well. So, but oh, there dude, are people I'm, that I'm do a hold that. Toxic Adventure. I, I actually laughed at when you gave it 10 out of 10. I was like, damn. Listen. That's crazy. Because I'm a massive, massive Toxic Adventure fan. Huge <laughs> fucking Adventure fan. This, this, like, well, this well, Terrorvision is right <laughs> along those movies from like Class of Newcomb High and Toxic Adventure. Like, I look at all those movies the same. I like Terrorvision. Um, I first seen it in 2012 so i didn't even have those member berries or the nostalgia for it and i liked it then i gave it a, i think i gave it a <laughs> seven out of ten 
and it's currently at my number 27 for this year. So uh, one spot above doing your top class 51. of Newcom, one spot above class of Newcom High, and one spot below Killer Party. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, huge, I'm a little bit surprised that like I'm, I'm sure JP's not. You're not surprised by my by Terrorvision right now. I'm sorry. I am a little bit just because like when I think how are of, you surprised? I know that you love it, yeah. but I I just it's like, like I, for, do, for a top though, man? five spot on 86. Like even you, I thought would have. It a little lower than than where it I is. I thought it was going to be his number one. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna grab the fly or TerraVision, I'm going TerraVision every time. Yeah. And I, I love. I really the fly. thought he was putting it as number one. I just lost on my moods number one pick. Yeah, but I put, I also, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure nobody has my number one. Okay, I thought it was sure. TerraVision wow. for sure. <laughs> now I now I think I know what it is because it's not TerraVision. I think it's the other one that I was gonna oh, go shut with. Up, but Brandon. okay, who's next? <laughs> I'm next. Supernatural. Uh, wow, that, that floored me. But that's good. That's cool. And I'm not a big Empire Pictures fan unless Stuart Gordon is at the helm. And my number five film Segway. is From Beyond. <laughs> From Beyond, yeah. From Beyond, fantastic movie. Well, Always loved it. Nice. Yeah, you love that segue? <laughs> and, and love Reanimator. Love From Beyond. Love Dolls. Love fucking robot jocks, but that's uh, another. <laughs> that's going in a different realm altogether in sci fi. But know you like jocks. And I love jocks, yeah. Just, 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 <laughs> From Beyond's always been great. Always, again, grew up with the R-rated version. Loved being able to finally see the director's cut that restored those precious moments that uh, we knew existed and were good. And uh, Nothing's wrong with that R-rated version. Barbara Crampton's sexy as hell. Uh, love all the practical effects. And it's a fast-paced film. Nine out of ten. Nice. nice, nice, nice. I think you I guys already Stu- talked about it a little bit more uh, before. So, sorry, Moods, you're about to add to it. I met I met Stuart Gordon a couple years ago at the Reanimator uh, reunion, and uh, I was wearing a doll shirt, and he was like, "Nice." He's <laughs> 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 like, "That's awesome." Those are the best stories, like, like little offshoots like that. That's great. That's a yeah. good member, Barry. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get you to do it all night. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are we? Number five? Nine, number five. It's been said before. It's a repeater. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Well, let me tell you. This movie, when I was a kid, when it first came out, was a big hit amongst me and my friends. And I'm talking 10, 12 of us. We used to walk around and quote this movie and fucking call each other freaking uh, hog bitches, you know, just to bust each other about, you hog bitch! All that. We, uh, this has been a part of my life for a very long time. For, and then, uh, by the time the 2000s rolled around, for some reason, I wasn't into it anymore. I wasn't into it like I was when I was a kid. I just took it, I, I don't know what it was. Just didn't get, I've always owned it. I kept buying it every time it was released, but never found myself in the mood to go back and watch it. Well, I, I began watching it again uh, the last couple of years. Since I started getting more into podcasting, I started watching it again. And it all came back. I, I really do love this movie. I understand what JP was saying before. He was making good points about you could pick it apart, I suppose. There's things you could say, you know, the underground layer and, and, and all that stuff and what's up. But this movie, the fuck it, it's the characters that really make this movie. Even the minor characters are memorable. Everybody that's in this film, it's so quotable. It, it's just great. And, and Jim Sidow and freaking Bill Mosley really just steal the fucking show. The, the back and forth between them. I laugh watching this movie 
probably more than I laugh watching <laughs> The Naked Gun or something like that. It's... I, <laughs> Why The Naked Gun out of all films? <laughs> I don't know. Caddyshack. I just think of, you know, big comedy. I, I love Nesley. OJ's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Are you sure you're not talking about Naked Gun 33 and a third? Yeah, no, Naked Gun, the first one? It's a top ten comedy, I think. Straight off, Airplane, Naked Gun, Caddyshack. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just thinking about the comedies I love. But, I mean, I laugh so much, but I still don't consider it as comical as people think. It, it makes me laugh. The, the banter it's between like them. It's like very black, like un- almost like sort of intentional, but like... Not direct no, it's comedy. It's a very, very. It's not very for everybody. Unique. I could see somebody watching that movie and not not chuckling once when Dude, they're when going I was a back kid. I didn't even know that's it was comedy. Saying. I didn't take that's it as what comedy I'm saying. at all. Yeah, but right. you also thought Jason was wearing a Roy <laughs> mask. <laughs> that is true. I'm oh. Sorry. <laughs> you said Jason was a like Hannibal Lecter. No, I didn't think he was wearing a Roy mask. I thought he was wearing a human mask. It's different. Right, I get. I knew exactly what you meant. I, I, I totally get that. Where, where did he buy it? He went to the security. Uh, can I get uh, the Just human like a mask Shatner of... mask or something. You know yep. I mean? no, no, don't give me the Shatner. Give me the other one next to it. Give me the Roy. Give me the Nixon. <laughs> uh, Jason, we got this beautiful hockey mask. No, 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 no. The one right beside it. That, the Roy. That right. human mask. <laughs> right. All right, Dave. Oh, continue. shit. But, but there is some scary stuff in this film still. Mm-hmm. The stuff with when Chop Top is at the radio station, yeah, it's it fucking terrifying. Yeah, it is. It is. It, when he's talking to her and lighting, lighting the, the hanger and scratching his head and talking to her, that it's whole so scene... One of the most revolting things ever when he's just eating his fucking... Oh, God. Oh, man. God, dude, I fucking find it so... It nice. is. And lighting it first. Like, he could have just scratched and ate, but the, oh. you know, how he lights it with no, the lighter... Burn it off. It's yeah. like he's cooking oh. the skin first before he eats it. He's disaffecting the hanger before he scratches yeah. his plate. <laughs> now, can I ask you guys? So, Tom Savini always said he did have a real plate in his head. What? So, that wasn't a special effect. Wait a second here. What? Wait, what the hell? Plate. What are you talking about? Mosley had a plate? Yeah, that's what he said. And I thought, well, he doesn't have I always a plate. thought was, you can that's see right that it's fake. Well, you said. <laughs> It's a well, that's clearly on the outside of his skull. Like. It's on the outside of his skull. So I'm like, what the fuck is Tom Savini saying? But I will post as a follow up to this. I don't know if it was from Grand Illusions or his book or whatever like that. But that's he said the actor had a real plate in his head. Was Savini having nom flashbacks at that? You time? mean you mean that's like <laughs> You mean that they well, use the real sense, plate because they don't have an exposed plate. I think you had a fever dream or something. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. a fucking place, Listeners, back me up. I'm not saying he has a point. I'm just Listeners, saying Savini. I think it was the same plate that was used in the dude, everybody, Everybody's looking like this. They're like, I hope he's not talking to me to back him up. <laughs> not you guys. Fucking like out, out there. Yeah, I know. Fucking no, no, like, Savini was having non um, flashbacks or something, man. He was tripping. Christian was having acid away. flashbacks, I think. I think that's the only flashback here. Guys, it's only on this super, like, edition limited to five laser disc where he heard him say this. Actually, I just read it. It's true. It's true, Christian. He did have a plate in his head, but it was a paper plate. It was a paper plate. Caliber <laughs> jokes. And exploding heads. He's here place. on your show. He's down here. <laughs> right. uh, Find it. So what's okay. up, Dave? Okay, eight, eight and a half out of ten. Great fucking movie. All right. Uh, All right. My number five. 
Terror Vision. All right, speaking <laughs> of uh, Empire Pictures, oh. my number five is not from them. <laughs> it's in a glass cage. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Great film. In a glass cage. <laughs> I, I, see, I, I see the arguments that we were... Not the arguments, but the, the friendly debate that we were having between revenge... The different point and, of view. Yeah, and, oh. and the revenge aspect. Because there is a certain revenge aspect in the sense that Angelo is trying to torture Klaus at the very beginning in terms of exposing what he's done to his wife. That's why he refuses to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. But then it turns into Angelo's evolution of basically becoming Klaus. Well, his motives, I think, may may have changed because he his motives changed because he's actually enjoying it too. Exactly, and but what's also haunting is is the influence he has on Reina, the daughter, Mm -hmm. and and that last scene. Man, isn't it like isn't such a yeah? It's so disturbing. I I think it's just beautifully haunting and disturbing just ultimately yeah. how these characters end it's it's heartbreaking and tragic and yeah the film is totally icky not an easy watch but definitely worth checking out i think very highly of it just like henry i think probably two of the best films from this year mm-hmm. but not my favorite so i'm going to go back and revisit but two great films and i've seen in a glass cage before yeah, so i uh, feel like i don't need to watch this ever for a long time like there's no real reason it's like almost more powerful only <laughs> seeing it once you know what i mean well fucking brandon can't watch the film anymore because he ran out of jurgens that's true it needed, it needed more more boys in it and it would have been perfect i was victor salivating over this one so how long did it take you to get to that film brandon like four or five six hours or what Oh, I was bleeding by the end of it. By the way, Moose, this uh, this <laughs> release is not out of print. By the way, you can get it for twenty two oh nine on Blu ray. Nice. It actually is out of print. I'm not joking. What? Well, how do you figure? And not printing. It didn't print anymore, but you could still buy it. So maybe yeah. there's still copies on Amazon that are still decently. No, I'm priced. saying, like, did you did like did where did you hear that it was out of print? Klaus From called. Cult Epics. Klaus called. <laughs> Angelo a, called them. <laughs> Amazon still have copies? Yeah, they they have copies. It's twenty two oh nine. Yeah, and they haven't caught on to that it's out of print. Then they're not trying well, to gouge should, you. People should pick it up. It's worth. Well, it I, is. It is out of print. It's worth seeing. It's worth seeing. Definitely worth seeing. Nine out of ten for me. Nine. I actually bumped. I actually bumped it up from all the conversations we've been having about it. Yeah, I, probably I was at eight point. I was at eight point five, and then when you were talking about it, I was like, you know what? I think highly of it. I have. That's I probably even what think happens I, after I talk about a movie. <laughs> <laughs> See how pompous he is. Yeah, but then he talked about Friday Six, and then no, I talked about Friday Six before that. All right, so nine out of ten for you, Dan. Yeah, it's good. I thought it's, it was going to be number one. It's definitely a big one. I thought it was a Brandon number one all the way. That was my prediction. Oh, okay. It, so was it, I. It, Same with me. Total Brandon movie, hundred percent. That is number one. It, it, it is a me movie. But yep, <laughs> it is. Yeah, for sure. All right, so lots of naked boys. <laughs> um, this one for me, number five, uh, is a movie that I initially rated it on an episode of the podcast, and I had seen it another time, and I rated it higher. I actually did not rewatch it for this show, but I had seen it within the past year m- multiple times, so I felt like it was good enough in my memory 
to where I didn't need to rewatch it. But I almost wish I had because I think I might have even came higher on it. And that film is Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. It seems like every time I watch this film, I like it more and more. Uh, it just has so much to it in terms of like this this dynamic between the two characters. And it really does grow on you to where you start noticing more about the movie. And like the set, that Chicago setting is amazing. And the time period that it's set is amazing. And the performances are out of this world. Uh, I had some debate when I had initially reviewed it about the relationship between Otis's sister and and um, Henry, where I felt like it was unnecessary a little bit. But I've really come away from that, and I don't I don't feel that way anymore at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it definitely definitely belongs on most people's top 10 list of the year like i can't this is a movie that i find it hard to see that there's 10 movies that are better than it you know what i mean from from this year so it had to be on the list and and it could have possibly even been a little higher uh so i'm coming in at an 8.5 with henry uh out of 10 and then the number five spot for the listeners is aliens nice you know, I also feel like um, what's what's the, what's her character that I, you just said. I forget her name. I also feel like her character is really, really messed up. Like you, you oh, focus yeah, so yeah. much on Henry and Otis, but she's so damaged and broken that she oh, just yeah. accepts Otis's behavior secondhand. It's so it's so tragic, and just well, that final you, that final scene ever, is so haunting. I say this all yeah. the time when we talk about Rob Zombie movies. But if you've ever really, like, ventured into the scummy parts of the world, right? Yeah. It's usually, like, even, like, the kids are, like, fucking weirdos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, like that they're even, just because that's what they know. Like, so, yeah. I mean, I've, I, I've, I don't even want to get into it. But, like, I could totally see how she would be Oh, like yeah. It, it makes, it makes perfect sense. But it's, it's, it's haunting and, and upsetting at the yeah. same time. Yeah. All right. Number four, Moods. Coming in number four, Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Yeah, um, <laughs> felt like we've talked about this movie a lot. I don't really know what to add to it, but um, it's just one of those surreal films, man. I mean, I don't really have a lot of problems with this film. I don't know why my rating is nine out of ten, to be honest, but. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great film. It really is, man. I, I, I love... I mean, I guess kind of the problem is maybe the sympathetic view that McNaughton took with the Henry Lee Lucas uh, character a little bit. At times, it kind of comes off as like, okay... It could be interpreted as sympathetic, but the more I watch it, it's more of just understanding. They paints him in a way that you could understand him, and it's a little less sympathetic, I feel, the more that I watch it. I get that. I get that completely. Um, yeah, it, it's a great fucking film, man. It really is. There's there's so many gut-wrenching scenes, man. I, I think the scene that I always pull away from this film, man, is the scene where Henry convinces Otis to go and do that, you know, under the overpass killing. Yeah. And I find that just yeah. to be so... Because it's just random. ...surreal and unbelievably violent. Mm-hmm. You know, like this poor fucking guy that pulled over to help them just gets murdered out of in cold blood and it's it kind of showcases the whole film it was see thomas howell who pulled over to help them (laughs) 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 after he chopped off john Ryder. (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ 
Christ. Trev, serious moment. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm they, sorry. Dave no, saw no, that no, scene no, and he's no. like, I, I can't I can't watch this anymore. That guy's too dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's that's the scene that kind of solidifies the, the film for me, man. It's fantastic, man. Um, you know, I mean, it's funny, man. When you watch that film and then you watch part two, we talked about it, obviously, on the cast. And Jesus Christ, part two is... Yeah, do not it's watch such... those movies back to back. No, it seems like everybody else though Every... likes it except for us. I didn't hate. I didn't hate part two though. But Never it's weird. It. I always connect that guy with the uh, with the bootlegger in Seinfeld because that's who we, you know, the one who's recording the movies in the theater. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I, I just picture him like. Yeah, but, yeah. It's it's a haunting film. It's it's a great character study, man. Of I mean, not only Henry, but even Otis himself, man. I mean, we get to see what Otis is all about in the film too, which is kind of cool. Low yeah. budget goodness. It's a low budget film that actually pulls through quite well. Yeah, and this one great technically act- didn't come out till nineteen ninety. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's four years later. I would yeah, love to Michael see- Rooker talk about this one. Has he ever talked about this? There's the special. I don't know if Michael Rooker's on there, but the. I I, I, I remember know. listening to the commentary on the uh, Blu-ray. There's so, there's a decent amount of special features on there too. So yeah, I, I need to get through, man. Mm. But uh, Michael Rooker just fucking murders this role, man. He like yeah. to me every time I see him, he's he's Henry. Yeah, he is you know? Henry he is for sure. Yeah. And like I remember seeing Tom Towles, you know, in the in the zombie films, and it's like I just think of him as Otis too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like crazy. But uh, no, it, it's it's one of the best serial killer adaptations of all time and yeah. you know i'm still i'm still with my nine out of ten on the film yeah nice it needs to, it needs to be here it's, it's with this in, in the glass cage i think you're two of the best films from 1986 in my opinion so i don't know why they're so spread out but that's just the way exactly I how i felt <laughs> yeah i agree yeah. with that yeah all right that Christian. Nice. my number four is david cronenberg's the fly God damn it! God damn it, I just lost Christian. <laughs> I just there lost you. Christians too. That's it, I lost them all. I still yeah. have JP. I lost you guys, because I had Henry down for uh, Moods, and in a glass had, cage down for Brandon. I had Henry, so I had Henry for, Henry for Moods. Moods, too. Yeah. I had oh, The Fly for Christian, I had Night of the Creeps for Brandon, and I had Psycho 3 for Dave. I had Psycho oh, 3 wow. for Dave, too. I'm still alive. <laughs> I, know, I, still, I still have Dave's alive here, man. Let's look at JP, Dave's did you already cover Henry? I've huh? got two of you alive. You covered Henry, JP, right? Yeah, it was my last. We time. just we did. Oh, them okay, back so back. I, I I lost you also. I lost. I think I got. I think I got JP's. I'm not sure about Dave's. I think I might have gotten his too. But I yeah, mine's David Cronenberg's The Fly. Love it. It's not my favorite Cronenberg film. We know. I think my third favorite Cronenberg film, and that is always adjusted. Like I mean, because I love some of his early stuff, uh, and that's grown on me quite a bit over the years as well. Uh, but. For his mainstream, probably his his best mainstream film. Yeah, I mean, it, great I effects. We've we've talked about it. Great performances. Fast, pretty fast paced. It's one of the uh, most critically acclaimed horror films too. Which is weird. I mean, there's, I mean, I think Dead Ringers is a better movie. But this is wow. This is so. With that, like a, with that, yeah. what's your favorite Cronenberg film, Christian? Uh, Video Videodrome. Rome. I knew it. Videodrome. That's for yeah. sure. That's a great interesting. Choice. I love interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of my favorite movies, uh, and I love. But I do love the fly and and the effects. You can't argue. The effects are amazing in this mm-hmm. movie. They hold yeah. up. Yeah, and they still hold up. Yeah, they're they're great practical effects, and 
definitely worth checking out. Not much more to be said about it. Uh, solid film all around. Nine out of ten. Nice. Nice. Right on, cool. right on. Dave. Okay. My number four has already been mentioned. Night of the Creeps. Yeah. Rating? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Night of the Creeps. What a great what a great film. Rewatchability is is over the top. It's it, it, I could watch this movie anytime. And I've really grown to love it more. Me too, dude. Oh, yeah. Right? It's weird. Then when I was a kid I liked it. But it's one of those movies again that kind of got away from me for a while. Maybe there wasn't a release. I don't know. I it's don't like know you what forget it was. It that it's that good. That, well, for a while there wasn't a release until like is that, 2010 okay. or something. I think that's what it is. I just didn't see it for the longest time, and then I started coming around, and it, it came up on Netflix about four or five years ago, and then uh, then I got the Blu-ray, and man, I, I forgot how much I enjoyed this when I was a kid. It's just one of those ones that I just kind of forgot about. Always, always liked it. Said, "Yeah, None of the Creeps. That's a good film." But didn't really know how great it was yeah. until I started going back and watching it again. And there's just so many elements. It's just, it's just a perfect, not a perfect film, but it's just, it's a lot of fun. It has everything you want in a horror movie. Yeah, you have fun. You have good special effects. I mean, you have K and B doing the effects. You know, mm-hmm. fucking not K and B, but K and B without N. Kid and play. Kid and play. Yeah. Yeah, Kid and Blay. Yeah. Kid and Blay. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They did the, the, the hair. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the high top fade. Oh, um, tons of stool, tons of cool stuff. Uh, all the obvious. Tons of stool. <laughs> tons of feces in this movie. <laughs> you can't believe the amount of stools. I, I just pictured stuff. a bunch of stools everywhere that you like sit on. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing <laughs> giant <laughs> turds. Yeah, weren't those creeps pieces of shit? What do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, tons of cool name drops, you know, for the characters. They're, all the characters' names were, were you know, horror movie directors, and they yeah. they got everybody. They even had Carpenter, uh, the obvious one, but I mean, they even had Cunningham and Steve I always Miner. forget about that. You know, Romero, <laughs> yeah, his name great. is like, yeah, there's tons of references. I always forget about yeah. that. Yeah, tons of them. The, the lead girl, you know, or, well, all of their names, honestly, yeah. you know. Uh, but Cynthia Cronenberg, man. What a doll that girl was! Beautiful, beautiful girl. She wasn't a- around much either. She did like uh, she had a short. I'm gonna ask her if po- she wants to watch Elm Street Four with me. <laughs> Do it, man. Look <laughs> it up. I watch nice. anything. She still looks good too. I saw her the other day on um on the special features when they had them all there, and you know Jason Lively was there, all of them, and, and Tom Atkins was there. What are you gonna say about fucking Tom motherfucking Atkins? I mean, shit. This is. Uh, an iconic wolf for him. Everything out of his mouth is hysterical. It's Throw great. Me. You know? Throw me. <laughs> and all the flashbacks are so cool when they yeah. go to black and white and they go yeah. to the whatever it was, the 50s or whatever. It's just so good. Uh, the, you know, uh, the, the title cards, the way the, the art looks, everything. It's just a you damn good You guys just want to do a Night of the Creeps commentary instead? A lot of fun. <laughs> <Fuck> yourself. <laughs> Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. There you nice. go. Nice, Brandon. Sweet. Nice. And they do say exploding heads. It's the only movie where yeah, they, they do the word yep. exploding heads in it. So oh, give them God. Yeah. Zombies, exploding heads. He gets yes. the creepy fumble. crawlies. I asked him at, I asked him at the I'm convention. I'm still waiting for them to say out. 22 shots of moods and horror. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found one yeah. yet. Surprising. Not yet. Yeah. One of these days. That just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number four? Alright, my number four has not been mentioned yet, and I swore I wasn't even gonna rewatch it 
for the show because I'm not a huge fan of the franchise. But okay. by God, I rewatched it. And fucking had a blast watching, it, and that's Aliens. I dude, you know what? I had a feeling Fuck. that's what you were talking about. I I didn't. I wasn't gonna rewatch. I'm not a huge Alien franchise person, but man, I rewatched it and I just had a blast. And for the reasons why Dave doesn't love it is why I love it. I love the whole military <laughs> jarhead aspect of it. Oh, yeah, I, I, I love thing. the camara- camaraderie hmm. around the characters. The only issue I have is Ripley's been in stasis for 57 years. Mm-hmm. She comes out and like a month or two later all of a sudden these colonists on the on the LV-426 start disappearing. Now, do these aliens have some sort of connection with Ripley that they knew, like, okay... No, they explain that in the movie, dude, because what happens is once Ripley starts telling the story, then the people who own that planet or own the colonists tell them to go investigate this section, and and they awaken the aliens. Oh, okay, okay, that makes perfect sense, thank you. I was just wondering, like, all of a sudden it's been inhabited yeah. for 20 years? But it, but makes it doesn't sense make it was... sense that they wouldn't have wandered upon them, though. That's yeah, but but you know what? I could still buy it. But it, it is a, lot a whole of planet, so, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun. I love Bishop. Uh, I, I love the, you know, the final showdown with the alien. Tell me with, you don't with, love that my... stupid pro wrestling part where she gets in the machine. I love it. You fucking love it. It's a great scene. And why can't we see Lance I think it's motherfucking Hen- Henriksen? Lance Henderson. Henriksen is not a real person. That's why we're Lance, he- Lance Henderson, as Jeremy calls him. Henriksen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I, on my own I, joke. I, I love the whole movie. Um, <laughs> Bill Paxson's great. You got Michael Bien. He's great in it. it the only person who feels a little bit out of place... Mute. Sucks. Oh, it fuck sucks. Newt. Uh, I, got, I have nothing against Newt. Like, whatever. I felt, Paul Ra- I felt Paul Reiser felt no, out of place. No, Newt is, is a big part of the fucking film, man. I, I felt it. Paul Reiser felt out of place. I kept waiting for um, Helen Hunt to come in. Oh, me too, man. It seemed, like an, it seemed like he was doing an episode of Mad About You. But he was such <laughs> a prick. two dads. Uh, yeah, yeah my other dad to walk in. He was a fucking yes. dick, though. He was, a he was dick. such a dick. But... His other dad was in uh, Deep Star 6. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a great film. I love the showdown at the end. I love the the I love Robot Ripley. I do. I don't mind that. That that's the funny part is JP and I don't like it for the same reasons, but the action shit and the guns and all that nonsense. I think at least that's what I got out of his his review. Except. To me, the best part is the final act, and he hated the la- the last act. That's the uh, funny part. To me, the last act—that's the only horror in the movie. It's her one-on-one with the alien, and I like it. It's not fucking a whole bunch of action and all those annoying characters. I felt like that was, that was probably. Over, man. And it's annoying to me. See, maybe, I like the. Uh, maybe if I, I grew up with, with that, it. Dave. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, like I think the, maybe the, if you grew up with it, I think a lot of people saw Aliens, and it's. When it first came out, and it's again, it's member buried, it's nostalgia, whatever. But me, I didn't see that movie till the 2000s because I never cared about I knew it was an action type movie, I didn't care about aliens. You know, I always loved the first one. Then I went back and I started watching them. But I think that that holds true for all of us for different things. If you grew up with something, it's one thing. If you watch it for the first time as an adult, you don't get the love, and it's, it's just that simple sometimes. Well, I saw it when I was younger, but I've never, I've never been a huge action fan, but. I don't know why. I just felt like Hudson's character, even though he was annoying at times, was the most realistic of all of them. He's the one screaming, you know, we're going to fucking die. We got to get out of here. Meanwhile, everybody else is acting so cool like nothing's happening. Yeah. Yeah. 
like Gorman. Well, Gorman does go a little crazy towards the end, but Vasquez is super cool. Like she's she's no emotion whatsoever, but she's great. But I'm just saying, Hudson's reactions felt more genuine to the situation, and the showdown at the end, of course, right right before when he, uh, you know, what he does to Bishop, what she does to Bishop, Mama. Fuck! I never want to talk about aliens again. <laughs> no, no, but that, no, I rate all those alien movies. Well, not with Covenant. That was uh, it's six and a half. But still, I rate every movie in that franchise a six and a half or higher. This movie, I give it a seven and a half. I don't even hate it that much. I don't like it that much, but that, yeah. I do respect the things I like about it. Right. So the weakest link is a six and a half. I'm not walking around saying Aliens is my favorite franchise, even though I rate them higher per capita than freaking Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, series. I'm with you on that. You know, I, I think can't that say it's my I favorite. Gotta, I don't give a shit about the series. I got to make a confession, man. I got to make a confession. Probably one of the least favorite shows we that I ever did. It's so long and just so yeah. like I'm just wasn't excited. Yeah. About I just it. never want to talk about Alien again, off. man. <laughs> and then capped off it was Covenant and it was fucking horrible. It was terrible. All right, let's not relive that then. All right, I'll just I'll just wrap it up quickly. Like I'm, I totally agree with you, Dave. I I don't remember past the first two i mean i've seen them i've seen three four and prometheus i haven't seen covenant but again i would probably if i rewatch them rate them higher than some of the franchises that i prefer yeah yeah with that said i'm in no rush to go back and watch it but i did have a lot of fun watching aliens eight and a half out of ten yeah you're confusing people right now so i know the same <laughs> rating that i gave it um, <laughs> no no it's actually not uh, i can <clears throat> myself so Oh, it's back to me. Yay. Yeah. Uh, number four. What do I have here? Uh, number four is a film that, again, was mentioned, and it is The Hitcher. Uh, it is, in my opinion, probably the best road horror film. There is, like, I even remember being a kid and saying, like, don't do that. Like, so I understand where Dave's coming from with that. Um, but I feel like once you see, if you just can accept it a little bit longer, and then you kind of really get the dynamic of the film that it's not really about this identifying as this character like you or him and like you accept that okay he's he's gonna make these mistakes but the movie's about him learning from them and eventually gaining the upper hand but it's also about that connection that they have which is deeper than just a serial killer and a protagonist like there is like a like subhuman level of some fucking thing going on with them that you're never really sh quite sure what it is and then once you realize that there's a possibility of a supernatural aspect it even adds like so many more layers to it that i i love that aspect it's so mysterious and there's john Ryder character is like really really fucking interesting you make a whole movie just a, a couple more movies based on him and just and and him terrorizing people like i love that character um but yeah the hitcher classic 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 movie one of the greatest horror films of all time in fact i'm really pissed that we didn't put it on our top 100 list now that i think about it and i've rewatched it because it, it kind of deserved to be well it probably got cut before i got involved no no it, no so. we cut it you were there right for it i got conver i got tape i got tapes for days of us talking <laughs> Le about leprechaun it. made it instead like, man. did you say the hitcher is the best road horror film of all time yeah yeah what what hmm. do you think the race with the devil i think, I think duel is ah uh, see i watched duel for the first time recently and 
and it is good, but I, I think Hitcher is. I gotta go with Fender Race Bender. Double has the best ending of all time. <laughs> Fender Bender is not even part of it. <laughs> Race the Double is so good. He's driving so on the road at the beginning. It's horrible. <laughs> so Lost I, highway. I came in <laughs> with the Hitcher. I came in at a at a nine out of ten for that one. Um, so that's my first nine uh, coming in at the number four spot. And the the listeners had TCM two at their number four spot. So. Uh, nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, shit, it. man. Alright. Coming in at number... What the fuck are we on here? Three. 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 We're into the top three. We're into the top three now. And, again, this probably shouldn't be so much surprise to people. I praise this, the shit out of this film so many damn times. We're gonna take it to the AUS Ozzyland Dead End Drive-In. Love this fucking film. I don't give a fuck what anyone says, man. I know this film is more... A, more of an exploitation film, but I don't give a shit, man. I fucking love this film. I love what it stands for. I love the you know the time this film was made. You know, it, it really just stood for any everything that was going on in Australia at the time. JP can confirm that one. Yeah, I got some one. shit from Australians because I was talking smack on like feeling like the way that it just feeling like it didn't make sense with some of that stuff. But they were pretty pretty adamant on. Like, and I was and on. I was. I was the complete opposite at the time, and, and I'm glad that everyone actually kind of defended me for once. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's kind of yeah. cool, man. I, I mean, it, it's such a fucking cool film, man. I mean, I love this. The, like again, coming back to the aesthetic of the film, the aesthetic is so amazing. This film in the drive, titties. it looks so damn good. Titties. Yes, titties, titties, and you know it's so it's so unfortunate, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's what, what's the lead character? Uh, Natalie McCurry. Yeah. She became uh, Miss Australia. Right after this film, I think a couple years later, she died a couple years ago of cancer and stuff, which is yeah. kind of shitty. But she was fucking beautiful, man, so beautiful, man. But I love this film. I love the whole fact that it's like this whole concentration camp type deal. You know, it's, it's the oppression and stuff, and it goes right into it. There's so many subtexts and sub layers of this film. It's it's totally awesome. Not necessarily a full blown horror film. There's no gore or nothing like that, but. What it stands for is absolutely amazing. It's got one of the wickedest soundtracks. It's got the greatest musical cues, too. When they first step into the, the um, I guess you want to call it, like, the little uh, restaurant-type deal. Oh, yeah. dude, the music playing in there is fucking the best thing ever. Fucking gets me pumped. It gives me goosebumps every time I watch it. I love it so much. It's so good, man. Um, I mean... You want to go into a full? You guys want to hear a full review? No, <laughs> I love it. As, I love it as well. Uh, it was it was my number ten film until I watched You'll Die at Midnight this morning. It was my number ten film. It got bumped off, but I knew you'd have it on. And I, that was the I one you were it. talking about that you were going to be able to talk about. I yeah, that's the one I knew Moods was going to bring up. There's another one. It's got to be in his top two that he's going to bring up that I was thinking about earlier. I hope he brings it up. Okay. Uh, I, absolutely love this film man i love crabs i love what he's standing for I man i love the fact that he's like he's he's the he's the so hero and like he you know everybody else is sitting in there going fuck that i don't want to go on the outside world we're getting fucking free meals in here he's like fuck this i want to go out and make some of myself yeah he i love rather, the whole dynamic yeah. i love the whole contrast in the film that was it, one of the it things that so I damn well beef with was i thought more people would want to roll out like me no, no because the they had the it made in there. He wanted because to go out lazy. and face the oppressed world and and try and make it in yeah. that world rather than be a prisoner in this concentration. Yeah, I understand camp. that now, but and, that was and the, everybody was like, "Fuck that!" and and that's what it shows in the film too. And then and then when it comes to the whole you know Asian thing, and it's it's crazy, man. Like, it's cool how the whole film develops. I love the final act in the film. It's a little ridiculous, but it's so much fun. Right. And um, 
Dead and Driving, man. If you've never seen it, man, check out the Tetris Smith film. It's fucking amazing. Nine out of ten. Still, I love it. It's awesome. amazing. So much fun. It was an eight out fun of movie. Yeah, I was seven and a half, but I, it's a fun movie for sure. Yeah. Always has been. All right. So my number three. Sorry, guys. We're gonna be talking a bit about aliens a little bit more. Oh, there we go. There we shit, go. I was wrong. I had it in your number one. Uh, so there you go. So, then? I, think, I still I have you with a wild guess. It's not going to be. I'm my, gonna have I still have Dave. Okay. Oh, yeah, Aliens. I love the first movie. It's a fantastic. It's a classic. It's amazing. And so is this one. Different tone, but equally as amazing. Just different. Uh, James Cameron does a, a fantastic job action oriented we know this already but there's still tension yes the tension comes out of more action centric set pieces but that scene i think moods even brought up when you're doing a retrospective as well but and i think they even use it as a clip at the oscars when it was nominated but when they're finding out the grunts are all finding out that the aliens are coming in and attacking them and they're looking at their radar and realizing that dave should be in the room at this point and then ripley just looks up yeah, phenomenal, amazing scene, and that sums up one of the best, the it best directed sequences. It would have been funnier if when she looked up, they came from underneath and killed her. <laughs> pulled her yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Newt, Newt is a little annoying, admittedly so, but overall, the movie, the movies, surpasses that and, and can and bypass that. And so, you know, I think Alien is a ten out of ten, and I think Aliens is a ten out of ten Whoa. as well. Alright, 10 wow. out of 10. Oh, get off your knees, you're blowing these aliens. And that's it, and the, that and the series dies after that. I'm pretty, no, part be. 3 is awesome. <laughs> Look at Dave. <laughs> done, part 3. Yeah. You're part 3, you're a David Fincher fan at that point, because when it came four, out, it was done. Alright, so one thing to note is that with that rating, even though Alien has just been, Aliens has just been brought up one time from Brandon... With me and Moods' ratings from previously, that would actually make it into the Hall of Fame. So, um, so when we did the Alien show, it didn't make it. But now, now I guess people are finally going to stop bitching that Aliens didn't make it because it's it's going to go Ooh. in now, I guess. Thank what would you guys give it? You, can you guys gave it nines? Yeah. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Look what you did, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Look what uh, you're going I'm, to I'm happy about it. All right. Yeah. Aliens I... are 10 of the 10, too. Sorry, Dave. But, yeah. Hey, Great I movie. I agree with that. I agree with that. Dave's just trying to stay cool at this point. He's changed about four <laughs> pairs of underwear already. <laughs> Little Z <set> marks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm cool now, officially. I'm cool. Uh, check it out. My number three has been discussed already. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Nice. Uh, let me tell you one quick story about this movie. I This movie came out, I'll never forget when it came out, because it was 1990, 1991 time, and this movie was advertised, it was like on the back of a Fangoria magazine was the first time I saw the poster for it. It said, he's not Freddy, he's not Jason, he's real. And this movie was, you know, pimped and pumped up for a long time, and we weren't able to see it yet, but it was on the horizon. Well, it dropped, and it was a hit. Exploding <laughs> look heads. Done. Look what you've done, Dave. Exploding heads is the best show. Yeah, it's, it's fucking rules. 
I'm, I'm, I'm over here dropping science. Boom. Here we are. Boom. No, anyway. Two shots boys have left. <laughs> yeah, hey, well, they don't have to hear my story. It's Go okay. ahead. Tell us, tell us your story. I want to hear it. No, it, want to hear it. It, it wasn't a whole lot. It was just friggin' they, it was pumped up for a lot, and I couldn't wait to see it. And, uh, you know, I saw it, and I loved it. It was just, at the time, it was just, you know, there wasn't movies like that, it seemed, back then. It was just, yeah. they promoted it the correct way, and it came out, and it made an impression. And to this day, I, I, I still feel strongly about it. I said it, I think I said it pregame, but maybe not. Maybe it was on, on this recording. I don't feel like watching it very much. Yeah. It sits on my shelf. I always own it. It's just one of those movies. But then I, I can't just put it in any time. Like TCM2, <laughs> I can put it in any fucking time. <laughs> Christian's like, I can always put it in uh, any time. Uh, any hole, any Liver, time. raw chicken, doesn't matter. <laughs> no man it's it, it's a classic yeah it is but now when i put the movie in and i start getting into it i i remember why i own it i'm like yeah this movie is great it's fucking you know it, it is what it is i mean the opening shot's great the aftermath with the sounds of what went down the way they do uh, it i always thought was yeah. isn't it cool yeah we didn't even uh-huh. talk good thing you brought that up because hey man yeah that's 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 amazing yeah you just hear the, the sounds of what happens because it's not like a gory it's not an overly gory violent film when no. you think about it but those sound effects are nauseating yeah yeah, yeah. It's such a cool thing and I, I don't think i've ever seen it done before or, or since but it's a cool touch they did i said it earlier otis is just deplorable I just, that's one character I end up just hating as I'm yeah. watching this film. I don't say that much when I watch films, but that's one character. I think that's the reason I, I don't go to this movie so often. He just pisses me off. But Henry, even though he is what he is, Rooker's performance is so great. Granted, I'm not taking away from Tom Towles either. He, he's great too. But Rooker's performance is so great. He's just charismatic. There's just something about the character, and there's just something about the way this movie is presented. At, at the time, it blew me away. So that maybe, again, it's nostalgia, you know? It's just me coming up with it and, and how it was promoted for so long and then me, you know, seeing it and being blown away. But Henry has these lot, but Henry like, has these moments of, like, clarity where you think, where he actually, where you think he's going to do, like, horrible things, but he actually just goes in to, like, buy a pack of cigarettes and says, oh, thank you very much. And you're still, there's the tension in those scenes. And he you're says, like, fuck the bears. Yeah, fuck the yes, bears. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what's going to set this guy off. Right, adios, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, I'll tell you, oh, yeah. tension builders, man. Yeah, yeah. so much emotion. That, man. So yeah. much emotion in this film, too. Straight up, it really is an emotional movie. Anyway, boom, nine out of ten. Love this movie. Nice, nicey. Oh, All look, right. the twenty-two shots are back. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they completely no sold it. That's fucking great. Continue, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Our show now. <laughs> yeah, we brought it in like exploding heads. <laughs> we acknowledge that you guys got up and left. Oh, okay. yeah, we I was wondering. I didn't when know. Both who of us got up and left at the same time. Both of you got up and left right when Dave started his story. <laughs> well, over time, Secret is we've been doing that the whole night because we can't stand hearing these guys talk. <laughs> I just have a bladder of like a four year old, so you also well, drank yeah, like sixteen beers, so right. So. <laughs> I'm only, I'm only 11 deep right I now. I was actually going to drink tonight, and I forgot. I should drink. <laughs> <laughs> forgot to drink. Right. <laughs> B-Dog. Where you at, man? Yeah, where are you, B? 
Oh, it's me? Fuck! Yeah, what's up, Brandon? Yeah, oh, yeah. Where are you at? Joel's just B-Dog. He said B-Dog. I thought he was talking to me, but I genuinely thought it was he, your he turn, He was Christian. like, wait a minute. He's like, wait a minute. Somebody said, it's called me something Would cool Would you think sounding? I said C-Dog or something? Me. That doesn't what, sound the same. What's rephrased? Asshole. It's your turn. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what number are we up to? Three. Not bleached, asshole. Alright, I'll be quick. This one, number three, has been talked about, I think, 10 million times already, and it's The Hitcher. Nice. This this movie, you know, this movie's fucking amazing. Dave Dave was shitting on this film, and he almost had me thinking I don't like this film. Until <laughs> I, I too. He had me rethinking it. I was like, yeah, I and then I, I watched the it. Then I watched Never it. once for me, man. Never well, once. It's been a while I love since it. I watched I it. I love it. Then I watched it again, and I'm like, what the hell is Dave Z talking about? I was like, Yo, what? Yeah, I got I people on my side. In about home. seven years, I'm sure you, you know? Do, but it's, I got all of a sudden. I saw them saying shit on the 22 Shots page. I saw three people say that it was average or no, seven. No, 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 hold up. Back up. And then on Horrorcast page, they said, what's the most those assholes on the 22 Listen, Shots first page? first of all, two you people heard Zach say it, which is like the equivalent of hearing like the, a crazy person say something. Because he says Pumpkinhead 2 is a 10 out of 10. So you can't listen <laughs> to anything that he's saying. You know Did Zach say that? <laughs> yeah. Zach? I didn't know Zach's. Was That's so high a true fucking story. <laughs> he has Mount. He has Motel Mountaintop. Whatever the fuck Mountaintop yeah. Motel Massacre it is. Top, top ten. 10. Yeah. yeah, I like that movie. I'll just say no. It's not on my oh, top no, ten. It's but fun, I... but it's top ten. Really, I mean, I, then again, Christian's going really Terrorvision. Fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 All right, so, no, what so you, Brandon with the Hitcher. Um, you know, even watching it back, I get what Dave, what you're talking about with some of the things not making sense, some of the decisions. But again, oh, it's just. But he's. But again, he's his intentions from the very beginning are to just be a good guy. It's and 17 good, minutes, dude, that you watch. Come yeah, on, like, and, and the, the Hitcher character is his intention is not to actually I kill him either. Exactly. Guys, that's the funny he's, part. I don't do this. I don't abandon movies. I I never do it. But I watched Brandon it, had a theory happened. that you wanted to not like it going in. No, no, I, I was excited. Like, it was my first time, and everyone's just pimping it up. Classic film, though. I couldn't wait to watch it. I really want you to finish this film because I want to see how much different you think of it. Because even even with hating the first twenty minutes, no, no, of it, I'm fine now. Now that JP has said several times that it goes into like possibly supernatural territory. What the hell? Why not take a and fucking And let me shot? tell you, the fact that it goes into that area... It's very area, subtle, Dave. It's, it's very it's subtle. It's super subtle. Very minimal. In fact, it gives yeah. you almost don't, don't nothing. Don't even think about that when you're watching the film. But it's brilliant. Okay. The fact that it just gives you that thought in your head makes it brilliant. Makes the John Ryder character one of the best villains in a horror film. Awesome. One of the be- one of the best boogeymen, as far as I'm concerned. I liked him. Rugger Dude, Howard is fucking outstanding in the movie. I really he in, in kills the it. I kills it. <laughs> he really is. And the fact that He's you don't know in the minutes I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, like, he gets menacing, though. He's awesome. Yeah, so and good. the fact that you learn next to nothing about this guy yeah. makes it even more terrifying. There's that's nothing, what the best thing about the there's film There's nothing is. you can tell me about John Ryder that's going to make me more scared than what I'm imagining it could be in my head. Yeah. So don't kinda, give me an explanation. Kinda goes, that kind of goes on the on the point of maybe it is a little bit supernatural that his last name is Ryder. That's what he does. Yeah, no, no. That's, yeah, that's it just why. Screwed me he catches up. It's rides, clearly man. some sort of Dude. alias, or at least... it's. I love how they handle his character, because you just don't know. He's mysterious as fuck. Yeah, he's the rider, he's like man. the wind. He's, he's the phantom I mean? supernatural rider, man. He's the rider. You guys have been and, saying rider all night, 
and I legitimately thought till just now when you pointed it out that that we never really know these characters' names, so he's just referred to as Ryder. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually John Ryder. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and at one point in the film, he gets his walking sticks. <laughs> I got a walking, walking stick. Nice. Right, what, what, what are you rating? Uh, the Hitcher, you know what? I'm bumping it up. I had it at eight and a half, but I'm bumping it up to a nine because, man, it's such a great film. How many How many films did you change ratings tonight? That's I crazy. Cha- I, Is it I after change- I say something, Brandon? You change ratings like Dave changes underwear tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Christian finally said something funny. I think it was because it's five hours. I, I explained it really good, right, Brandon? That's what happened. JP, you, you do a good job. Don't let it go to your head just because Jerry blew you on that interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Hey, um, coming, in say, three, coming in at number three, um, my of my list of just pure great films, uh, you know, quality listing here, I got Aliens. So um, as much as I don't care for this movie in terms of like i would never want to watch it right now like i I would literally pick like hundreds of different titles over aliens right now to watch (laughs) i still admit it's an amazingly made movie it it, it is clearly a damn near masterpiece you know what i mean uh it's filmmaking at at the height of filmmaking you know what i mean so i agree with all that stuff i just i don't i i there's things in it that i don't connect with but i am clearly in the minority like, I hate that fucking Voltron thing that's going on with the fucking <laughs> futuristic forklift. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I picture, I love, like, if somebody got in a forklift Mayweather fucking McGregor thing. Huh? But you support the Mayweather fucking McGregor thing. <laughs> no, not, don't even start talking like, about what that. the fuck. Different it's podcasts. Sense. That's, that's fucking on WWE. the MMA cast if you want to that's talk about that. That's fucking WWE, man, and at, at his best right there. Let him pimp his it, cast. It's, it's yeah, a fucking except for show. Their actual the fighters. It, it is a WWE match. It's the biggest right. gimmick in sports history right now. They are real fighters, and it's not fake as fuck. They are real fighters. I'm not just Mayweather's going to do to McGregor what the aliens did to bishops. Ever. Everyone's laughing about it, and they. Boxing fans, MMA fans, but we like that shit, man. It's a gimmick. Right. Beyond gimmick. It is a gimmick. Right. Whatever. Well, anyway. Hilarious. Love it, but... F- listen, crazy. fucking let me talk about Aliens. Uh, so Aliens <laughs> Alien. is... Uh, it's a it's a great movie, man. I, I I don't want it on my list. Like I would prefer to not have it, but the way I do my list, it says that it has to be there. Um, so, you know what I mean? I have to give credit where credit's due. It's an amazing movie, and I have to give it credit for that. So, um... Aliens, I gave it a 9 out of 10. Um, so, yeah. It, it makes the Hall of Fame. 9 for me, 9 from Brandon, and, and uh, 10 from Christian. Or put moods in there. Bam. Put moods in there, right? Okay. Moods, what did you give it? Well, he gave it a 9 as well. But he just doesn't <laughs> no, have it on his that, list because that, he's doing um. Well, that, but his it should be in the Hall of Fame from you, moods, and Christian. Well, either or. It doesn't Only matter. these guys would fucking bicker about that, that thing. <laughs> Come right. on. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking up for yes. my boy Moods. <laughs> JP, you missed a golden opportunity when shit. he was taunting you about McGregor. You should have been like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Listen, guy? don't be talking shit on McGregor around me, homie. Oh, it's Mystic my second Mac. favorite fighter of fuck all time. Where's the other guy, though? I'm not talking shit about McGregor. I'm not talking shit about Mayweather. I'm talking shit about the fucking fact that they're fighting. Yeah, it's I don't see why it's stupid. a big deal. 
Don't get into it, you fucking... What, what, what happens <laughs> if it isn't one-sided, right? Like, For then are you going to fucking eat all your words? I will. I'm just saying it's a gimmick it's a- beyond gimmicks. It's the, it's the biggest gimmick in, in sports history. What I mean, yeah, it's technically a gimmick. If it's you... laughable. It, that's the I thing. I don't is, understand it, it, how it's laughable. It's two of the most elite fighters in their disciplines fighting. I don't see how it's that that laughable. You know what I mean? It's the same. You, the UFC was founded upon this. That's what the UFC was. Yeah. It's a it's a joke. Okay, well, you know what, man? Right, stop making I'm, a mess. I'm just going to keep it shut, man. I'm not even going to get into it because I just had a huge conversation with this the other day. Um, All right, and the number three spot for the listeners is actually the Hitcher. So Nice. You know what I used to always think of? The Hitchhiker. That's why That's why it didn't appeal to me to begin with. I'm like, what do I want to watch a movie about some guy hitchhiking for? How is that horror? There's a I never wanted this to movie 15 show. minutes. Yeah. Road horror, man. Seven, Road horror is one of the best subgenres of... Of horror, man. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, so, love it. Two. I, ju- I just was in the middle of a road horror film. <laughs> weekend, man. It's fucking crazy. Kind Should of have found strange. footage of that. Number two. <laughs> yeah, we actually have footage, man. But um, coming in number two, man, from the year of 1986. It's my boy, Freud. Killer Party. These are the best days wow. of our lives. These are the wow. best days. I'm this is your slaughter high. This I'm... is your slaughter high. Forget what I said about before. Wow. Fuck, sla- fuck slaughter high. Killer Party's awesome. Killer <laughs> Party is literally <laughs> one of my most favorite movies of all time. It's like, it's the epitome <laughs> of 80s. And you know the crazy thing about Killer Party is that it actually started filming, I believe, in 1979. And they filmed over a few years, and it got released in '86, kind of thing. It's fucking bizarre. '79, <laughs> it's so you bizarre. said. That long? '79. Oh, wow. It actually started. It started it seems way very before. '80s to me. That's the weird thing. It's so That's 80s. The, I know, right? That's the fucking crazy thing, man. Obviously, the soundtrack, everything is all present to the time they released it. But um, it's it's one of those slasher films that is literally uh, just a. It's like a stereotypical slasher film until the third act. It's right. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's got one of the greatest fucking soundtracks. It's got one of the most ridiculous, over-the-top acting. Like, so many things that are happening in the film, you're just like, okay. It's just so stereotypical, but it's fun. you got a lot of likable characters, things that are happening in it. It's fun. It kind of progresses at a time where you're going, eh, it's good. Third act happens, and it just goes fucking apeshit. <laughs> totally goes in a different direction. You would never expect it to go, really. And that's what I've always loved about Killer Party. It always has that re- uh, replay value to me, man. It's one of my favorite films. I watch it all the fucking time. I probably watch it insanely way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous to watch this film, man. But you guys know me, man. I'm a big music fan. The music really captures the film, though, in the times. It's just ridiculously how good it is. To myself you know the funny thing about killer party is is that the the version that's been released by warner or um who released it warner archive yeah is it warner mm-hmm. so apparently that is actually a cut version of the film yeah because it does skimp on the gore the one i've seen yes and yeah. the big controversy is is you know there's actually a un, there, there's like a director's cut of it out there there's you know well shit and, if warner uh, owns that we're not gonna get that forever 
that's the fucking thing with this right. film, man. I'm like, we're never going to fucking see a Sun Kind version. So I really just need to drive to William's house, <laughs> you know, because I think he lives just over here. Mm. And, you know, um, kind of figure out what the fuck is going on with this. I would love to see an uncut version of Killer Party, man, because you can tell in the third act when all the kills are starting to happen and shit like that, like, shit is cut. It's I still pretty good. remember it. it is. Oh, dude, it's still pretty it's, good for what it I is. I watched it like it, it, a couple weeks ago. It goes crazy. Yeah, it does. It goes go crazy <laughs> in the third act. That's what you remember. It'll go from standard type slasher fare to almost a different subgenre in fucking the third act. It's crazy. Huh. That, that, yeah, if that, if that, you can't remember by that description, you won't. <laughs> it's one of those films you know? where you're just like, oh damn, that's so fucking damn cool. But mm-hmm. I even lo- I love the ending of the film too. It's it's like a great ending. Strictly one of the one of my favorite '80s slashers. And I'll just leave it at that. For people who haven't seen it, you know, I don't really want to ruin it, but uh, right. yeah, the party, man, really all too. around, all around, just a fucking blast of a film, man. Love to see the uncut version someday. Hopefully, it ever comes out, man. Maybe I'll try to get on that. <laughs> I totally <laughs> so so what, get a hold of William yeah. in Canada here. Yeah, and be like, where the fuck is this footage, man? Because it's been publicized that there yeah. is an uncut. Well, he's right down the road, right? So, just make a left at the fire. No one's ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just make a left at the fire! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Way too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, killer party, man. Uh, I got a nine out of ten. It's one of my favorite slashes of all time. I love the film. Check right. it out, man. Another one on list. All right, guys. My number two. For 1986's Night of the Creeps. Night of the oh, fucking creeps. I just recently blew this on <laughs> Death Punch <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> oh, Slice and Dice. Yes. You were on that too? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I did Slice and Dice. So <laughs> I don't I... let, let anyone on that show. You want it? They asked and... me to be on it. Oh, you shouldn't. No. I love this movie. Always have, always will. You guys have all talked about it, except for, except for Moods. I think everybody else has talked about it, but... It's got everything. It's got the great characters. It's got great direction. It's got a fun soundtrack. I love how it cuts from an alien movie to a sorority uh, 1950s uh, flick to a fraternity comedy almost that then ends up turning into a horror film. And all the sub-characters are great. The the subplots are, are great as well. We've talked about the memorable lines. Just all-around fun, fun stuff. And... Uh, it's a little bit cheesy, but I still love it. Ten out of ten. Whoa! Dropping tens, nice. Look at him go. No, I love it. I'm glad he yeah. dropped. It. He's dropping tens, man. Yeah, he's the new Derek. Ten out of ten, Derek. Ten out oh. of ten, Christian. Interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you could add my number one, Dave. But there's yeah, there's one more. <laughs> <laughs> so one more. I'm trying to think here. I don't think what did. Who else had it on their list? Brandon? Yeah. Everybody's Dave, had you it. had it on we, your list. We've all too. had it. What movie is this now? No, 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 no. Did, yeah. did you not have a JP? Yeah, I had it. Oh, I thought you oh, didn't have it, Boots. All right, so that, oh. technically I, the I, highest right it. now is 27.5. So <laughs> just out of there by half a point with that 10. I up my Because oh. that deserves to be in the whole thing. I gave it a 9. Yeah, I'll give it a 9. Yeah, me and Brandon both gave it 8.5s. No, I, oh, wait a minute. A 10, a 9, and a 9 is 28. That's a Hall who, of Fame. Who gave it a 9? I did, and Brandon said he did. I'm Brandon. changing mine to no, a 9. No, you gave it an 8. Oh, you can't cheat it, Brandon. Quit fucking cheating, motherfucker. Fucking Derek? 
No, it deserves to be in the hall. Come on. It's not even our, it's not even your show. We can put on exploding heads off. That makes sure right. a lot of people don't even like show. this movie. They think it's, it's a great movie. It's I so want to know. Yeah. I want to meet these people so I can mollywop them. <laughs> I, 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 I hope too, because it's from a script standpoint, it's great. Yeah, when I watched it this time, I was like, I don't care what I have to do to squeeze this motherfucker in my top ten. It's going in. <laughs> it's always been, it would be a way way back when it's i first saw it and again it's that, just that good combination when you have those likable characters if someone dies you care so much more that's why friday the 13th as much as you are rooting for jason down the road and they put those prick characters in it's always that much cooler and more that's effective why I love part five so much yeah. is because i like everybody <laughs> there you go and it's funny you're in the minority there but i like them too <laughs> So, um, who's next? Dave. I'm next. Okay, all right. This is probably going to be a little controversial. Um, I'll tell you what. I I have loved this movie since the first time I saw it. And I remember the first time I saw it. I remember that night, and I remember everything about that night. I remember who I was with, what I had on, what I did before, everything. The experience. How much Jergens he used. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably did because I was a fucking fourteen-year-old kid at the show. Who was, there you go. You know, you who go. was definitely not. They got salty up in that bitch, man. Oh, I feel I like I know what this is. I know what it is too. Really? What letters to, is there? He's about to a? steal my thunder. It starts with an A. That's what no. I said. A. You're both wrong. Whoa! No. <laughs> wow. This movie is Witchboard. What? Oh. <laughs> Get the yeah. fuck out of here! What's with you and the craft and witches? What the hell's man, going on? Man, here? if you if you've listened Wasn't to the show, man, you know that Witchboard was the film that Witchboard fucked me up as a kid, man. I mean, that I like Witchboard. Scared the shit out of me. I tell you what, Witchboard made everybody jump in the fucking theater like no other movie I've ever been to the theater to see. Who is it was that? A Tenny? Fucking... Is that Tenny who did That's... that? Captain oh, Tenny yeah, did it, that. Yes. The shit, man, when the fucking gypsy, the, the fucking medium gets thrown out the fucking window, scares yeah, the shit Zara out of you. Oh, yeah, dude. Crazy mounts, man. Love it. She's a great character, too. She's Zara a great man. character. She's yeah. a great yeah, character. She pulls that role off like crazy, man. That's a good role. Tony Katane is fucking great so to look at. So many surprises. He's Tony Katane on that car. Dude. <laughs> the funny killer thing party is surprising now, is it? <laughs> I know. I know. When you said that, I'm like, yeah. nice, that won't yeah, you just, re- which you just redeemed yourself with Terror Vision that, too. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah. I, um, I mean, if you guys, I mean, really, I, I mean, give Terror Vision yeah. and Witchboard the same grade, six I, out of ten. I Witchboard's oh. a seven. Yeah, seven. I gave it a seven as well. Mm, I liked it. It almost made my top twenty. Listen, I tried to discredit it. <laughs> it made my top fifty-one though. <laughs> it's, the it score, it's the score. It's the score. Presentation. It's the eighties cheese. I like know Witchboard the seven. There are it's all about holes up in there. It's relationships. It's a, that's what's weird about this film <laughs> is that it's really a, about relationships between the guy and the girl and the guy and his buddy and fucking. Does it, it's not like your ordinary type horror movie. <laughs> anyway, nine out of ten. These fucking assholes. Go. <laughs> no, no. Dave, what was the? Wasn't the craft your number two of ninety six? I love the craft. Nine and a half. The, the craft Loved is it. awesome. No, you it's not that for Dave. witches, it's, huh? Mood, mood shit himself while you were Love talking about it. 
I didn't hear him shit himself. Oh, he shit himself, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> My chair's a little squeaky, man. When you listen back, oh, we were not man. laughing at you. I was laughing because Moods... I thought you were laughing at me. No, no, right. no. I, I, I just was trying not to acknowledge them. Laugh I was laughing at Moods. He totally crapped himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what, who's that? Brandon, what do you got? <laughs> All right, my number two. JP. Yo, yo. What is it? What did you think Dave had? Because it's uh, mine. April Fool's Day, for real? April Fool's Day, number two. You gotta be... F- what the fuck, man? Really? The Everyone's balls. all surprised when we kill the party. I, I accept that more than fucking killing the party. party. I said I was happy. It just missed my list. You don't accept, accept either of them. Fucking do Dude, anyways, man. April Fool's Day almost made my like top ten, so I don't even want to hear it. On everything I do, man. Oh, okay, at least he's fighting with IP and not me. I thought he was mad at me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just defending. saying. I, I like it more. I like both, but April Fool's Day just the balls to pull off a movie like this, After and it works upon rewatch. It works. I can rewatch it over and over. I think it's fantastic. I love I the think expo- it actually makes sense. It makes more perfect than that sense. fucking the dream ex- sequence in Slaughter High. Give me a fucking break, man. April Fool's Day makes no sense at times. The explanation of everything makes perfect sense. Yes, the end, re- end result does, but the fucking boat scene on the ferry? Come on! That's just ridiculous! <laughs> oh, it's great! It was all set up! It was all set up from the beginning, and the fact that it's just continued just gag after gag after gag. Bullshit. And then even the end scene when you're like, okay, well now it's gonna get horror for the last two seconds. Fuck you, we're doing, we're pulling you again! <laughs> I like I like April Fool's Day, but come on, it doesn't make sense. I You're kidding it. yourself with that one. I, I think it makes more sense than any than you could possibly expect for an ending like this, because uh, I knew the ending before I seen this film, and I thought it was dumb, and I was like, "There's no way they're gonna pull this off." And when I watched <sighs> it, I was like, "It is okay. It's never like, they made. did okay." It does... and no. I think it all makes sense. It all. No, makes you're crazy. It doesn't have to make sense. It's an April Fool's joke. It's a dream. And Rob and Kit, their their reactions at the end. Were it would have made more sense if it was a fucking dream, Chris. Right. That that thank you, Moods. That's exactly what I said on the show when we, Man, we I did just these defend the killer party. Oh, now on. you guys are shitting all over this. I'm with, I'm I'm with I, you, Brandon. I got go. you. I like the ending. No. Oh, JT would never agree with me on anything as it is. So fucking, <laughs> fucking get out the Jergens again. I agree again. with you Jesus. with some things. The, oh, uh, I'm sorry, but we're out of Jergens here. I agreed with you. Jergens each other. <laughs> is that the noise he made before, guys? That you were laughing. Pretty much. Oh, wait, you'll hear it in the he playback. Said, it was <laughs> All right. So, what's your rating on that one, Brandon? My rating on that is eight and a half out of ten. I love all the characters. The actors in it are fantastic. I love uh, just a lot of nostalgia seeing them in different films. Eight and a half. Fantastic. Then. All right. My turn. Number th- uh, number two. Number two is. Uh, I'm actually a little surprised that this wasn't higher on people's lists because I love this movie and uh, that is Psycho 3 uh, Psycho 3 to me man is is part of one of the greatest franchises ever if you discount the remake and the what franchise TV movie. is that? that's the Psycho franchise <laughs> oh okay I just want to make sure nothing wrong with the TV film the TV film is awesome yeah no I, no, I mean the other TV film not, not Psycho H-Hotel? 4 I'm yeah. confused <laughs> Yeah. Two TV. The other oh, the Bates oh. Motel. Yeah. Or Bates, I, yeah. I'm, I love Psycho Four, but the Psycho Four one. was TV also. Not, yeah. No, no, I'm talking about Bates Motel. That movie's what? awesome. Oh, is it? I've <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> no, you gotta be fucking. Please, no. It's it's so fucking bad. It's actually entertaining, man. Really, it's so shitty. It's, it. it's so bad. With that one. But um, <laughs> to like the 
I think that one of the coolest things about this movie is Norman Bates' performance. And I've I've I oh. used to not like Psycho 3 until I kind of broke it down and looked at it like this, like you have to count history and a lot of people are expecting him to be the same character, but more things have happened to him. You know what I mean? So it changes who he is. Like in part 1, he's doesn't know that he's doing it, right? In part 2, he knows that he did it. But he knows that he is rehabilitated until people start fucking with him, which is when he starts cracking again. And then in Psycho 3, he has the benefit of knowing that he went to a mental hospital for 20 years. So he fears that happening again, even though he is kind of on the border of crazy and not crazy. He still has the knowledge that that happened to him, unlike Psycho 1 and 2. Well, Psycho 2, yeah, he knew that too. But uh, then you also have the aspect that he is borderline crazy again because of him being like de-rehabilitated is that a word you know what i mean like they they fucking redid it you know in reverse because that bitch came around and started you know fucking with him and stuff and then you have the aspect of like him finding out this information about his mom even though we find out that that's not the case he's still under the impression that it is that his mom was there there's all these things that add to him and especially the fear of going back it lingers throughout him. He knows that, that he's doing bad things. And he's in this weird mixture of sane and not sane. And I think that that's where this facial expression thing is happening. Because he's utterly just fucking confused at this point. And he's just back and forth, back and forth. He's schizophrenic. He's he's uh, OCD. He's like all these things that he wasn't in Psycho 2 or 1. Because he now has this history with him that he's carrying with him. So I, I love the performance. I love the direction. I love the kills. I love uh, the ending. Uh, it all comes full circle and, and wraps up nice. And I give it a, a 9 out of 10. Psycho 3. Cool. All right. I I can see that. We've we've all talked about it. Yeah. I, I just feel like he... Huh. I feel like he does just ham it up a little. But yeah. I, I can buy it within the the structure or the, the arc of his character, I guess, through the trilogy at that point. And the number two for the listeners was Night of the Creeps. Nice. There you go. Nice. You know what I think it was with Anthony Perkins in this movie? He directed it, so he didn't have a director trying to tell him, hey, you're going over the top. (laughs) No, who's going to fucking tell him? That is the case, but I think he also, he understands his character more than us. You know what I mean? Like, he... Like he yeah. definitely gets the character. There's no. I think question. he always wants him. I think he always wants him to be that way. I think that in his mind, that was his interpretation of the character. I don't think he understood because he was a a beginning director, and I think his technically technically his shit was great. But I think from that standpoint, I just think my opinion is that he made a mistake with the performance. Uh. And he had no one there to tell him. I think if he had another director, the other director would have told him, how come you're playing it this way? You're I think it fits too. great, man. I think it really? Fits. Thank you, man. Oh. Well, I'm kind of split down the middle. I see I see a little bit of what you guys are talking about, Dave and Christian, but it doesn't bother me enough to to really affect it. I, I think still, it fits. I still love Anthony Perkins. I, I would take out the, the, the hand stuff. <laughs> I give it an 8 out of 10. <laughs> like 6 10 6. I would put on a pair of gloves. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's, it's definitely my number two of the year. Um, and I wasn't, sh- I didn't know that going in. I knew it would be somewhere on there, but watching it this time, I finally, like, I really got into it this time. Actually, the only thing that I don't like is the beginning stuff with the girl. I like how it eventually <clears throat> leads to suicide in her post then, but 
the beginning stuff, I, I didn't really care for it too much. But yeah, anyway, uh, back to you, Moods, number one. Lay Here we go. Alright. Is it what I thought it was? Well, after I wait, got wait, it. Be, let, hold up, before we get into that, uh, we had a little game before the show, guys, where we all took a guess at what everybody's number one was, and um, so far, I've been eliminated because I guess that Moods would have Henry... I guess that Christian would have the fly. I guess that Brandon would have Night of the Creeps, and I guess that Dave would have Psycho Three. So I didn't get any of those right. Um, is everybody anybody else out? I might have Dave's. I still think I, I have Dave's. I still have Dave's to go, but, but I, I'm totally done. Okay. I have nothing. And I've been eliminated, but Brandon, I'm you're eliminated because I picked the wrong. Be- I picked wrong between two choices for moods, but I'm pretty sure it's the other one. Okay, I had. so what did you have for for the ones that you picked then? What did you pick? Well, I thought I thought wrong. I picked Terror Vision for moods, but I think he's going to go with. Uh, okay, what did you pick for me? For you, I picked uh, the fly. I think. Yeah. Are we saying? So you, no? you wait, but I, I guess said you were out. So. For JP, I picked Henry. Okay. Uh, for Christian, I picked the fly. For Dave, I picked Psycho Three, and for moods, I picked Terror Vision. Okay. But I think oh, moods... I'm only saying say if you're out already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I said that. I got Dave left, and I still think. Uh... I've got it. Dave, you're still in it? You should. There's a reason you should. And yeah, okay. I think I got you. Then you definitely have it. Yeah, Dave, you're you're still still. Dave, are you still in? I spilled the beans. No, I uh, have you left. I okay. lift, I have you left, JP, but I think it's wrong. It's an out of left field, but it could be it. Okay. But anyway, I, I guess Henry for Modes. I guess uh, Glass Cage for, for Brandon. And I guess uh, Aliens for Christian. Sorry. I think Moods is going to have a super choice. Let's see. So three of you guys I are have... still in it then. I had JP at TCM2, and I had Brandon at Henry, and I had Christian at Aliens. That's a so. good guess for Christian. I didn't even think of that. But um, All right, let's let's get into our number ones then. All right, man. Like I said, man, this is going out to my peeps, my whore freaks. Coming in at number fucking one is Night of the Creeps. Yeah. Nice. And I came to this realization, and this is what I love about doing these these lists. Yeah, I love them too. Always loved Night of the Creeps, man. I I have a shirt I wear all the time. I didn't realize how much I loved this movie. The same thing, pretty much, because that was me too. And yeah, it was one of those weird things. I didn't realize how much I really fully loved this movie until I watched it. Like I watched it three or four times for this show. Just to make sure it was my film. And it is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Right from the start. I love the beginning with the backstory with the black and white to yeah. everything that happens after. I love the whole sorority thing. I love the fucking little alien creature. Everything about this film, man. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Tom Atkins kills this film. One of my favorite things is that it's like it's one of those films that's like it feels like it's a satire, but it's not satirical at all. It also no, feels like, like I like that the two characters are hanging out on like a Friday night. It just has that feel to it where like there's things happening all in the town. It's real busy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it gives you a good like feeling like like there's something going on, which I love that feeling. Yeah, man. So yeah, and I, I mean, one of my favorite things about this film, it's like it's a horror film paying homage to, you know, 50s, um, you know, uh, 50s films. And but it's it's paying homage to horror in general. We have all these characters named after all these famous people and stuff. 
And that's what I love about this film. Uh, Decker did such a great job. He made one of my favorite films in Monster Quad. Monster, Monster Quad. Monster Quad. What the fuck is that? It's a workout Monster video. Squad. Monster Quad. Monster Quad. <laughs> I was thinking it was like an ATV. <laughs> Monster Squad. And, you know, I love that fucking movie. I've always loved that film. But I didn't realize how much I loved this one as much as I did until I started doing this prep for this. And it's truly amazing, man. Corman University? Really? Like, it's fucking amazing. I fucking love that. And nowadays, that shit's done all the time, right? Mm -hmm. It really wasn't done that much back then. Shit, though, man. It's like, um, like fucking John Carpenter Hooper. (laughs) You gotta fucking love that. It's fucking amazing. All the characters, man. I mean, mentioned before, uh, you know, uh, Cronenberg was used. Uh, Steve Miner was even used in the film, too. He was the, uh, uh, the janitor. Screaming like, like Banshee. Dude, that shit's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. I literally uh, laughed out loud at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's great. Like it goes on and on, man. There's certain things that I would never say, and that's just one of them, so it's funny to me. <laughs> but I, I, I really truly think that um, it, it's such a it, it's such a great film all around, man. It, there's no doubt. Da- <laughs> oh, dude, it's such a good it's such a good it is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, like I, mean, I said, my, I my top three are interchangeable. And I thought you it. had said it before, Moods. That's why I wasn't expecting it as your number one. I thought you had mentioned it before. So you were wrong. <laughs> Everybody was wrong for Moods then? I was wrong yeah, even yeah. on my second guess. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your second guess? I thought you were going to go in with the Supernaturals. I know you love that film. You keep <laughs> saying that, and I, I, I don't know He loves that film. Yeah. Not that much. <laughs> no. It's an okay movie. But right. fucking Tom Atkins, man, like, just kills this film. Oh, I love this Fuck movie, man. It's, it's so fucking good, man. Read from start to finish. Great characters. We've all talked about this a million times. There's nothing else to say about it. I was like, fuck, really? Well, I think we Everyone's all got five got it, right? Ten. I know that's what I'm saying. I was like, I, did you guys not notice me? I was like, every time neither creeps yeah. got mentioned, I was like, oh, my God. There's I did notice. Was so I was like wondering, I'm like, what's his reaction? Now I realize. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like, either like you hated it or you're like, I... I Everybody's stealing my thunder. Everybody kept mentioning it. I was like, fuck, Fuck, man. man. I'm so wrong on everybody. I did not expect this. I thought I had this down. So, um, okay, Christian. What was your rating, Moods? Great pick, Moods. 10 out of 10, man. It's amazing. So, that's 20 fucking 9 Dave, Christian, and and Moods. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Who else else gave it a 10? Huh? Dave, oh, Jaden Moods, Christian, Christian okay. Moods, and Dave gave it a nine. See, he was trying to cheat. Isn't yeah, it funny? How, isn't it funny how these things work? He gave Terrorvision a two out of ten, <laughs> and then we're ten out of ten on the next film. That's crazy. <laughs> it's fucked, eh? It's crazy. All right, what do you got? Christian? And my number one's wacky love, too. Love Night of the Creeps, man. So good. Okay, I think I know what you. No, maybe not. So my number one is a bit, a bit different. S O V, it's Dream Maniac. I'm totally. I was about to say that. He gave that a zero. (laughs) No way. Absolutely shit fest. I hate it. It's not. It's it's an absolute garbage film. Uh, My number one. My number one. I'm gonna lead into this. Uh, I bought the laser disc blind. I love throwing in the laser disc things. You were blind. I bought it blind. I remember (laughs) seeing the seeing the ad in Fangoria. I had to get it. I had no Wait, way you were blind, clear. but you saw an ad? I don't get this story. Yeah. There's some <laughs> there's some holes in this story. Even a blind guy could see it. Bra- got it delivered, <laughs> opened it up, 
came like 60 days later, so I thought I was never going to. Whoa, that's a long time between climax. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to keep talking. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck these guys. Fuck these guys. I'm interested in the story. Because, Kristen, you know the the candy mail system, man. Yeah, it's horrible. So, got it, because I'm from the States. Got it. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Invited a bunch of friends over. We all watched it. Five of them got up at the home invasion scene, went out and smoked cigarettes until the end of the movie. We had to come back up and go, why'd you guys come down? They're like, that movie was way too intense uh, and too too wacky. Something about that movie hit me. It was like a gut punch, but not in a way like, but still enjoyable. It it sounds weird. Like, or in a glass cage, that was a hard movie to watch. And I I did enjoy it in the sense of like, I, I understand it. it's an important film, and I, I rated it high, but it was off my top ten list. I, I bumped it off. This movie is hard-hitting. I, I feel like it was the same reaction that when I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There, there's just a sense of dread to it. The performances are awesome, like you've mentioned. Uh, hell, I even made my mom watch this because I was going to be writing an essay for what? school on it, and I wanted to make sure that someone else were, was able to... Who was that who watched it? His mom. My mom. I made her watch the movie. Just so that yeah. His mom. Like, Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? He's never said that until he's been on this show with moods. Yeah, it's, it. it's all because of moods. What? What yeah. you do, Christian? Forty fucking shows. What he hasn't said mom him? once. What? You do? <laughs> what? Well, I don't know what you're talking. So, but you do realize that mom is actually the proper no, pronunciation. No, it is not. It's mother. No, it is. It actually mommy. is. Mommy. Mother. Mommy. <laughs> What are you guys, Norman Bates? Mother? No, like, that, that's Brandon's father. Yeah. So they made father. I made her watch it and I just told her that she skipped over the home invasion scene because I, I just knew that how could I watch that with my mom? It was just oh it was just God. weird. Like, so but no one's mentioned this part and there's some comedy in there. When they go to get that fucking TV, yeah. oh my god. This one here, yeah, that one there. You just plug it in, yeah, plug it in. Yeah, I see you got some college. Fucking, I lose it every time that guy says that line. <laughs> I see you got some college. That dude is fat as fuck, man. When he says yeah. that shit, man, it's like, you know, he ain't moving. Yeah. <laughs> what happens. would you expect for 50 bucks? Fucking 3D, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Two lines. I lose my mind every time he, he says them. I just, great delivery for like a no name actor and whatnot. Love the movie. Hard-hitting, always will be. Watched it, like, again, just a couple days ago. I left it to, as my second last one to watch, 10 out of 10. Oh, So that's the uh, third Hall of Fame inductee here tonight. We have Dave with a 9, Moods with a 9, and Christian with a 10. So once again, that trio makes another Hall of Famer. I had a 9, too. You had an 8.5, I thought. No, No, you did have a 9, so it could be either one of you guys who, who help it out. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> you can have that. I had the creeps. <laughs> creeps. Um, I had creeps. You had that one. Boom. What was this one, Henry? And what was the other third? The third aliens. Film? Aliens. Nice. I got on the do of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's like okay. gladly. I want to see if Christian has Dave's number one now. I'm yeah, man. Here's three. my. He, right, he so, has so it. Nobody, we... nobody guessed Christian's then, or what? Yep, I saw it. Indeed. What? I missed it. What happened? So, yes. Good. I'll do it the old-fashioned way. Why you blow my load? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. Sorry, Dave. So, I didn't see this movie when it first came out. 
and I didn't want to. I wasn't interested in this kind of movie. The title, what it was going to be about, whatever. It just wasn't my type of horror at the time. Didn't see it till like the 90s and thought, yeah, that, that, was, that was okay. That was a good flick, whatever. And then I had to watch it about, I don't know, three years ago or so for a podcast. And I watched it, and this time as an adult watching it and with a critical eye and everything else, it really hit me. And I said, next time I watch it, I might love it even more. Well, that's exactly what happened. I've only seen this movie five times now. Two have been this past year. And it's The Fly. Oh, I, I got one right. Oh, nice. All right. Well, I said it on a funny head. I got one yep. right. I got Randy, one right. How did you not remember? We picked <laughs> our top five Canadian movies. And I picked it. And you even said, oh, that's going to be a little uh, a teaser for the 86 show. You even pointed I, it oh, out. You I can't remember dude, what I, I did in two seconds ago. remember that, Dave. I never even remembered that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought moods covered nice. So me guessing on this was like crazy. Oh, fuck. See? So moods and I both got it. Nice. So it's tied, right, then. It's tied. No, no, I'm out. I, I called Dave right. Psycho 3. I was way off. Oh, yeah. Um, there you go. So this movie, it fucking hits the ground running. I love this movie. The pacing is incredible. There isn't a dull moment. There's nothing negative that I can think that, that, that I could say about this movie. I am completely on board from the opening frame to the end. The effects are great. The body horror shit really fucks with me because sometimes it does and it hits me hard with teeth and nails and we get both of that in this movie. I think the story is great. I think this is this is a modern day mo- fucking monster movie mm-hmm. and it feels, granted it's 86, but I'm saying it feels more like a classic, universal classic horror movie than the first fly did. Just, yeah. Yeah, just the way it's it, it presented. I love it. All the performances are solid. It's top-notch. Again, there's nothing bad I can say. I'm not going to go on and on. The, the transformation is incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's a 10 out of 10. There you cool. go. The fly. Oh, yeah, I, I, fucking, I love it. I really do love it. It's, it's an amazing film to me. I, I can't think of one negative thing to say about well, it. I know more love for April Fool's Day. I give it a 7.5. It's there. It's, I, get, uh, it's I, the I give it an 8. 7. Go ahead, Brandon. All right, so since nobody had my number two pick, I find it odd that nobody had my number one pick on any of their top tens. Although, JP, you still have your pick to go. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. (laughs) My number one film for 1986. Anyone guess? Uh, I said Night of the Creeps. I was off, clearly. You should be able to figure it out if you know my favorite horror movie of all time. New Blood? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, it's Manhunter. It's Manhunter. Uh, oh, uh, fuck's sakes. I, was I thought your favorite pastime. see that, man. <laughs> I was just about to say Manhunter. Fuck. You fucker. I had a joke written about you <laughs> for that. But, uh, Too bad. You, stole you stole it. Yeah, Manhunter. Um, wow. Michael Mann. Man, no this movie is just... fucking way. <laughs> this movie is beautifully directed. I love anything taking place in the Hannibal Lecter universe, and I love the story of Red Hannibal Dragon. Rising? Alright, I have almost everything that takes place in the Hannibal Lecter universe. And Manhunter, man, what a beautiful film. Music is phenomenal in this. Love it. Um, What's that? Baby. Yeah. (laughs) In a Vita to God. In a Vita to God. Whatever it is. No, I did did a chop top style. I said, in a Vita to God, a baby. Man, I've always thought that William Peterson does 
did like an amazing job in that film, man. Yeah, the, the performances. William Peterson is phenomenal. I thought Tom Noonan as Dollar Hyde is is great. Just absolutely terrifying. Uh, Brian Cox is Lecter. Man, everybody who's played Lecter, I've been a fan of. I forget Hannibal Rising, but uh, Brian Cox, Anthony Hopkins, and Matt yeah, Nicholson, Julia. they've all done great jobs playing Lecter. And three very different interpretations as far as I'm concerned. And you screamed, I want more Cox when you were watching the movie, right? Because he's only <laughs> in it for a little portion. <laughs> I get just enough Cox. Get just enough Cox. To wet my appetite. It was my number eleven, man. I, I, I it was hard to bump it off the, yeah, off the list. I, I, it's a great love job, it. man. Hunter, like right there too, man. I love it. It's, right it's beautifully shot. I mean, it really, it's stunning. I love, I love some of the scenes. Joan Allen, a young Joan Allen, in it. It's great. Um, I love Dollar Hyde's sort of evolution to becoming the Red Dragon. I'm glad they didn't go with the tattoos. I had read that they had tatted him up, but it kind. Of, man didn't like the way it looked so they they pulled it back and and didn't uh and didn't use it but i mean people should know the red dragon story by now if they haven't if they've read the novel or seen one of the adaptations and it's great the scene with the tiger that's they used a real sedated tiger for that scene awesome stunning yep stunning i just i mean you watched the TV show, of course, Hannibal, correct? Loved it, yeah, phenomenal. I, I loved it as well. I think that this is the first time I saw Manhunter. I think because I saw Hannibal and then seeing this version, it actually hurt my viewing. Yeah, I okay. still give it a I, 7 out of 10. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I think had I not seen it already on Hannibal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I might have come in a little higher. Red Dragon, you mean? Red Dragon? No, this is way better than Red Dragon. This is way better than Red Dragon. Yeah, the, it is. This, is, this is better than Red Dragon. Way better. But, but the Hannibal, no, Hannibal, the, the Hannibal season three yes, awesome. covered oh. the Red Dragon story and did it magnificently. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware. I, I've yeah. only watched the first season of Hannibal. Oh, it gets better each season. Then, yeah, so. it, it does. <laughs> but man, I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it. If, if anyone hasn't seen this original version, just just watch it. It's great. Nine and a half out of ten. Woo-wee. Nice, man. Nice. Cool, cool. Um. All right. Did, who who's let who who has uh, who's who has is still in the competition? I have one on you. All right. I don't think I'm gonna be right. But so hey. Brandon's out. Christian and Moods both have one point, right? Yeah. 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 And then Dave has zero, but he has me left. I'm gonna be wrong. Uh, Dave is wrong. Uh, so he said it would be deliberate stranger. It was not. I told you it was a long shot. Um, my, my number one uh, horror film of 1986. I do think this is the best movie of the year, and that is The Fly. Um, I absolutely nice. love this movie, and I've I've pretty much loved it since I've seen it as a kid. But I hadn't loved it for the same reasons. Once I became more intelligent and grew up, I got more familiar with like filmmaking in general. And I see how well it's crafted. Uh, There's a lot of awesome things going on in this movie. Especially, I just like the uh, closed feel of it. You know, the, the, the staying in that building, like slowly changing. It's just, I love the look of the apartment. It's has the loft, this loft, this like depressing vibe. It's the coolest thing ever. I actually am not a huge fan of love stories in movies, yet I think that this one works fantastically. 
Um, it feels like a, a, a fling that just escalates really fast. And uh, then it, it has sort of a, um, you know, tragic outcome. And I, I really like that about it. I love the dream sequence that you guys were hating on. Um, I, mean, I, think, I love it too. <laughs> I, th- I think I was that with it's, you. I think that it's, it's fucking uh, Shakespeare, man. As hell, man. <laughs> but yeah, The Fly to me, <clears throat> it's the best movie of the year. Uh, I didn't. I I thought that it would be when I did the rewatch because actually this is one that I didn't have rated, so I hadn't watched it before to, since before 2011 um, is when I started keeping track. Uh, so it's been a while. So at least seven years since I've seen it. At least. Um, wow. But. It was, uh, it was, it was as good as I remember, if not even better. I think that the the only problem comes with the the little bit of datedness in, in the technology. Which anytime you have a film that surrounds technology, it's gonna look weird, um, especially when the you pods. have this. When you have, don't you think? Huh? It, don't you think that the pods? Look no, the good? pods the look great. But I'm saying like okay. when you but say the computer like, graphics, I thought looked great for when, the time. When they're though, like, man. oh, like, I'm gonna tell the computer. All I have to do is go tell the computer this, and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? Talking voice about? recognition. <laughs> it was ahead of his time. Yeah, the voice recognition was pretty cool. And how later on it didn't yeah. recognize him. That was badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you cool. like all fly. When, yeah, I like yes. the part when they find it. When he find when you can see his peep is sitting in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> what? 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 His peep there falls was a penis off. in there, along yeah, with his, his ear. In there, like all his body parts, just keep putting them in the medicine cabinet. I didn't know his Listen, fucking dick is yeah, in there. Look, at, look at Christian drooling. <laughs> his penis is all, it's all cringed up. And oh my God. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. I mean, that's just. Below that's just is, it's, it's below on the shelf with his ear and shit. It's pretty funny. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, the nails and the teeth bother me. I, I thought that was the Kirby. point that Brandon ran out of Jurgens again. <laughs> oh my god! Could be Dave's screensaver tomorrow. Yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna... my new profile pic, the shriveled up dick. It's funny because like I find that me and Dave more often than not usually come in on with the same per year. It's pretty weird, and I had mm-hmm. no idea that yours was the fly. I said fucking Psycho Three. Um, but I agree with you, man. It's it's top notch, as you would say. So uh, I'm coming in at nine point five, which I believe with who gave it a ten. Dave gave it a ten. I give it a nine point five, and Christian somebody... gave it. A I give it a nine. Okay, or that nine. would put it into the Hall of Fame uh, with a what is that? A twenty eight rating. Twenty eight. Twenty eight and a half. All right. So that's what is that? Four? Four fucking movies? That's a, a top four. How did Terror Vision not make it? Damn. Right? <laughs> Sorry, folks. So, um, that's kind of... I don't give a fuck what you guys... I'm going to go watch that shit right now, man. I and stare at my poster food, the whole time. Food. Six out of ten for me on Terror Vision. I had a first time watch. I really enjoyed it. Seriously. You're just trying to make him feel better. No, I'm shit not. Didn't, shit don't make me fucking feel yeah, bad, I give Terror Vision a seven out of ten. I like that shit. I know. you were. I thought you fuck, were going to have it on your list. You're arguing with me. Yeah, what I was, was arguing with Christian one day. I was like, no, nah, that shit's fun, man. I love <laughs> it, man. Tell us what the four zeros were. All right, besides well, I thought that? that was a segment. Okay, yeah. Oh, so okay. what we're going to do oh. now is uh, honorable oh. mentions and dishonorable mentions. I say only give your top three honorable mentions, each person, oh. and then the one or two worst films you've seen of the year. If you guys are cool with that. Uh, fine by me. Oh. All right, uh, honorable mentions, man. Well, fuck. I mean, some of these have been mentioned a million times. TCM two, of course, just just got outlawed. Uh, the one, man, 
that I got bumped out. Like I said, man, I had three or four top no psycho or three, number right? ones. Oh. <laughs> it's it's there. Um, like I said, I had like three or four number ones throughout the the time of doing this. It was really fucking strange. Uh, the Wraith got knocked out. I love the Wraith yeah. so much, man. So much goddamn fun. Crawl Space was another one with Klaus Kinski. Fucking uh, great ass film. Psycho Three was real on the outskirts. The Zero Boys love that film. Yep. Um, Witchboard was again. These are like pretty much all the same ratings. Uh, I know JP is going to shit himself laughing at this one, but uh, Maximum Overdrive, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. That movie is fun as fuck. It is awesome to watch. I love Maximum Overdrive. Miss a top 10. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Fuck you, JP. You're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> jerks, whatever. Uh, Link was right on the outside. Also, Link, awesome film. End of the film. Pure hilarity. Shit makes me laugh to know tomorrow. That shit is crazy. Uh, it's so much fucking fun. Critters, man. I got to give a props to Critters, man. Yeah. Critters, uh, that everything. was surprising. Critters, Critters was really... Top 51. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Critters was fucking so much fun on a rewatch. I never really right. cared for Critters that much, to be honest, until I rewatched it again. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, I didn't realize how much actually... I gave it, like, a 7.5, and then From Beyond okay. was there, too. So, you know, these are all 7.5. The Wraith, I actually give an 8. Dude, From Beyond didn't make your list? That surprises me. Nope. No, I know. Oh, it, it was just on the other. From Beyond right. was in my top ten for the longest time. It got bumped out. That was a good top three. What's your least favorite? My least favorite man, Night of Terror. <laughs> what did you rate it that? Was, it was three out of ten. Right. It was horrible. It was fucking horrible. What movie? Escape from the Insane Okay. Horrible. All right. My honorable mentions were Manhunter and Class of Newcomb High. Those are the ones that uh, kind of got bumped out. In the Glass Cage is there as well, but that was a first-time watch and probably a last-time watch, to be honest. Maybe I'll check it out down the road, but yeah. it's not something I want to revisit anytime <laughs> not soon. something you want to watch with Mom, huh? Yeah, it's that one tough, I won't let It's a tough watch. watch. All right. uh, and as for dishonorable mentions, <laughs> Dream Maniac, Night- Nightmare Weekend, Spine. Oh. Spookies uh, and Lucker. Those are the four that I gave zeros to. And Lucker, crazy. Lucker, I gave one out of ten. What's up, what's Lucker? Luck? You gave one out of fucking ten of Lucker, hey, man? Because he's creepy. But that's it. There's, no, there's just no point to the mo- The it's just <laughs> gross. It, it, oh, I gotta, I gotta get sick. <laughs> what's Lucker? What's Lucker? Okay, Dude, it's maybe. it's not a one out of ten. What is this? Oh. Lucker? Lucker Necrophagus, man? Oh, oh fuck that. Oh, that's I, I know alone. I'm not checking it out. Did you say Necrophagus? Ne- 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 <laughs> I thought it was ne- Necropopagus ne- 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 or something. Anthropophagus. That's a different movie. That's from 1980. Okay. Oh, I'm getting real sick. Okay, let's not talk about it. Dave, what about you? Necrophagus, man, was released by Synapse Films, man. It's got a good release. It's got a good release. So... I enjoy it, man. You, Dave. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of corpse fucking. Sorry. I <laughs> corpse love fucking some corpse. Fucking. I do too, honestly. So I can't. Maybe I should. Okay. Oh my god. These next two movies were both in the number number ten spot at one point, and they both have an eight out of ten rating, just like Deliberate Stranger ended up, you know, getting the same thing as my number ten. They were both first time watches. They both took me by surprise. The first one is Link. Nice. I, really, I was so I, happy that you liked that one. That, I, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna watch it because I'm not really yeah. usually into animal type movies. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, shit crazy man, <laughs> animal movies. Yeah, Dude, and Elizabeth Shue. Isn't the end of that film 
pure hilarity in the way that happens. I like, forgot I, what like, happened. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. <laughs> in the fucking house. Yeah. I forgot but the way it ended. It's like oh a my god, dude. It's I like hell. It's an inferno. I fucking wow. die every time watching it, man. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a definitely yeah. good yeah. movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Those it actually monkeys, is a really good film, man. They were great yeah. the way they performed. It was great. And she was a relatable character, Elizabeth Shue. And that, well, and I think they did this on purpose. At one point in the film, because this was made right after Karate Kid, the guy said, what's what's your boyfriend's name, Daniel? And then she corrected him and said something else. But Daniel is the Karate Kid, you know? So I think they did. Oh, speaking of callbacks to other movies, in Night of the Creeps, when they say, we don't have to, we don't have, to have sex with a farm animal, do we? I think they said that because in Revenge of the Nerds, 1984... They said, what do we need rubbers for? And it was initiation, and they were trying to yeah. tell them to fuck the sheep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I didn't even think about that, man. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Sense. 11 out of 10. That's good. <laughs> I've seen Revenge of the Nerds so many times that I couldn't help but... Think You're so it. goddamn old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. And... This movie I saw for the first time last week, and it took the spot until I watched Deliberate Stranger, and that's called Vamp. Really? I really like enjoyed that. that much, huh? I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was nothing but fun. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed I, Vamp too. First time for me. I love Robert Russler. So I'll tell you really? that. Really? Right wow, man. Crazy. Yeah, Vamp. I give it like a six point five. Dude, I oh, like Vamp kills. too. I don't think it's great though. Like, yeah. I like the color. I love the I, colors the in that great, film. Yeah. Great the, man. It's got a great color like scheme, man. Every so kill good. was good gore. Uh, I love what's her name in it. I love uh, what the hell's her name? Grace Jones. Yeah, didn't say a word the whole time, but the way she looked, I thought was great. Uh-huh. It reminded me of yeah. her role. Reminded me of the Countess in American Horror Story season five, which was played by Lady Gaga. Same type of thing where she, but Lady Gaga spoke, of course, but it was that type of role. I, I have a feeling that maybe the people that did that seen that movie and kind of based her character on her a little bit, mm-hmm. but. Anyway, those are the top two big ones. Um, I saw Chopping Mall and Critters for the first time yeah, ever, and I give them both 7 out of 10. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Manhunter 2, okay. same rating, in a glass cage, same rating. I enjoyed it. It just moved a little too slow for me. Okay. And I just it is it off. two hours long, so. Yeah, it just, it I, I kind of. Chopping Mall, 7 draggy. out of 10? First time watch. That's, high, hey. That's wow. high. Wow. The fuck I, right, I don't mind Chopping Mall, but you, I. Brandon? And here's my un, here's my oh, bad sorry, one. Sorry, Dave. It's okay. Uh, I gave one movie under a five, and it was Gothic. I give it a four to ten. What? I didn't, I didn't even watch that one. Bullshit. It was crazy, dude. You I gave avoided, Gothic four to ten. I avoided that movie for years because of the stupid box art, and then I watched it, and that that scene in the box art was only fucking two seconds of the film, <laughs> and the movie sucked anyway. So. I, <laughs> Whatever. Well, if you're not familiar with Ken Russell films, man, I can just imagine how much you wouldn't like that film. Ken He's got a, a different style of filmmaking, man. I he did The Devils, White. which is one oh, of the most yeah, yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. fucking crazy, crazy fucking films, man. But yeah. Right. yeah, I mean, honestly, Gothic is probably one of the strangest films telling the Sherry, uh, Mary Shelley story. Ever. It, it really is fucking bizarre when you really think about it. Brandon, you like? didn't you like it upon the second watch? Yeah, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I, I, I kind of enjoy that movie. There's something intriguing about it. it it's I don't very, get... very strange and odd. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a weird I, film. I, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. It. So what did, it's, you, it's... what did you have for your honorable mentions, Brandon? Uh, honorable mentions, obviously, the one that I left off the list was The Fly. Still give it an oh. 8 out of 10. Damn, I didn't wow. really... Wow. Yeah, the fly didn't make my list. I, the special effects wise, performance wise, it would be a ten out of ten. I just felt like the story. I'm like, all right, you're, you're, the whole thing is about you 
traveling 15 feet to the other side of the room. What the fuck are you talking about? What? I what? Know. Hold on. What? That makes no sense what you just said. He's talking about, about the... fucking creating a teleporter, bro. I like, know it is, but but his but the... his his explanation for it. Oh, I get car sick. You know what this will do for me? Like, it's, no, that it... was a fucking joke. Come on. No, no, it didn't feel <laughs> jokey. He's Brandon, not... you're actually retarded right now. Right? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not winning this argument. Completely lost your fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It <laughs> was it was silly. It was flies amazing. The flies. Give a lot of editing to get him out of this episode. No, the fly, the fly, the flies. Okay, it's not that amazing. No, it's really good. It's really. You said it was a ten out of ten. How is it not amazing? What's that? You said it was a ten out of ten, didn't you? Eight oh no, you didn't. You didn't. Wait, what did you say about it? What rating did you give it? Eight. Eight okay. out of ten. I All love right. it. I just didn't feel like I don't know. It didn't feel as epic as it should have. Uh, okay. Um, what else? Zero boys, honorable mention. Class of Newcomb High, Maximum Overdrive, TCM two, and Neon Maniacs. Even though I gave that a lower grade, I still love that film. I liked it too. I was surprised. Yeah, about I, it. I feel like Neon Maniacs is one of those films that just kind of like I like Neon Maniacs, but I feel like it could be so much damn better. Yeah, given the storyline, it's yeah, kind of kind of like the fly. Everything that it should. Kinda like, yeah, kind of like the fly. Kind of like what, the fly. What, what no, film did you? What's your dishonorable mention? Uh, the fly for a traveling steak. Uh, no, um, Evil Laugh, Spookies, and the House of the Blue Shadows. So, uh, honorable mentions, what? these are the ones that missed my list just barely. Um, From Beyond, which I think that it could have made it if I had rewatched it. That's the only one that I didn't get to that I wanted to rewatch. Uh, Dead End Drive-In, and my number 11 that just got bumped out today um, by Fair Game was The Deliberate Stranger. Uh, also, I do want to shout out a couple of gems that people might have not have seen, and that's Extremities. That one was really cool. Um, it's like a rape revenge style type thing, um, but it's like attempted rape revenge. You're very big into this rape thing tonight. I like rape (laughs) movies, honestly. Um, you're kind of creeping me out Probably one of the biggest surprises of the entire (laughs) watch. This goes wrong, camera. The the biggest surprise of the entire watch was was Combat Shock. It's a, um, which I think ended up being a 1987 film when I looked into it. But yeah, Christian loves that movie. Trauma, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I, I was like, for a shot on video, like, like this movie is, like, um, really amazing. Dude, um, combat shot rules, man. Yeah, <laughs> so that ending. I really like that, that ending. One. Yeah, oh. and the worst films that I seen was Nightmare Weekend, three point five out of ten, uh, and Terror at Ten Killer, two out of ten. Terrible. Terror oh, Terror Killer. Killer. Oh, you oh, watch that one? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I gotta say that that hatch AP is also one of the lowlights of the show. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Those fucking metal stealers. I, I do want to say one more thing. I always thought Poltergeist Two sucked, and I rewatched it for the show. I really enjoyed it until the last ten minutes. Oh yeah, and the last ten minutes derail the movie yeah. completely when they're all in front of the the, the blue like, they're in the <laughs> other world, the other side. But the lead up to it is actually creepy and actually not bad. It yeah. made no sense. Though, I've always had a problem with the mythology. The story. It's, it's like the, the second highest stuff. growing horror film of yep. 1986, next to Aliens, which is crazy. They, yeah, they it, changed it, the story. Yeah. You guys yeah, realize I never, this? I never liked the mythology in it, man. Yeah. It, it bugged me. It bugs me. Well, the first movie was about them. They moved the headstones. And pardon me. They they, oh, yeah. they left the graves 
but, but they only sense. moved the headstones. In this one, they changed the story. They said that wasn't the reason it was haunted. They talked about yep. all this fucking yeah. Reverend Kane shit. I know, that's I what know. pissed me off the right. most. Yeah, that's why the third act. That's why part three is so superior in the fucking high rise. Yeah, yeah. Fuck oh, is Poltergeist. 3. That was the first time I watched <laughs> Poltergeist too. But I am curious <laughs> to check out part three now because um, I haven't seen that one either. But I don't know, um, man. I just I, like I, I had a lot of fun with a lot of these movies. Um, but there's a lot of like sevens territory wise, but overall a good year. Like we ended up getting four Hall of Fames out of it, which is by far a record, I think. This yeah, most y- we ever Yin's crazy. Too. Yin's crazies. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> Yin's crazies. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it. He doesn't get it, of course. JP yeah. says Yin's all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's a Pennsylvania yin. thing. Uh, I never heard of it. Saying Pennsylvania. <laughs> Yeah, I say y'all too. It's just yeah. either or, you know. Yeah, fuck Friday Six. Um, and the one, no, I'll say fuck Deadly Friend. Yeah, jump the shark. I didn't even rewatch Deadly Friend for this one. Yeah, I didn't either. God, Deadly Friend is atrocious now. <laughs> it's atrocious. It's Thank so, you. It's not good, man. Thank you. It's Thank really you. Not good, I remember man. liking it a little bit. So I shouldn't upgrade to Blu-ray. Oh, it's <laughs> not <laughs> on Blu-ray. It is, is only one of his it's worst movies. movies. Literally, the head explosion. Hills Have Eyes Two is his worst movie for sure. For sure, for sure. Hills of Ice 2 at least has a dog flashback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, guys, I want to ask you something. Are you ready to to pick our next top 10 show? Ten. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. All right. I got oh, the randomizer. Fucking right for ready, man. You better not be cheating with that shit either. No, dude. Why would I cheat? I don't have a preference. I don't, if it, I don't have I'm a just preference saying, in any the of the 70s years. don't come up here. This is fucking garbage. Okay, so oh, everybody, um, what I did, I mentioned this earlier, is I took uh, 1930 to 1960 or to 1959 and i put all those in a randomizer and i got 1933 so that one is going to be in here as well so it's like the chances of a wild card super slim but it's a wild card and we looked and there's like 17 horror films that came out that year so (laughs) it'd be a pretty easy prep show we could probably do the show next week (laughs) um but yeah, so there that is in there. 1969, because those of you who've been around long enough know we started this with 1968 because we thought it was the start of modern horror with uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead and Rosemary's Baby. Uh, and then we put 1969 in there, uh, and then 70 through 79, and then 2010 to 2012. Uh, so 10, 11, 12. And those are all the ones that's 15 total years did it to choose from there's a really good chance 1933 might come up here yeah one out of 15 technically yeah Um, dude this is scary as shit (laughs) i hope it does i I mean i wouldn't mind if it does but listen so here's the thing after this after the 70s we will now we will restart and have all the years back everything yeah um because technically every year we do one in the new decade right 2010 to 2017 so technically we always do one of those every year uh and we've done a 90s we've done an 80s after this show uh and we technically we've done the 60s but since there's only one other year we said fucking threw it in um but yeah so everything will be back after this i'm gonna go ahead and hit randomize right now and we'll see what we get 1974 and we got 19 does anybody want to take a guess 1976 77 74. Let it be 74. 76. Christian? 75. All right. Uh, it is 1976. 
Yeah, I know. I saw it. Seventy six. God. I don't even okay, know that's, what came that's out good. in seventy six. I will be covering this show in about four years. Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Carrie the Omen? Yeah, yeah seventy six came out in seventy six. Omen, fucking ah, there's tons of good films. All right, let me let me tons just, good films. I'm gonna Google this real quick. So we have Carrie the Omen, Burnt Offerings, God Told Me to Two, Alice, oh, Sweet, yeah. Alice, Squirm, Grizzly, nice. Island of the Damned, To the Devil and the Daughter, JD's Revenge, Blood Sucking Freaks, Town of Dreaded Sundown, uh, Rattlers. Oh, you're the top ten list. Yeah. I mean, there's Little actually Island of Death eaten alive. Grizzly! I gotta watch Grizzly finally. What do you know? <laughs> there's a lot well, of Helter never Skelter. Seen before? Is Helter Skelter never, I'm not that into the same that shit, one? Really. Is that the same uh, one, Moods? Helter Skelter? Dude, it's so good. Is yeah, Helter Skelter 76? I think so. I hope yeah. so. Helter yeah, I think it is. Who can kill a child? IMDb has 101 films. That's it. No. Oh, man. Inquisition. Assault on Preacher from Black Lake. Eaten alive. Eaten alive, man. That's a little girl that lives in the lane. I just watched that. That's not. That's not really that much of a horror film, though. Well, right. thank God I own like every film in here. Oh, who can kiss a child? Thank yep. God. Who can kiss yeah, a child? Can. Kiss a child. <laughs> who are you, Victor Salva? <laughs> did I just say <laughs> kiss a child? You what, did. What the hell, man? <laughs> there, there is a ton Jesus of first-time watches for me. On I'm this cut one off. Here. I'm cut off. Food of the Gods, another animal. The House of Laughing Laughing Windows. That's amazing. This is awesome, dude. Death Weekend. Yeah. Dude, Days you want to know something oh, really weird? Listen, listen to this, guys. Listen, the tenant. Listen, oh, listen, man. Listen. So, 96, 86, 76. 666. Yeah, I mean. we, we, we like our sixes, man. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Randomized 96. The premonition. 86 and 76. Crazy. From that In box that set, man. <laughs> and whatever happened to Rosemary's Baby, which I've never seen. Wait, is that a real movie? It's, uh, it's on here. Wow, Ooh, dogs! This should be dogs. Cool. dogs! This could be cool. Like, oh man, there's some ones. King kisses a tarantula. I've seen this is a whole list of these. I own like every movie on this JP's list. JP's Revenge. I feel it. No, JD. <laughs> JD's Gafflin. Yeah. It's I a black exploitation. Uh, I feel like man. we might have to. Honestly, like it's probably it might be less preparation than eighty six. Like I would probably get away with fifty movies on this one if there's only a hundred and and what one hundred and ten? You said it says one hundred and one. One hundred and one. That's I'm watching all one hundred and fifty. I'm watching one hundred and one. I just watched seven one from Satan the other day, man. Actually, that movie is bizarre. Because there was like there was like one hundred and sixty for eighty six or something like that, or something. I think really fucking freaks. Wow. Good movie. Never saw that. A lot of movies I've avoided. I used to have that. The trauma film, right? This, yeah. this should be they fun. Though. There's yeah. a ton of movies yeah. I've never seen that I wanted to. Fucking dogs. You distributed those. Fucking <laughs> dogs. I probably am not dogs watching awesome. dogs. <laughs> Damn. I gotta dogs watch the tenant. Dude. Finally. I, finally. I own dogs. I know, the, I know what it is. Track of the Moon Beast. You own that Scorpion film? No. Oh, I own the original Sage DVD Black release. Snuff. <laughs> Is the devil a daughter? Nice. Oh, Mansion. really? Yeah. I think, be, I think this could be our most diverse list yet. Ape is definitely my number one. <laughs> well, thank God I don't, I don't have to really buy anything for I this. I mean, I feel like okay. I already know my number one, but... Mako, the Jaws of Death. <laughs> the fucking Jaws ripoff. Um, Moon Zone's like all super... these movies. <laughs> yeah, oh, guys, a, whis- a Whisper in the Dark is from this year. I always liked that film. I fucking Burnt Offerings? Love it. We covered burnt offerings, didn't we? 
We did. Yeah, we did. What's embryo? Nice. Embryo. Nice. He said embryo. Schizo. Pretty good. Phone. JP, you finally get to watch The Omen. I know, right? I know. Oh, finally! Yeah. What? Here we go. He's never seen The Omen. He's like you with Fright Night. I've I've never seen a lot of these movies. <laughs> I haven't seen Alice Sweet Alice. We're doing the trilogy. Squirm. Squirm. What is our nice? date for this? Or is Want that to do the Omen set? trilogy? Um, the date will probably <laughs> next week, Christian. <laughs> the the earliest we could probably do it would be in December. Um, oh, not December. We got to do our slasher show in December. Fifty fucking slashers. Yeah, I know you guys have to keep watching those. So I, yeah. I would probably say that most likely it wouldn't be till January or maybe yeah. February. That sounds good. Um, but I'm just I'm, saying the earliest in our schedule that it would even be able to be recorded would be December. It's kind of funny, man. Two of the three films in an American Horror Story box set from Arrow are, are from 76 here. What, the witch who came from the sea? And the premonition. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking bizarre. So I have those ask- in the uh, like screener cop, like the pre- uh, check discs or whatever they call them. Yeah, yeah. There's so many movies here that I haven't seen though. Like so I, many I, I haven't I've seen. Probably only I, seen I don't have to like buy anything. If that, I've seen less than ten. I think I want like everything in here. This is ridiculous. Dave, <laughs> how many have you oh, seen? But except for the William Ford film, Host by the Lake. Jesus Christ, that hasn't been released. But I've yeah. seen it before. I, I've seen less than ten of these movies. I've yeah, seen yeah, less than ten. Kiss of the Tarantula. I've seen Dogs. I've seen. Carrie, eating alive, werewolf movement, Minotaur, Jack, Jack Ripper, seen everything, and here. that's it. So I've seen like seven. <laughs> I'll tell you what I've seen: House with the Laughing Windows, The Omen, Carrie, Burnt Offerings, Alice, Sweet Alice, and I believe that is it. Wow! So you've only seen five. This should be very interesting. You don't even have it up for a top ten. I think I counted fourteen or fifteen that I've seen. <laughs> Oh, how's your skeleton? Brandon, I think that's where I was about. Yeah, there. still a ton that I haven't seen, but I'm, I'm actually looking forward. This is what I wanted. I could literally year. show you copies of every one of these films. <laughs> this is this is pretty exciting to it's have awesome. a year where there's so many movies. That, this is the least out of all the years we've done. This is the least because technically I could only make like a uh, top six list, which is pretty crazy. I can't wait for you guys to watch. God told me to. Oh, I, I, I have seen that. that. That's a good. I love uh, that. It's a Cohen, great, right? Cohen, late, great Cohen film, man. Great. Matter Cohen of film. fact, that was one that yeah. I brought for my G letter for ABC's A Hidden Horror. So it's one that I recommended to everybody. Oh, nice. Told me. nice, Yeah, nice. so that's another one I saw. I want to see Creature that. from Black Lake. Is anybody? Isn't wasn't Synapse supposed to put that out? I think they are actually still. It's on the list. That was like three years ago that they announced. JP, what, li- what list are you? So they're just at? on time what, then. What I'm just. On, I'm just on. Uh, I just Google. Who can it. kill a child, man? You guys will love that film. Yeah, that's a great. Awesome sequence of who can kiss a child. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Awesome. So bad. And the prequel to Who Can out. Fist a Child. <laughs> 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 Dude, gross. Oh god. <laughs> Just remember, okay. make a left of fire. What did you say, David? Does what count? Two movies I want to know. Do they count? King Kong and fucking The Tenant. Are they horror movies or yeah, not? I, yeah, I'd say. I'd yes, say they are. Count. It has to. The Tenant has to count because it's part of you know. I just trilogy. got. I just got a copy of that King Kong actually, which is pretty cool. Um, on DVD. Um, so I will say that. 
even you know 1986 was fun but i'm really looking forward to 76 this should be a blast i own a lot of these i own like a handful of these movies that i've never actually seen oh my god ss experiment love camp <laughs> i've seen that <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, love the fact, I love the fact that we sort of become not i don't want to toot our own horns but we sort of become experts on these years because no, we true, really do it's we true. do try to and i love that in the 70s by far anything before 1980 are weak years for me in terms of seeing everything so i'm yeah i'm thrilled to to really explore you the 70s. wanted this. I, I would say that honestly yeah. the, the I'm 70s excited. and early like 2000 to 2000 like four are, are some of my weakest years yeah. Um, but yeah, this, this there's a movie called Rape that came out. That sounds good. That's <laughs> uh, your name written all over. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, Shit. But yeah, this should this should be a blast because there's so many the clown murders. Mm, what's that? Yeah, I saw that. That looked pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but I will say that 1986 was a lot of fun. But I'm really looking forward to 76. I don't know. Did you guys look at all the awesome movies that weren't horror that came out in '86? Stuff like Stand by Me. Like there's dozens of good movies oh yeah yeah so it's, yep. it was a great year to be a movie fan period but yeah i think that's it dude this is I, this might have set the record for the longest show by the way we we're looking at like six yeah. hours or something thanks oh Christian. it's definitely fucking up there man that's for damn sure i'm not a bit surprised <laughs> all right so bit. if that's gonna do it man let's get the fuck out of here man we're at least six hours deep in this thing so JP, you want to take us out? Jeremy? Oh, Jeremy's on here. Uh, uh, second string. Thanks to everybody who listened, and thanks to Exploding Heads for coming on. These are always among my favorite shows to record, even if they do, like, my ears are on fire right now from these headphones. I can't wait to take them off. Uh, but these are 100% one of my favorite shows to prep for and favorite show to record because I learned so much about horror doing this, you know? And Brandon's absolutely right. You almost do feel like you're an expert on a year once you spend an entire fucking year co- looking at films from a year. It's it's really, really cool to do that. And, uh, yeah, so I'm not going to give you guys this long links and everything in the description below. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Brandon, Christian, Dave, thank you guys for coming on. And we look forward to recording with you guys in 1976. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for having us on. Yeah. Thank you. No problem, man. It was a pleasure having another Canadian on the show. (laughs) Loved it. Even though you almost puked when I said Terror Vision, I forgive you. (laughs) Or Necrophagus. Oh, Necrophagus. Yeah, luckily Necrophagus, man. That that shit is crazy. I reviewed that shit years ago on a body bag. Or not body bags. What the fuck was that shit on the fright tube? The fucking, yeah, that shit. That shit's gone. All right. And that is the, the show. So see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.